Kaplan flipping him off. Just compressing through the spine. He literally knocked the snot out of Kaplan. Jim Varney, who also uh, used to fuck Freddie Mercury. You know about that? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, the, yeah. Jim Varney got extremely down. Yeah, and you know what? Good for him. That's cool. Yeah, he's a good guy. I don't know. I'm a I'm a big fan. You know, Slinky Dog. Slinky what, Dog is classic. One of my friends. One of my early best best friends. Um, okay, the star on the Christmas tree has been turned off. Uh, the the cat's fountain has been unplugged, but he's asleep. Oh, and I was gonna send you a picture. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you good? Are you ready? Yeah. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. I took a big inhale. It's going to gonna sound bad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut that out. Maybe I'll write it down. No. Welcome. I don't I didn't do a song. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> I'm just doing a jingle that is kind of like cars uh the gary newman song yes i feel safe i feel safe in this pod oh yeah dude this pod yeah that's good that's not gonna work um the uh the i was gonna go for uh hooray for touching blood the belly gooey touching blood but i didn't i couldn't do it and it's like where you can be a mechanic or and i was like thinking the mechanics like ftr but they're not on my list they're not on my list either fuck those guys um, they, they one of my favorite matches of the year they're in but fuck those guys. Um, welcome to the Grossies Awards 2023 the wrestling is gross year end award as voted on by the Coacalco Foreign Press which is myself and Siobhan. Yes. We're here again and I'm going to sing a song about death matches. No, I don't have a, a song um sadly. Um but I might sing some of the nominees. So I'll see what I can do. You know how he would just be like, he would do, Billy Crystal would do like a parody of the Brady Bunch theme. Yeah. <laughs> or Moon River or whatever. And it was just like, you know, that's, I could, I, I could probably do that. I could, you know, that song Fast Car. I could probably do like a, something about that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's options. I just didn't pick any of them because I couldn't. I was too busy watching matches, watching more matches up until the very end. This morning I watched Pedro Portillo the Third, Tercera versus Savio Vega in the Globo de la Muerte. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about it. I hadn't planned on talking about it because I forgot to watch it, but I watched it, and now we're going to have to talk about it, aren't we? We're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm very excited. Um, it's, it's now 2024. This is our first episode of 2024. I believe this is episode number 91 of the podcast. Uh, podcast doing better. Yeah, <laughs> podcast doing better than ever, uh, stronger than ever. Um, you might not be able to tell from uh, this one, but 
<laughs> no, I think it's going to be a great, great show. Um, I think one of my favorite episodes is the last time we did this. We did not do a 2022 award show because I um, was in, I had severe depression and uh, stopped watching wrestling. And it's not specifically related to CM Punk uh, getting in a fight with, you know, <laughs> but it all can sort of coincides with around that time. And I had to, I've been doing work on myself throughout 2023 and, uh, and really trying to, to better myself. And, uh, and I, I, I look forward to doing that more in 2024. Hey, uh, <laughs> shouts out to all the people who have patience for me, which includes my co-host, um, who I'm right. sorry for all the way I act sometimes, I think is Don't what I mean. That's it. how you say those words. <laughs> okay. Um, how are you doing? I'm feeling okay. Just, uh, achy and shit. Yeah. Cause I get my ass beat working. Mm. Uh, just cause I just like my muscles are just like bullshit and they just are like, dysfunctional and they don't give a fuck i told you construction was not the right field for you I it's told not you. <laughs> yeah. no uh i hear you um it's it's also cold everything works worse in the cold yeah. um, oh i was gonna take a vitamin i forgot i'm gonna take my motherfucking vitamin on air um we'll do that in a second um that's a new thing i'm doing 2024 taking vitamins if it makes you feel good then go for it i don't know yet if it does but i'm doing it i'm doing it i've been i've done listen to this shit i've done yoga 16 days in a row Probably, probably to my detriment. I've done 16 days in a row of yoga. I'm doing one of those, Hell yeah. one of those dumb things. Um, so I'm, I'm in it. Um, you take vitamins? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Do it's you like, like uh, <laughs> I go with the B12, uh, the, yeah, I go for a combination of things. I'm working with the, this is the GNC mega men essentials. One multi, one daily multi, which my wife got for me. So shout out to her. It's a big pill. Um, this is like, I mean, I've had big things in my mouth before, but this is a big fucking pill. Let me tell you what, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not actually going to swallow it. I'm going to mute myself. Uh, tell me a little bit about your general viewing of, of 2023 and, uh, and your, what you think of the state of wrestling. Just give me, give me a, give me a minute on that while I swallow this huge pill. So. I watched primarily. I I watched mostly. I did a lot of catch up for this year. Though I was I I was more in the vibe of keep of watching things as they were happening uh, for 2022. But this year I was just like fuck it. Uh, let's let's take care of business. And there's some good stuff at the end of the year though. So that was totally cool. Um, yeah, I missed a lot of the middle, but yeah, it's been a good good finish. And uh, the state of wrestling, uh, well, <laughs> WWE's bad, but it's, it's never going away. Hotter than how, ever. <laughs> I don't know how bad it is as much as it's just like, I just don't, I just don't want to talk about it. It's, it's depressing. It's crazy to watch if you watch like TV. I mean, I'm going to watch the Rumble. Yeah. You know, because you watch the Rumble, you watch Mania, you do these things. But I watched Survivor Series and it was a crazy thing to watch. Like it was just, and then we went to the, the house show the next day, which was Nice, but kind of nondescript. Um, there was a lot of, you know, daylight in between the punches. <laughs> uh, they were working very light. It was the day after a huge pay-per-view. It was a really weird way to do it. And it was like, it was it, the first snow of the year. It was a whole thing. Um, yeah, WWE is bad. Um, I have a WWE match in my uh, honorable mentions, though. I have one in my top ten. Oh, my. That's excellent. Um, okay. Well, I, I would like to say... For 2023, um, it's 
it's been fun to see uh, uh, what's being described as uh, a, a pre-boom or like a mini-boom period. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's actually real or not. I can't really yeah. tell. Um, just because the TV contracts are worth more than ever, and it's just it's the whole industry has changed so much. Um, I still enjoy AEW, and they had that awful October with uh, just horrible fucking horrible stories, bad matches on TV, bad people being pushed. They've had obviously everybody talks about Takashita. You know, he beat Kenny Omega twice in a week, and now he's nowhere to be seen. He stands behind Don Callis like they're he, bad Booker. Tony Khan, horrible booker, um, and huge boogers too. I don't know what them. Um, I but I I think the Continental Classic is was wonderful, and I think it was just a really great way to finish the year, and it gave me a lot of hope. I haven't watched Joe versus Hook yet. Yeah. Um, but I'm I don't know. I like that he's a fucking maniac online. You know, here's the thing. I listened to the Grossies uh, 2021 episode and I, and we talked about how we, we think he should probably post less, but I've gone the other direction on this. Here's the thing. He didn't, he went on to not post less. He, in fact, did the opposite of that. Yes, yes. So at this point, if he posts, if he starts posting less, feels like a sign of retreat. He just shouldn't post about Stricker's website Shit like that. I think he has to fire off that he knows and that he's watching. I think it's important. He start. He revive. He revives the grapple app. You know. <laughs> I well. I think that's all funny too. And I think the fact that we've got tribalism in on Striga's website. Striga's um, website is uh, and they're melting down constantly. It's it's great. You know what they need to do next? Let us fucking put goddamn under five ma- minute matches in the match guide, motherfuckers. Yeah. What are we doing? Um, how is it? It's twenty twenty four. I mean, you know what? I think it's even worse match when, when, you know, they've taken matches out of the match guide because they decided, oh, we don't have time for this. And it's like, I don't give a shit what the time is. It's good. How about that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the other one where it was so weird that there was like a uh, there was like a from 2010, I think, a, a Cibernetico uh, from Pueblo. It was Pueblo versus CMLL uh, DF, like. Sure. mid-card guys and you're like why the hell is this here and is it that good of a match no but it's i mean durango kids there well <laughs> stott is there ray scorpion those guys there. all are in the are, they all have cage match profiles all these guys yeah yeah huh. they've cage match profiles of shit. well there's yeah. one guy that's the other thing is there's always there's like one guy who watched all of like 2001 apw so every donovan morgan matches and like you know that's a weird yeah. website it's there's like 12 guys on there <laughs> you know <laughs> This is true. So, yeah, love Cage Match. Um, I've really taken they, – they, it's a faster website now. One of my biggest complaints was that it always was so slow. And they've – Striga's paid the – he's fixed that on some level. He's paid um, the Piper, man. He's paid the Piper. Yeah, he did. Um, and, you know, now Volkan has all, like, almost all his matches listed there. That's another improvement. Remember when mm-hmm. All of Rings wasn't allowed? Yeah, because it was – Too like, hard to tell if it was real. Stupid. <laughs> What a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shouts out to Striga, um, the Eastern Lariat podcast. Is that still a thing? I believe so. Oh, good for them. Um, episode 400. Um, probably more. Wait, no. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. No, I'm not. Um, okay. 2023. I have some um, some extra lists here. I have some. I have a uh, 12 honorable mentions, maybe. Uh, yeah, 12. We've got 12 HMs. 
Um, I could package some of them together. Um, I have um, a, I have a top ten ish, which I do, it pains me to say that because it was a top ten before, but now it's a top ten ish. Um, my yeah, my top ten is set, but it's like eh, I don't really care. It just it is what it is. Like that, I just I, I'm like it's it's all about hairs, you know. Wrestling is a game of inches. Uh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> for sure. Um, who's got the littlest dick? <laughs> and so, like, certain math, like, yeah, it's just, it's just the vibe. I'm here to, yep. I'm ha- here to maintain a vibe. Yep, yep. Um, you know, part of my, my, I, my tan, I just wanted it to look nice. I wanted it to look good in the order that it's in, and I wanted to feel good about it. And I did until this morning. <sighs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Do you, um, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to just get it out of the way. The shucky ducky quack quack wife of the year, um, for women wrestlers that, uh, I didn't actually get to rank really in matches. Um, Sadika missed a bunch of the year. God bless her. Yeah. Um, the match with, uh, La Rebel from, um, it is La Rebel, uh, Lucha Memes, uh, versus Zona Vantitrace. And that is from October 23rd. It's on IWTV. Powerbomb TV, powerbomb.tv. Yeah. Um, I got Mickey Knuckles. Too many bits. Just did too many bits. Um, you know, God bless her. Too many bits. Um, Alley Catch, adorable. Wish your matches were better. Um, I did like, <laughs> I did, you know what though? Uh, cage match versus Charles Mason. Do you see that? No. A valiant effort. Um, double, double juice. Not, not great, but, you know, she's trying. Um, I got Mother Wayne. <laughs> I mean, what what do you got? I mean, have you have, all right? Have you have you watched the late any... Mrs. Buddy Wayne? <laughs> yes. Um, the the well, widow the widow Wayne. The widow Wayne. <laughs> the widow yeah, Wayne. The widow Garrett. Yeah, Mother Wayne, as Christian now calls her. Have you watched any of? Have you have you seen any Christian Mother Wayne, Nick Wayne promo angle no, or any no. of these matches? Is well, Luchasaurus still wearing the mask? He is. His name is Killswitch now. <laughs> I know his name is Killswitch, but is he still is he wearing yes. the Luchasaurus mask? Uh, I think it's uh, uh, it's like an eviler version, maybe. Okay. I don't. I don't know. He looks. He's good. Um, <laughs> he would have been a good FMW guy, like a low card FMW. But like that's a Chocoball ball Makai, you know. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. He could be a great chocolate ball Mackay for sure. We've all been saying that. Um, I had Casey Kirk here, but Casey Kirk just snuck into my honorable mentions. Um, but she's uh, uh, the best. Uh, we'll talk about her. Um, and mm. then winner of the Shucky Ducky Quack Quack Wife of the Year uh, this year um, is Lufisto, um, who had a really fun match with Casey and a really fun match with Mickey uh, Mania Weekend, and then she uh, kind of got herself semi canceled. But then uh, revived herself magically, <laughs> um, and is doing great. And uh, had another had a couple other big matches that I haven't seen, but I know she's she's doing it. And I I just was happy to see her. She looks great. That's my that's it. So hell yeah, get that out of the way early. That's the that's I'll <laughs> just get that out of the way early. Um, do you want to start on some honorable mentions? I've got some other categories, but um. I, I think we can dig in if you if unless you have anything that you want to get out. Let's of the way. go with let's launch the categories as we do honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It'd be easy enough. Um, all right. So my lowest ranking honorable mention, a match that I've you got them ranked. Had, Shit. Uh, no, it's just I know it's just the the lo- the, the least honorable mention. Dun 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 dun. dun. 
from honorable mentions from AEW August sixteenth, the Texas Deathmatch Massacre match. It's fucking Jeff Hardy versus Jeff Jarrett. There was so much corn syrup, and corn syrup is gross, dude. You it's know, nasty. I, I meant to rewatch it because I knew you. Were, I forgot. I forgot that you were you were going to do this, but I I meant to rewatch that a match that had uh, just you know, not enough discourse around it. I thought. <laughs> No, <laughs> all of the discourse was stupid. And no, bad, it was awful. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm saying that uh, nobody was talking. Everybody was like, this is one of the- and nobody it was one of the stupidest managers I've ever seen. Nobody was talking about how good <laughs> they've all taken Triple H's were. voice on. <laughs> they are. They're all just Triple H. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Oh, Page while wearing a very stupid Ethan Page shirt, just like looking like Ethan Page, but throwing good punches because he has good punches. He's just. He's, he's finding not, it. He's he's getting it. I'm happy for good, Ethan Page. He's a good babyface worker. He just also has. He doesn't have the offense for it. Do you watch he's the good. Tony Nese match? No, I quit. It's pretty good. I'm All good. of the final battles good. Watch the whole show. It's good. Show. Good show. Um, that's so. That's the thing. Jeff Jarrett is not appreciated. We know that. Um, Jeff Hardy also really not appreciated, but having a hard. You know. He's having a hard couple of years. <laughs> it, and it kind of shows in that match. I mean, he's he that's about as rough as he's looked outside. I mean, he's looked bad in some of these very recent tags, obviously. But um, no, the poor guy. Let those guys fucking cook. And they gave all that money to charity. It was like a sponsor deal, right? Wasn't that the, the – Tony tweeted, like, while you guys were all uh, making fun of this match, I, I want you to know that I actually donated all the money to freaking charity. So suck on that, Marks. It was I believe what he tweeted verbatim. Um, it's entirely possible. It was. So, it was. <laughs> it was basically that. Um, so that's good. All good. I love Jeff Jarrett, except for he had a Q thing, <laughs> which is no. It's he, also he has, fine. He has a scam bracelet. It's that's what it is. Okay. That's well. That's great. Um, it's like a Tony Robbins kind of scam bracelet. Okay. Well, I think that's that's great. He seems like the kind of guy who would get a lot out of a, you know. I don't know, program like that. <laughs> just, yeah, like, I mean, you know, Spring Breakers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was... the, like being, you know, being a, a, a Florida preacher man. That's, the, you know, that's, you know, motivational speaker. Very, very similar. I've seen the first, like, 30 minutes of Spring Breakers, like, four times because it was streaming and I'd put it on. Because I bet you never finish it because it's long and slow. It's not long, but it's slow. <laughs> it's a little slow. It's, a, it's one of the great movies of our time. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But I always forget that Jeff Jarrett's in it until you see him. And he's like five minutes in, right? It's like the third scene. Yeah. Um, I'm writing down uh, 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 one of mine. Uh, anything else on this one? Sorry. Oh, uh, oh! I saw someone uh, give uh, a negative, give like a 0.0 cage match oh. rating to the, not to the match, but to the dude who played Blutterface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you just need to shut the fuck up, man. Just Aww. like just end it, dude. Just you're you are you're a pussy bitch. That guy's like a uh, he's like a a nice guy, I'm sure, right? Isn't he? He's like an ROH enhancement, yeah, idiot or something. Oh man, That's what a good. schmuck to, to just be like, oh, how can I take you seriously? <laughs> it's crazy that everybody who writes cage match reviews talks like that. It's just I didn't, you know, I and I knew it this whole time, but I just hadn't ever thought about how they yeah, all sound like that. Uh, they don't even have German accents. They have <laughs> <Yeah>. that accent. <laughs> well, you know, it's translated into that accent. Um, what the fuck was the date yeah. of that shit? I'm. This is the thing. I shouldn't be writing this stuff down at the end like this. Um, all right. Well, I'll get there. 
Um, I just, August 16th. August 16th. Uh, okay. August 16th. Satnam Singh was wearing uh, overalls, looking big as hell, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Sanjay Dutt was rid- looking ridiculous. Karen Jarrett was, is a legend. Uh, fucking Isaiah Cassidy was, was there. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? What are you it's yeah, just, there's so many people tied to the Hardys and to the Jarrett stable. Yeah, and it's it's crazy that they. I mean, it's that's the mid card. That's Tony's mid card. I don't know. That's his lower mid card. That's the that's the Boricuas and the fucking you know. That's '97. This is Gang Wars. This is this is Tony's grand plan. Is always you know he had. He loves <laughs> his stables. He loves stables. He loves stables and he loves controversy. And if uh, controversy Vin- creates cash, if Vince, Rose- if Vince Russo could have been posting through the entire fucking attitude era, you bet your ass he, he would have been. Um, I watched the dark side of the ring for Bash at the Beach 2000. I, mean, I it's did not too. That good. I did too. But firstly, you have uh, fucking Eric Bischoff wearing a quarter zip fleece without a shirt on under it. Yeah. Looking nasty. Yeah. Looks gross. <laughs> uh, he's such a piece of shit. Russo. Russo, I mean, Russo's a piece of shit, but at least he, at least he's like, he, I don't know, he's oddly sincere, despite the fact that he's an extremely stupid man. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of uh, of Bischoff now. Bischoff feels like he's walked back any like any like humility or like decency or any credit that he would have gotten. He it feels like he's just he's he's constantly that podcast and the posting. It's just really terrible. Um, He's just an awful personality, and like you know, disco, and like, <laughs> this is like a we're in a really weird spot with the with the podcasting. Stuff. We always knew that he sucked, but we kind of convinced ourselves from that he was like a good TV personality. Problem is that he's not. Yeah, he's not, and he's certainly not a good actual personality. Though it is funny uh, how goddamn gay he is. <laughs> he is a big uh, homosexual. Also. Uh... Uh... <laughs> That's st- there, did you see the TikTok about him walking a girl down the aisle because her dad had died and they just <laughs> grew up watching? Right- that was fun. That's that's I, I can approve of that. And, I mean, I I don't know what it is, but I also approve of it. I think it's great. <laughs> I mean, somebody's somebody's gonna do it. Yeah. Might as well be a guy who's not gonna be interested in her. Um, so you can see her like a father since mm-hmm. he's you know as referenced before. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do my first honorable mention now. Um, Go ahead. From All Elite Wrestling, August 27th, for the real world title, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk, um, a.k.a. the match of the year. <laughs> so I, I'm not I'm not doing a table on this because I have it as an honorable mention, so I'll just talk about it now. Yeah, that's what we do with honorable mentions. It. Yeah, that's what we do with... Um, yeah, just... Yeah. I didn't know you had yours ranked, but I, it's we'll... I don't have mine ranked. It's just sort of like You're... the crucial list. So sure. it's sort of a last year you had order. them chronological. Uh, last year, two years ago. God, can you believe we missed a year of this? This is so much fun. I did have them. Chron- did I have them chronological? I might have. You yeah. did, but but it was a mess, and I had like thirty honorable mentions. I just listened to it. You should have killed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you were talking about like Brian Danielson versus Aaron Solo and shit. And yeah. It was like, I know you were happy, but bro, you don't need yeah. to talk about Aaron Sola. <laughs> it was a really good time. That three months right after fucking Punk and Brian came in. Oh, man, we had it all. Um, they were going to kill WWE. It was over. Man. Uh, <laughs> People love Roman. 
Yeah, all right. Samoa Joe. Yeah, different Samoan Joe. Of course, we've done that segue before. A different Samoan Joe. Um, so this is the match um, that is a totally normal match. Yeah. Where nothing weird happened before, during, or after. Um, we all know the story. Yeah. Um, How nothing happened? No. Um... We, we, we all know that Punk came out to Stevie B that day. Um, I don't know if, if <laughs> that's the, that's the thing I've watched that my own TikTok that I made of, uh, because I love you, the, the, uh, the letter from the postman song or whatever the fuck that's sure, yeah. called, um, from the guest when he blows up the diner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if you watch that and think about Dan Stevens and the guest and think about Phil Brooks in his version of The Guest, which is a movie where Dan Stevens kills everybody. Um, if you haven't seen The Guest, 2014, it's check, good. I, check I, it the I, fuck out. <laughs> I, I once forgot the title of it while we were – and you were like, The Guest, Siobhan. And I was like, what the fuck is The Guest, bro? Oh, like, oh no, wait, no, that match is – I mean that movie. The, it, that a, movie rocks. It's a four and a quarter for sure as far as – no, it's it's the it's best. It's on the great – it's it's on my great movies list yeah. like Ebert would do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We are, we got our Ebert lists here. Um I, uh, I, I, this match is really good. I mean, whatever. It's, it's really good. Um, separate from everything. It's, it's really weird. I mean, there's a really good blade job. He does, like, he gets, uh, fucking punk gets swung into the, the table, uh, the announce table. His head goes through, like, the corner of it. It's just a very interesting, different kind of bump. Um, but, you know, the whole vibe is so fucking weird. Um, it's the Zapruder film of fucking wrestling, of course. Yeah. Uh, which Timothy said. Um, but it really fucking is, uh, at this point. At least it's the most recent Zapruder film. Um, I've, you know, examined the blood on Joe's forearm that he enters the ring with. And it's, you know, I sent it to the lab and they said it's definitely Jack Perry's blood. <laughs> Uh, did you see jack perry debut at for new japan yeah yeah and how bad he, he looks he looks like uh, he, he looks, looks younger like some, he looks like fucking Haley joel osmond or something he looks fucking weird he looks like he Al does look like Haley joel osmond in entourage the movie you're so right he yeah, looks he like looks Haley like, joel osmond in entourage the movie he looks like Haley joel is fat mac man from that, fat mac uh, yeah that, that yeah. the great season I started watching that show again. I've watched one episode of like season eight. I was trying to figure out where I. Where oh hell I, yeah, dude! So I'm, I'm back. I'm gonna watch that. Um, it's yeah, it is good. Good fucking show. Um, uh, Punk, uh, you know he fucking he's the fucking man, and he's back in hell, his own personal hell that he fucking set himself up for because he couldn't do business, and uh, you know he had to be so mad at Colt Cabana. Yep. <laughs> what I'm a just, stupid I'm thing to be. I'm fucking tired and I'm fucking old and I fucking relate to him, you know? I, I think that It's hard to not. We're going to talk about him uh, the birthday episode uh, I'm doing. Uh, we're going to do him and Moxley, which I think is a great match. The match that's from All Out 2022. Um, he's, a, he's the greatest. CM Punk is the greatest. I declared him the last fucking wrestling superstar that would ever happen, that we'd ever have. Um, what three or four be. four years ago on this podcast? Um, I did do that. I know I did. I don't know when yeah. I did it, but um, I think he is the greatest, and I uh, I I wish him well. We just have like Mark Ruffalo's now. Mark Ruffalo is not really a movie star. Eddie Kingston mm. is a Mark Ruffalo. No, nope. he's the best. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is too hot to be like just a, your your 
your categorization there. Sorry. Yeah. I love Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ever see In the Cut? Of course. <laughs> you ever see Great In the Cut movie. twice or three times even? I've only seen it the one time, but it is... Yeah. No uh, was it Jane, Jane Campion? It is Jane Campion. What yeah. a fucking... What a, what a queen. Love her. Power of the dog. I'm saying. I still have to see it. There's a gay saddle scene in it. I'm saying. Um... <laughs> All right, that's CM Punk versus Mojo from Wembley. That's all I have to say about that. Go ahead. My next honorable mention. This is going great. El Desperado and Jun Kasai versus Homicide and John Moxley, New Japan, July 4th. All right, this was tabled, but it's no longer tabled. This is now an honorable mention for me as well. So we can talk about this beautiful match, which was my something or another until I watched another match. Um, Okay. Desperado versus Jun Kasai. If we had done a 2022 episode. I don't think I would have had third? it high, but it was good. I think I had it third on my list. Anarchy in the Arena was number one. I don't remember what was number two. I'm pretty sure. I never made an actual list. Love that. Love Desperado. Um, he worked the fucking Tournament of Survival this year. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it, but that's it is crazy that he did this. It's cool. He just doesn't give a shit. He's good in the match. It's def- it's a weird match. It's like uh, Tremont and uh, John Wayne. I don't know. I forget. It's been a long time. And then he wrestled Janela the next day, and that match is pretty good. Um, yeah, he's he's so cool. And I loved Namahage. <laughs> Namahage. Namahage, yeah. Um, when he was, he was fucking... He's just the greatest, uh, one of the coolest masks from, that's like the era where I got really into CMLL, like 2013 or so. Yeah. Um, which is when, you know, they're starting to bring in Hechicero and, and Cavernario and all that. It's like getting really good. The Blue, the Blue Panther sons are getting good. And so Desperado was there and learned from all these guys and was, you know, um, he didn't just hang out with Okamura the whole time. He like, he, he took good things back to Japan with him. Um, like Kamatachi did, like uh, uh, Hiromu did. Um, a very similar sort of trajectory there, I feel like. Uh-huh. Um, he's the best. I love him so much. But this match is all about Jin Kasai in, Ju- in New Japan Pro Wrestling to me. I mean, God, I don't know. I, you've talked for a second. I'm sorry. I just, I, just, I, I've got so much to say about real this match. Fun. I don't have as much to say about this. As, I just thought this match was a ton of fun. It felt interpromotionally... Uh, sort of like it had like a vibe, but like like a dirtbag indie vibe from like '98 or something like that. Yeah, wasn't as you know we, we've talked it was about like Orihara should be in this match. Yeah, we've talked about before that like Cork, you just can't Ooh. do as much crap there as you could. All of Japanese wrestling is like feels very like legal liability, and you're <laughs> like, oh, this fucking sucks. I want to see someone do a dive. I want to off the fucking balcony. I want to see someone get thrown into some fans. I you saw that, that homicide, that fucking homicide dive from like O2. Yeah. Off the balcony where he like, it's, it's, it looks so fast. It's because he's wearing the jumpsuit. I hadn't seen it in so long. I forgot it happened. Um, against the winger or something. Is that right? Yeah. I uh, mean, he also, I think he's a balcony dive in uh, zero one against Kasai, uh, in 03, but I could be wrong about that. Wow. I don't know if I've seen that. Um, Moxley, Moxley's the fucking ace. We know this. He's the he's the he's the man reviving pro wrestling. Yes, that's absolutely he, correct. He just doesn't give a shit about and about like people saying why well, he's bleeding every match. And doesn't it's like, care. Who gives a fuck? Doesn't fucking I don't care. Know. Yeah, his answer is I don't know. That's exactly how he'd say it. I don't know. I, I don't know. That fucking audiobook is the greatest. 
Um, I'd give another shout out to that. The fucking Mox, as read by John Moxley. It's like nine hours. Um, you know, it's the fucking greatest. I, I keep thinking about Devin Moore's grandmother's Italian stuffing. I really want this <laughs> recipe, dude. The indie stories in it are great. The WWF frustration stuff is so good. It's it, the stuff with Renee is so fucking good. It's a great book. It's my favorite wrestler book. It's it's now it's it's unseated Bret Hart's uh, tale of awful. Uh, his ent- entire depressing life story. <laughs> um, <laughs> Girls in the sharpshooter. Yeah, that's the only happy part of that book is him cheating on his wife. It's <laughs> fucked up. That guy's a, that guy. There's, we, I'm done talking about punk, but punk and Brett, two really tragic, self-destructing guys who have you know. But Brett had a much worse ride. Have you ever seen the kayfabe commentaries ta- a '92 timeline of Brett? <laughs> yes, God. You know this. It's somewhere around September, October, where he's telling the story about flying back to Calgary, and he uses the phrase, change my ticket, like, ten times in three minutes. That's <laughs> Brett, dude. He's just something, change my ticket. He's just, like, a man, he, I don't know what his deal is. He, I, I don't know if it's the stroke brain. I think it's probably always like this. It's been hell. He's been yeah. through it. <laughs> he was right, though. Well, um, Dark they though. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can, like, oh, that's us. By the way, I reached out to Paul. We're gonna do uh, Podberg uh, with him in like oh, th- yeah, in like a, maybe next month. I don't know. That's good for me. Sid match I, I... with all the blood. Steiner match where they throw each other. Jericho match, uh, and then him and Muda versus Chronic. <laughs> oh, and the five minute Goldberg, uh, uh, five minute Lesnar match. Yeah, that is always, I mean, every time a Goldberg met, that's reserved for Paul. Yeah, yeah. Paul's our uh, 90s WCW correspondent. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Paul, I would like to go ahead and just throw out my sweaty, fat fuck year-end power rankings. Um, At the bottom of this list of seven, it is tall Paul White. Um, Number six, Tommy Trainwreck, shouts out. Uh, Number five, Madman Pondo. Number four, Kevin Owens. Number three, the Hardcore Hillbilly. Number two, Otis Koger. And your number one, uh, 2023 Sweaty Fat Fuck year-end Power Rankings champion is, of course, Ryan Kaplan from Cleveland. Ryan Kaplan. (laughs) From Cleveland. (laughs) Um, Blue-collar brawler. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Were you done talking about that? I just had to launch Yeah, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Homicide is fucking awesome here, though. I just love Homicide. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. I I actually... We should talk about it some more, because Homicide sticks a fork up Desperado's ass and then, like, smells it, which is a comedy He's just having a ton of fun. He doesn't give a shit. He's just, like... He's just in Japan. He's doing big... Yeah, he's, like... He was waving his hand in front of his face and going stinky, like, for... he's, He's playing to, like, the back row. Um... He's so fucking... He's having a great time. It's so nice. Um, but Kasai is a maniac and really gets to go crazy. Um, and then I feel like there was like one spot that I really wanted to talk about, but I can't remember it now. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one bit. Um, how many of these do you have? Sorry. How many honorable mentions? I got yeah. 10. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do two at a time here. Uh, two at once here. Um, Fuminori Abe... And Taki Nomura, the astronauts, versus Masashi Takeda and Takumi Tsukamoto from Big Japan, February 8th uh, from Shinkiba, first ring. Did you watch this? I watched this. I had fun with this. All right. It's great. Everybody's seen it. Um, people, if people, this match like circulated. It was on YouTube and people shared it. And it was, it's cool. It's a stiff, like 10 minute 
um, you know, matte and striking sort of, you know, Futin light thing. And then at the end, Fuminori Abe, for some reason, is the one who brings light tubes in. <laughs> and they do like a, he has like a Jujigatame in a bunch of glass. So it's cool, you know. Um, yeah. and it's, it threatened what I thought would be a really violent rematch. Um, they wrestled on the on December 30th, and that match is really good. Um, it's a lot more like a work rate, Big Japan main event tag. Um, and there's no real business. There's no, there's no glass. Big Japan is, cutting, is threatening to cut loose again and get to where we... Because the Big Japan tag <laughs> division is the most important thing in Big Japan, quietly. Yes, people real, sure. People don't remember this, but it's like, no, that is the actual most important thing because that's where everybody can come together and have yeah. stupid matches that fucking are nasty and yeah. fucked up and violent. Different and levels of violent, different levels of sharp things, and you get you have matches like, you know, where Kasai and Numazawa are forced to wrestle, you know, their only plunder can be chairs or whatever, and, you know, they're wrestling Okabayashi and Sekimoto, and it rules, you know? Sekimoto... Shinobu's are... here in a death match for some reason, Yeah, you know? yeah, Yoshito Sasaki would mix it up every now and then. It, it was, it's, a, it's a good promotion, uh, still. They've got a good top-to-bottom lineup right now. They're, they're they in a good spot. They gave Pondo the belt for four days. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's, I think that's fine. He was number five in the sweaty fat No, it was funny. It breaking. was good. <laughs> I'm glad that they gave it back to Yuki Ishikawa, who I do like. Little Yuki Ishikawa... Um, Yuki Ishikawa versus Daiju Wakamatsu uh, from October or something for the deathmatch title. Um, I believe from Yokohama. It's a good match, but I just really like Daiju Wakamatsu. He's really good in the match against John Wayne Mur- Murdoch at GCW from December 30th, uh, 31st, excuse me. Um, Daiju Wakamatsu is awesome. He's, he's, the new, he's the next guy. He's the next, he's, I'm saying it, he's the next fucking guy right. um, in Japan. Um, I'm not the only one saying it. The other one I want to throw out here, um, Fuminori Abe and Ikuto Hidaka versus Masaaki Mochizuki and Fujita Jr. Hayato from Michinoku Pro, June 30th. Did you watch this? I didn't end up watching this. Okay. Um, it is not... It's not quite as good as I wanted it to be. Um, but it's got, a, it's got the spirit of battle arts flowing through it. Um, Hayato is back. He wears a shirt when he wrestles because he's got a cancer scar or something. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's always uh, you always hear like he's he's getting sick again and he's got to stop wrestling. Like it's good, it's going to be like this forever until he dies, um, or gets all the way better. You know, which is I'm just a pessimist, um, but that's a, that's a me problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fujita Junior Hayato is one of my favorite wrestlers like ever. Him coming back last year is a thing that I didn't even know happened until, like, what, early 2023? I say last year. 2022, he came back. Um, that Masamune match would not be on our list here, but I would have, probably talk about it if we had done a 2022 episode um, and I had kept up. I love I love, uh, I love, love Fayado so much, dude. He's, like, he's the greatest, and he's great in this match, and he headbutts the fuck out of people. Um, we love headbutting the fuck out of people. Yeah. What are you supposed to say? Yeah. Uh, Hidaka is great in this, as you know, and, and Mochizuki is the fucking man. I mean, this is these these guys. Everybody knows these guys. Uh, Mochizuki is awesome. He's still awesome in Dragon Gate. Um, I not that I watch Dragon Gate, but I know he's the one having good matches there still. I, His son is there now. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's just Mochizuki Junior, which is funny. Yeah, they're like, hey, you don't have a fucking real name, dude. You're just Mochizuki Junior. And they're like, well, I guess I am. <laughs> I guess I am. Um, okay, you go. Thank you. From January 11th in All Elite Wrestling, we have 
the blonde bloodbath part two, but the opponents are not blood are, are not blonde. <laughs> it's Anna Jay and Tay Mello versus Willow Nightingale and Ruby Soho. Oh uh, yeah, um, this is also an honorable mention for me. I have this listed as well. Um, this is it's uh, it's well, sorry, it's January eleventh aired on the thirteenth. I believe so. Yeah. Oh boy, you know, for all the mean things I've said about Ruby Soho, um, and I and I loved Heidi Lovelace. I was. I was. We were all in on her, you know. Oh yeah, dude. Before ta- I mean, anyone knew her, that fucking the fucking Jordan Grace street fight is an eternal classic. Where, yeah, was it February twenty fourteen? Yes. Um, it, that is an incredible match. And then I, uh, the first time I ever really talked to Phil Schneider, I talked about this before, um, was when I I downloaded the month after that the IWA Mid South show from the month after, which had the follow up, which was the Congo Kong, Randy West and Jordan Grace versus. Corporal Robinson, Mickey Knuckles, and Heidi Lovelace match? Is that right? Yes, Some... it is, which we've talked about with J.R. Goldberg. Did we talk about it on this podcast? Yeah, dude. Okay. See, I'm hitting point now where I really don't remember anymore, so thank you for... It's this totally is why we need... fine. we got to get a document in place so I can actually... You know, I need, I need, a, I need a thing, because uh, it's starting to fucking fade. Uh, this is also our fifth anniversary show. Hey! Fifth bum, anniversary, bum, baby. Uh, that's, that was the Bond music. Bum, 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 <laughs> You know my name. (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, Sorry. Let's talk about uh, Willow Nightingale uh, putting her hair in fucking uh, cornrows. (laughs) It's the fucking greatest. I mean, I just love to see it. I love to see fucking this is still a thing. Because I feel like 2022 didn't have this. Jamie Hayter, God bless her, um, could have done this if she had been healthy. Right? Yeah. Um, The whole thing. Um, the whole the whole women's division has been such a bummer. Tony Storm is kicking ass now, but this match is fucking magic. What's the deal with Anna and Ty? Why? I don't know what the. Uh, it's just like I. It's, they they just don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck, and that's cool. Uh, and you, you just need people who don't give a fuck. That's kind of that's that's the whole key to wrestling, really. You know, I'm thinking about like that'll describe a match uh, I have on my uh, top ten that I don't think I'm not sure I think is good. Even I don't know if it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if anybody there is good, but I don't think they give a fuck, and that's great. And <laughs> you're just like, no, just like have just go out there and fucking be heroes, be fucking rock stars. Yeah, you know, life's short. Yeah, and you don't get to do this as often as you know other people in the roster do. Like, I mean, well, that what that said, this is all they get to do, and they only get to do it like once every eight months or something. Because they did, there's another one. They did another. They did this like two weeks ago with uh with Willow and um Chris Statlander. Willow and Chris Statlander versus was it th- was it these two or was it Anna Jay and no, somebody else? I think it. Hmm. Oh God! See, this is the problem. The fucking women's division is so nondescript. Was it Julia Hart and Sky Blue? It might have been Julia Hart and Sky Blue. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's now Sky Black. You know, that's my Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> that's not Sky Blue. <laughs> my Nigel is uh, Michael Cole asking him to explain Wavy from the uh, yes. UK Championship of Tournament. Course, of course. Wavy is it's a state of mind, Michael. <laughs> and it's like, this man can't tell you his middle name, bro. He can't. <laughs> Uh, oh man he's so good he's really great now um he's that that guy is that the the collision team uh is is fantastic now that it's tony 
talking over uh, Kevin Kelly, Kevin Kelly trying to get a word in. <laughs> really enjoy that now. Um, yeah, I can't really find... I don't know who's in this match. It doesn't matter. It's not on the list. Um, but this match is fucking great. And Ruby Soho, with the just blood all over her face, doing that fucking spin kick, that uh, dumb, you know, faint kick, the uh, like Rob Van Dam or whatever yeah. kind of thing. Um was awesome she nailed the kick super hard too and she landed on the ground super hard and she got up and she screamed and blood sprayed into the fucking crowd and it's awesome um it, this was heidi lovelace she came back for one night yeah that's fucking cool i really think wwe did massive damage to her um and i've said that before um i think it did damage to the way she works and the way she emotes so as it so it goes for so many <laughs> right? yeah because they just she should just be out there just I mean, she can do work great. She always could. But mm-hmm. I wanna see her just like not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. And then in WWE you have to give a fuck all the time unless you are Phil. Yeah. Or Okada, I guess, won't have to give a fuck really, but he will and he'll be terrible. I mean Nakamura has coasted his way along too, but I don't know. The weird thing. Um Okada. That's the only time we're gonna say his name on the podcast. Yeah, I'm fucking with talk about Okada. Oh, um, Okay, let's see. What do I want to do next? WWE from WWE from um. I'm gonna check April second. Um, it's, oh, it's called WrestleMania. Got oh. it. WrestleMania Night Two. Gunther versus Sheamus <laughs> versus Drew McIntyre for the. WWE Intercontinental title. The, 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 you know, of course, Pat Patterson's old belt has been retired. They've got a new belt. It's a circle. <laughs> it's a circle belt. You've got a circle plate on there. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate that stupid fucking belt. I just want to say I don't say think that. they have any good title designs right now. I, yeah, I don't know. The U.S. title isn't bad, but I liked, I liked the bad mid-2000s title. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great title. Belt. That's a great title. Um, anything that looks like it came out of a comic book is funny to me. Um all right. Yeah, you don't have this listed? No, I don't. Did you watch it? I still haven't watched it. Oh, shit. It's awesome. I mean, it's just full on, uh, you know, it's just dudes slapping each other. It's the fucking... Oh, we should talk about this also. Um, uh, we need to have a, 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 what do you call it, a, mor- a moratorium or whatever? <laughs> on big on big meaty men slapping meat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just gotta talk... We gotta stop talking about meat about 75% about... Uh, about 75% less meat... Um, unless we're talking about like the dick, all right? Yeah, because <laughs> we're really so, we're you have g- to, it has to be someone who you would actively describe as fat. Yeah, person, I think right? that's fair too. I, I I don't know. I just I think like what if like you know you're watching uh, Hanson versus Andre and they start chanting "Beat that meat." I mean, would would we we wouldn't actually. have a podcast? We wouldn't have made it this far. No, no, the world would be. It would have ended by now, for sure. Um, so that's that. Um, it's a good match. Uh, Drew McIntyre's so crazy over. He was so crazy over at the fucking house show. Um, I was shocked. He was like the most over guy that wasn't... Like Seth Rollins was the most over guy, <laughs> sadly. Um, also, the Street Profits and Bobby were getting mad cheers despite being the heel. Or, yeah, despite being the heels. Good. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, but Gunther is incredible. It's so funny that that big dumb Aryan from uh, Big Van Big Van Valter. Big Van Valter. Uh, from 
from those those WX those Vexvay we haven't said Vexvay in a while uh, those WXW shows uh, that I used to download to see Hate versus Thumbtack Jack, <laughs> and then it would be this guy would be second from the top versus like Nigel McGinnis or whatever like, inexplicably like okay, um, and uh, he's here and he's now been the Intercontinental Champion for like six hundred days I think. Yeah, a um, ridiculous amount of time. Shattering the Honky Tonk Man's record, which was, which is fair. Uh, it was funny, but I get it. I get why you'd want to do that. Um, it's a crazy they never did it before. Um, yeah, that Roman's still the champion. He's going to be champion for like a fifteen hundred days or so. I don't know what the what are they doing there? Yeah, <laughs> what is all this <laughs> malarkey? Oh, uh, they uh, there is a, is he a draw? Is Roman a draw? I guess. Y- y- kinda. They're in a mini boom period. There's, they keep saying mini boom. I've, have you seen this word? Mini boom? I've seen a little bit of it. It's like, <laughs> but it's just like, it's not really true. It's just, they have a lot of people people like, and they're presented slightly better. But it's like, no, that's not a boom, bro. Yeah. That's not a boom. <laughs> not a all boom. Of sh- all the shows have are, are the same. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's uh, that's that. Good match from WrestleMania. People probably saw that show. Um, I don't know. Uh, I also want to say right quick, I wrote down another one. I don't have anything to say about it, but I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Guatemalan hallway death match. Did you see that? No. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, well, there's a match that uh, took place in a hallway in Guatemala, um, and it's like seven people just hitting each other and the referee with light tubes and stuff for like yeah, six minutes. And then I don't think there's a finish. I don't know if there was actually a match, but I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, dude. It was a, you know, it was the, uh, the, is this wrestling, the crusher bones, junior guy. Um, yeah. who's a nice guy. Um, post- so my next honorable mention mm. from new Japan pro wrestling, November 4th, it's the great O'Connor. Yes. John Moxley. Yes, I didn't write it down, but I thought about it. Yes, this is great. The this Great O'Conn. Great O'Conn. He. We always knew he rocked. He <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, and he's out here being badass, getting his hair cut, yeah. fucking doing ch- chaining submissions in the fucking crowd, which is really stupid, but looked cool. I don't. I mean, it was stupid, but it rocked. Uh, Moxley's just a beast. Just doesn't give a shit. That's great. You know, he does, you know who else changed submissions in the crowd? Daniel Macabe oh. versus Artemis Spencer from Defy 1230. But I'm not talking about that. The, the great O'Karn um, is so cool. He is just, he was like a joke to so many. Like, why, how does this happen? How, do, how, does, how do New Japan fans get it so wrong? New Japan fans <laughs> are just these like little turds who don't give a fuck. They're little fucking turds. They really are. I I don't know. I can't. They're losing can't the these, savior of that with these company. Turds. I can't with these little motherfucking turds. Yeah. I don't. I cannot take it when when these like I saw. I saw this is this is one of the matches where I saw a cage match reviews that actually made me mad. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what Tony goes through reading those poorly translated he just words. Like do the, it. the players weren't as vital today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know when it says the players weren't as vital in this contest or whatever? Yeah. Four out of ten. God. <laughs> yeah, good website. Um, 
No, Moxley is the fucking ace. You know, um, you gotta watch. You gotta watch that Shingo match. I'm gonna watch the Shingo match. He's, we got time to watch that Shingo he's match. He's gonna hopefully. wrestle Naito. They never did that match, right? No, they haven't done that match. Like even in a G1, I don't think. Um, that's cool. That's I'm excited for that. I'm excited for what Moxley's got. You know, because he fucking he's he is truly the fucking man. If if he was the one who like took the belt off of uh off of uh. Uh, Joe, I mean, that would be awesome to me, too. If we're going to transition these things around or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, although Joe's cool as a champion, too. I'm supportive of that. Anything but Max. I don't want that guy to have the title. <laughs> Sick of his it fucking bullshit. Just didn't work. Nope. Never did. Never, never, never did. Um, all right. So, anything else on that one? Sorry. Oh, no. I just thought it was a little, I mean, I'm just glad to see fighting in the crowd in new japan yeah uh, it's just that's good i just that's I moxley I, leading the charge like you said he doesn't give the sh- he, he, yeah he's not here for fucking insurance he's trying to change wrestling back to the way it used to be it's good ghetto revival good guy. john brown yeah anyway uh <laughs> what do you have next um so i guess i should talk about some motherfucking death matches because i haven't really yet um i have not i didn't watch it fucking shit for reg for just death matches honestly all right well i'm gonna throw out a few i've got three that i would like to sort of put together i don't know not really put together um first of all from slavonic ultraviolence in double double uh or blood and sand it's from july 15th alexander nebiev versus uh mutsik or the moth or Marty the Moth. Uh, not Marty the Moth. A guy named the Moth who does some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. This is, this is Russian deathmatch, uh, dirtbag, backyard shit. Yeah. Um, did you watch this? I did, yeah. It's awesome, right? It's a lot of fun. It's it fucking. He starts by doing the little capoeira parkour flip off the platform for no reason. Looks like he's about to twist his ankle, uh, the Moth. He's so, and then Nabiev, who is like, it's, you know, him and... Uh, Who's the other guy that's also like Alexander or Alexi? I fuck, I can never remember these guys' names. Um, they're good boys in Russia. We love them, and this is one of my favorite matches that I've seen from Russia. Um, and it's the, the, one of the big things about this match is that nothing in it is so scary that it made me want to throw up. Like, I, like actually made me want to be sick because a lot of the times yeah. in these Russian death matches, there's like one thing that they do where you're like, "Oh, I don't. This is not good. I don't want to watch Gasoline this." Gasoline fires. Yeah. Match. This match has, like, the right amount of, you know, work in it. It's good. Um, it's my fav- probably my favorite Russian deathmatch ever um, that I've seen so far. Um, so, yeah. Do <laughs> you have anything about Did you like it? I thought it was good. Yeah, I don't have anything to add, though, really. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Um, okay, I've got uh, from Circle Six. I'm just going to hit on a few. I've got promotions I want to talk about, maybe just briefly. Circle Six, uh, from March 31st, the... Clockwork Orange House of Death or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's uh, Bobby Beverly versus Matthew Justice. Did you watch this? No. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's free. Um, like much of their stuff is. Circle Six. Uh, a bad promotion uh, where the crowds are bad and the matches are usually, you know, they can be all right. Uh, Matthew Justice is good there. Matthew Justice versus Masato Tanaka was really good. Um, AJ Gray wrestles there. It's one of the only places he gets to wrestle. That's cool. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess I should talk about... I got another thing. All right. Bobby Beverly versus Matthew Justice. It's not great. The last five minutes are awesome. Some, some of the sickest chair shots of the year. Also, it's, uh, it starts and the, the sky is like 
purple and cloudy and it's just really beautiful um so it's got vibes for sure um i do want to go ahead and just right quick while i'm on while i talked about aj gray he's in my problematic fave five uh, okay, hit is, me with your problematic fave five. Problematic fave five, uh, which is obviously uh, complimentary to the Shucky Ducky Quack Quack Wife of the Year. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm going to do the the Spinneroony uh, seven, or I don't know, um, five time, five time. Um, my problematic fave five, AJ Gray, who I think we really got to just try to rehabilitate because he he did he did he fixed it right. We think. I don't know. I don't know either. Robo Innocent, uh, or Robo Cleared of Charges, uh, is in the Fave 5. Um, Lufisto was Fave 5, but she, of course, uh, got, was able to escape, uh, being problematic. Um, I got Donald Trump. Is that my <laughs> <laughs> problematic Fave 5. The MAGA Butcher. Um, How is, could he not be there? He's great. Dilf Boy Match is awesome. Did you watch the Dilf Match? Uh, yeah, that it's, was disgusting. So great. Um, did you watch the Alex Cologne match? No, you said that that was very drugged out. It was, oh, it was bad. Necro Butcher versus Alex Cologne from, like, July, XPW. Mm-hmm. It's, like, all Alex Cologne doing, like, heel hooks and, like, like bad leg work for 12 minutes. And then he gives Necro a sunset bomb off the apron to the floor and onto nothing. And so, uh, you can't even see it from the angle I watched it. You can't see the bump, but you hear the thud. And he landed on concrete. And then he has to be helped back in the ring. And then him and, he gets bloody. And him and Alex Cologne do a punch out. And it's like really good punch out. I don't know. There's like five good minutes in a 25 minute awful match. Um, and, and Alex Cologne looks like shit. And that's a bummer. Uh, that's a big bummer. And then uh, my top top of my list for problematic fave five. It's an unranked list, but uh, the reason I felt like I had to make this category was because Drake Younger is back wrestling and he's fucking awesome. Um, there, I said it. Somebody's gonna get hurt on one of these XPW shows. Oh uh, yeah, no, for sure. Nobody gives a fuck. Arrow Boy looked like he multiple times probably should have stopped the match from I think it's March twenty sixth. Um, not a great match. Pretty sick though. Maybe the bloodiest match I saw all year. <laughs> um, and Drake Younger uh, stepping in against Dale Patrick's um, at Circle Six in October, I believe it was, is also pretty pretty awesome stuff. Um, bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Messed up guy. One of our favorites. Going back to the first year of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, for sure. Episode like 13 or something is a Drake Younger episode. And it wasn't because he died. It was just because he... And we, we knew then, him. we knew then he was like kind of like a QAnon guy. He was a dummy. But like it, but it, it wasn't all so serious yet. You know, why so serious, I say? Um, <laughs> why yeah. so serious? And that's the problematic Fate 5. Is it my Fate 5? <laughs> I love Booker T. Um, and that's, uh, that's that. Do you have anything? How many more do you have? Uh, I got like I got six, I think. All right. Hit me with two that relate to each other somehow. Okay. Both from AAA. Oh, yes. Buller Demon Jr. and Diamante Azul versus L.A. Park and Rouge from April 16th. And Flamer versus Ty Valkyrie from AAA Mania, April, I mean, not, uh, April, August. August 12th. Okay. I have, I, I should have them both, but I only have Lady Flamer versus uh, uh, Taya Valkyrie. Um, Here's the thing about that. I need I need match. to rewatch that. I meant to rewatch that tag. I forgot. It's like uh, all of like the infighting. I don't give a fuck. No, get, get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here. 
I just want to see these. Just like I know you, you, do, you guys aren't going to cooperate. That's fucking fine. But just, just shut the fuck up. This is like little dick to me. But the violence is great. So that's I like all four of these guys. All four of these guys rock. So and the violence is real good. I just I'm like get this stupid bulking concept bullshit out of here. I don't give a fuck. I kind of you know I I I don't think it's done as well as it could be. It's definitely not. It could have been better. Maybe there's a version of that. There's a version of that that's not so bad. But just like the idea of it's of like well the kick like the don't do the stupid tournament. Just do it the way you did it last year. You had fucking last year was fucking great 2022 was fucking great yeah but their ter- they didn't have Atlanta de la Marte. yeah no it was the best yeah god we need to do a 2022 episode so weird that we didn't do this um that's what d- depression does to a motherfucker yeah. um the uh the thing about the the lady flammer match was that it caught me completely off guard i have never seen taya valkyrie bleed before i don't think um you said that she's done it before in the past and that you weren't so surprised is that right no i wasn't surprised and i uh, the match that i really recall it in which might be the big bloody match of her career maybe she, maybe she has never really bladed that much but yeah but if you do two I- really good ones that's all you need it's uh, yeah it's her and ayako hamada okay and, uh and a tijuana street fight and that match is rad was that that's also triple a that's triple a yeah that's triple a uh that's so when is that from 2017 or 2018 okay okay yeah 2017, 2017. AAA is always bringing the heat with the women's matches. Um, secretly, you know. Uh, what uh, What was it? Big Mommy? Um, Big Mommy versus Maravilla. Maravilla, yeah. That was that was my, uh, I think, 2019 that I watched the morning of and had to quickly. <laughs> yeah. It's always going to be one. Um, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. AAA is like a weird spot right now. Um, you know, a lot of their best guys, or a lot of, maybe not their best guys, but a lot of their top guys they have to share with AEW in a weird way. Um, a lot of the guys that they perceive as their top guys, right? So yeah. I think, I'm sure they're making good money off of that. I'm sure Tony's paying them, right? Yo. I would have to assume there's some deal there. Because um, it's not like he's booking them very strong. Although, Roosh has been incredible, and we'll talk about him. But man, what a pleasure to see that guy on TV all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, Matalo. Guys, the fucking greatest, uh, and we'll talk about him. Uh, but the uh, Diamante Azul, Blue Blue Demon, uh, those guys are awesome. You know, we don't get to see them enough. It's just I wish Diamante Azul, of course, was like a, the most hated guy in CMLL like ten years ago. Yeah, it was fucking stupid that he was so hated. Yeah, he's just a big man who does a dive and does cool Germans. Like I. Very bizarre. He's not Volador. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. He's not. He's not this fucking alien-faced fuck. <laughs> yeah. There's only one Volador. That is absolutely true. <laughs> um. I guess there was a senior also, but we don't talk yeah. about him. Um. What did he look like? Oh, uh, he's kind of ugly, but he looks. He yeah. Just, uh, he looks. He just looks like a ragged dude. A similar you know, like. Volador is like hot, as, ugly though, right? That's the you've idea. Seen him as Super Parka. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've seen his face, though. Eh, I mean, uh, the, he had an old man hair match of Casas. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I've seen that. Um, well, God bless him. Uh, Diamante Azul, Blue Demon Jr. Uh, I gotta see that Cassandra movie. Still have not watched the Cassandra movie. Nor Still haven't I... watched Cassandra ma- movie. I haven't seen fucking Iron Claw either. I'm I haven't sh- seen we Iron Claw either. probably pirate that by now, right? Yeah. Just joking. We don't do that. Uh, just kidding around. Um... 
in case this is our most popular episode ever, We're which not it taking, sounds like it. We're taking money out of uh, <laughs> Zach Efron's baby's hands. Yeah. Have you seen uh, We Are Your Friends? Good movie. Really good, honestly. He's good in it. Zach is Efron's it, good. Is that the, is like a DJ? Yeah, it's... it's, it's Who di- he, he directed it? Who directed it? Uh, it was the catfish guy. I can't oh, it was, okay, okay. I, I was going to say, did he direct it? I thought, for some reason... No, no. I'm, what I'm thinking of is Entourage the movie, where Vinny Chase directs his own movie, and it's kind of like he's like a DJ, I think. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I'm thinking of it. I haven't seen Entourage. I've, I've got that DVD of Entourage the movie that's still sealed. I've never watched I'm thinking it. about Rousey now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, that's next up on my list. Ronda Rousey and... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what if I drop that one? But yeah, the Flammer uh, the uh, time... Just, just like trash it's just a, just a good blade job not not a spectacular match necessarily but i i was very happy with it that's all i need i was, I was happy thrilled. i was thrilled because nobody happy. had talked about it either I nobody like said goddamn thing it's no. cool it's, it's a lovely thing to find um all right it's triple a cool all right let's see do i have anything that relates to that i guess i don't really um i'll throw out from gcw march 4th this is Casey Kirk versus Rina Yamashita. You didn't have time to watch this, did you? I didn't have time to watch And it. nobody told you it was good until I did yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on? Why are, what's, where's, where are these conversations happening? Who's talking about this that we know? It's GCW, like... what the fuck is the fucking deal? It's, GCW <laughs> needs an enema. there's too much goddamn This whole shit. town. Sorry. Well, you know, I mean, I've seen that man's face. I've seen Brett Lauderdale's face, and that is a man who looks like he could use a flushing. You know, <laughs> he looks constipated all the fucking time. Uh, he kind of looks, you know, that picture of the the kid who's like the vein is popping in his forehead. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like that. Um, somebody should make Brett Lauderdale's face into that meme. Uh, somebody, not I'm me. Doing, I keep, I do, I do the fucking thing. I think it was Jordan Oliver made a TikTok of uh, Brett Lauderdale exercising some of the weird of like the uh, ring decoration scaffolding they had for WrestleMania uh, weekend in Dallas. What, like uh, doing chin ups? He was no, no. He was just doing like a pull. Like uh, it was. He was just like like it was a dumbbell. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it just was one of the. I was, was like, he's not doing dude. fucking chin ups. No, he can't do it. Off the side of the scaffold. I pictured Brett Lauderdale hanging off the scaffold. It was not impressive. He looked looked like he needed to be in a non-mainstreamed class for, you know, wonderful but not particularly (laughs) mentally gifted children, special (laughs) children. He's got that look. He's got the shine in his eyes, that's for sure. Um, that's probably offensive. He's Sorry. a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you started it, though. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, <laughs> no, I'm not going to call that dude, like, a word I would, I, I mean, a word I would use for myself, but I'm not going to use it on the podcast because people will get mad at me. Yeah, I try not to. Um, I've got another GCW you know what, match, er, too. You know, so. Eric Arjula said it about Johnny Cashmere. Yeah. It's like one of those slow kids. It's like one of those slow kids. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right. Seriously, uh, Casey Kirk. Eric Arjula, he's not dead, but, you know, yeah. I don't know, he could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Eric Arjula. He had that news site, right? He did. Good for him. All right, Casey Kirk versus Rena Yamashita. Uh, Rena Yamashita, I don't have like a super huge fondness for. No, but she's cool. Yeah, she I think is she's cool. cool. It's just a little overexposed now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know, she's been great all year. I've seen a lot. I've seen all the big GCW death matches. I watched them. I don't. They're not on my list. But I like so Rina Yamashita versus uh, Masha 
from Japan in mm-hmm. October from Cork and Hall is pretty pretty fun. Um, Masha versus Takeda from Japan is also pretty fun. I, I like Masha. She didn't make the wife list because she fucks Akira, and I come on. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I can't be. Come on. <laughs> uh, we, you know what? Akira's like our son. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's true. He's our he's our sometimes disappointing, often disappointing <laughs> son, but we still gave him match of the year one time. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh boy. Uh Akira not featured in my list. I he too much MLW, I guess. I'm not sure. I uh, still I thought I mean, I still haven't seen the damn war games that Eric put over is very good. But uh which one? It was him. Oh, the MLW War Games. Oh, of yeah, course, him, of course. Ricky Shane, F- from Page, Doctor Cornwallis. Yeah, and, from the real yeah, and channel. Delirious versus uh, the Second Gear Crew and Hammerstone. Yeah, I like all that. I like those guys. Yeah, it's a bunch of uh, cool guys. Pro- and uh, but, probably awful, awful camera work and awful commentary and probably bad booking. But there was blood in yeah. New York. Court paid that fine <laughs> with that reels money. Yeah, with the reels money. Um, that was the last of the reels money he used to pay that fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coffers are fully empty. Um, Brett ain't paying no fines. He's not right, fucking... Yeah. So this is... bleeding in New York. <laughs> that's... Yeah. We, we talked about that on the 2021 episode. That's what you were saying. Pay the fine. That's so funny. I just listened to it. You said the same thing. Um, <laughs> then, But then I also said the carousel room, which I forgot I knew the name and I had to look it up the other... I like... Do you, did you see me in the the group where yeah, I was like... Yeah, dude, we were talking about because there's the bourbon room and yeah. there's this fucking bullshit so room. This I say sucks. that this is the carousel room on the 2021 podcast. I guess I knew it and I forgot it. So I'm having a hard time. We knew because, I mean, we talked about time. Gage, Ricky. We talked yeah. about... The car- they ran that for a couple of years they uh i don't know how ICW i forgot ran it though. h2o ran it and then they just renovated it and then so yeah. gcw got moved to like the boardwalk or this weird little knights of columbus looking building yeah uh well, and they, I don't mind... right now no they're in this huge this it's the recent shows from the from the showboat are in this huge like convention center hall sort of thing and they've got really? it they've got okay. it like walled off um so they're okay, only using well... like half of it Tournament of Survival, like it was in a Knights of Columbus Hall, basically. That's the, that, that is the building I'm talking about. It is that is it's the. Just, okay, yeah, I guess it just looks like a high school gym, but yeah. in a bad way. It's I, an unfortunate. It's an unfortunate downgrade from the carousel room for sure. Not to keep referencing Ricky for some godforsaken reason, but I was watching from fucking uh, 2017, uh, fucking Ricky Shane Page versus B Boy from. Um, <laughs> Uh, hybrid wrestling in Eddystone, Pennsylvania, outside Chester, and <laughs> and it's just in like some fucking Thanks. like middle school gym, and you're like, oh, this looks great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the GCW uh, hall that uh, doesn't have it. Well, they they I put up all those banners. There's these like they've got sp- they, for Tournament of Survival and for NGI. They had um, banners for every participant hung on the That's wall cool. and it looked great except for that the wall looked like shit and it looked like they were just <laughs> taped up like they went yeah. through all the trouble to have these incredible graphics printed well and these and then they didn't know what to do with it it's just a yeah the carousel room was awesome uh this match is really really good um casey kirk versus rini mashita i'm gonna say real fast uh casey kirk is the best um she's so great she's coming in sort of as the underdog here for sure rena is like way over um, but Casey Kirk is, seems a little timid at first almost, but she gets into it. Um, there's a moment where they trade like hard, like, you know, unprotected chair shots to the head. I'm a fan. And so Casey puts her like elbows up for the first two 
and she gets fucking walloped. They're hard shots. Um, and she took most of it. Um, and it's uh, like, it's just, it, but the crowd is like, you know, it's a fucking bunch of mo- fucking mongoloids. Um, I can say the M word. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura used to call him. Um, they, they, they res- respond, you know, with, you know, uh, uh, and then Rena takes an unprotected one and they're like, yeah, they're not cheering the chair shot. They're cheering the fucking person taking it. It's a, we are in a weird spot now. Um, with this, you know, controversial, you know, oh, is it good or not? Whatever. And then Casey Kirk gets down on her knees, puts her hands behind her back, and takes an awful fucking chair shot to the head. She, like, braces for it. You see her. She's so small, and she's yeah. so cute, and it's so rough to watch her do it, right? And it is maybe the most horrifying chair shot of the year that wasn't, like, a Matt Justice or Hoodfoot thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and Oh, I've got to match some horrifying chair shots coming up. So she takes this, and then she kicks it fucking one, and it is awesome. It is the best one-count fuck-you kick-out of the year. It is marvelous. There's some big spots, big bumps. They hit it all. They fucking nail it. I mean, if I had more time to sit on this match, it might have made my 10. I love this match. Highly I'm recommend. I'm happy with that. Casey I, I want to watch that. I like Casey. I like I like Rena. It's from Holy Smokes or something? I don't oh, know. Oh, man. All these juicy Oh, <laughs> uh, It's going to be really funny in 10 years when we're all like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it's not like ultraviolet freedom of expression. Yeah. <laughs> not, fucking that guy was a fucking genius. <laughs> This oh. motherfucker Brett is just naming shows after future yeah. lyrics. Yeah, because... Dat Piff mixtapes he downloaded. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Um, CCW astronaut. That's yeah. the worst one. That Ast- is the worst one. <laughs> Not even astronauts. They're a- astronaut. Yeah. Astronaut. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. You next if you got something. I have two previously uh, mentioned men from October 12th. The Fighting Detectives, the Astronauts, ironically enough, Fuminori Abi versus Takuya Nomura. You have this as an honorable mention? I only have this as an HM. Do you have this on your list? Yeah, tabled. Okay, totally fine wow, with me. Wow, okay. I only have two more honorable mentions, and you're going to be, like, uh, on them both, so that's okay. fine with me. Okay, I just didn't... I thought that was going to be on your 10. Okay, interesting. Oh, it's barely not in my 10. Okay. Um, well, it's a good match. We'll talk that's about it. That's good. Um... They are fighting detectives, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. What, what, do I, what do I got? I've got this three matches. How many more do you have? I got two, and both of them might be tabled. Hit me with one of them. Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks, AEW, September 24th. The Texas Death? Texas Death. No, I love it. Let's talk about it. I don't okay, have it listed. About... Okay. That match is fucking awesome. Um, I love I Ricky's to... shirt. Yeah, Richard's funny as shit. <laughs> his, his whole gear. Oh my, what a match. I, I watched it yesterday, because I had forgotten, and, and then you told me it was really good. It's really good. It's really, I think it's a great match. Uh, one thing I will say about the AEW-Texas Jeff matches, maybe a little chain-heavy. Huh, interesting. It's interesting. Maybe a little chain-heavy, but that's not a big deal, ultimately. I was oh, surprised well. when they broke the chain out. When they did the strap, I was like, okay, callback. 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 The chain, I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm always... going to have a match in, like, two months that also has the chain. And that's a callback to another... It's like, no, yeah. no, we just gotta... We gotta that is a hangman, out. sort of... We gotta excise the chain. We gotta have a Texas death match between two people who don't give a shit about the chain. Yeah, sure. Well, that's now it's time. You gotta, they gotta break up Ty and Anna Jay. 
Yeah. And they gotta have the they gotta have the match of the year. Ty ever comes back from <laughs> the having the, the Guevara spawn. Yeah, so that's gonna make her so much more evil. Have you thought have we talked about this? Or did I just no, we've think never about talked this? about this? I think you've just thought about this and you're right. She's having... gonna be so much more hateful and and wanna and wanna just take crazy bumps and cut her forehead. I know that she's got that guy's child. <laughs> it's Come worthless on. man. You know what happens to women after they have a kid? They like it's fucking crazy. It's like science science says that. That's not me. That's science. <laughs> worthless man yeah this absolutely worthless piece of shit who jumps who like takes bumps off of cages without telling her first do you see this no he took a bump off the fucking blood and guts cage or something or the stage or something like while she was pregnant and didn't tell her beforehand she watched it live on tv she didn't like that's motherfucker motherfucker i swear to god next one they better throw him to the side of the table fucking Fucking bitch ass Sammy Guevara. I hate that motherfucker. I hate his fucking. I hate his love actually cue card fucking cutesy little promos. I hate that motherfucker so much. Good God. Did you see him and uh, Jericho sh- uh, swing the bats at those framed photos and spray glass into the AEW crowd? No. Oh my God. What? All right. So this happened on. That's awesome. But yeah, but, I, it, but all right. So Jericho did but, the. Or so one of them does the first one, and it and it's like crazy, and all the front rows like, what the fuck? And then Jericho and Sammy like take a second to look at each other, and then they keep doing it and spray <laughs> the. And I was just like Tony, get Tony. <laughs> Tony. 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 Oh yeah. Full David. Full David. <laughs> yeah. Tony. What's happening here? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's. Uh, Explain yeah. this to your father. <laughs> All right, Texas Death. Sorry, God damn oh, I it. Same. Match rocks, Spanish this God. Was, um, no, it, and it doesn't feel like a rerun of the previous match at all. Really, no. the pub, it's just there's big dives. There's... Well, Brian is so good at the at doing two matches with the same guy and having them relate to each other but be absolutely different. The Ke- yeah. the Kingston matches, uh, the two Kingston matches, and then also the Kingston match from 2021 are three completely different matches. Um, I fucking, you know, you know, you know my feelings about Brian Danielson. Um, he's your man. He's the greatest wrestler in the world. Um, I, I fucking adore him. We're going to talk about him later. He was uh, on my list a couple of times. Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about Ricky again too. Then won't we? we will. Um, yeah. Don't sleep on this though. It's from collision. It's from, uh, September 23rd or 24th, something like that. Um, yeah. and it's awesome. It's fucking cool. Um, and also, you know what? While we're at it, shouts out to Big Bill. Big Bill rules. Big Bill. Oh, yeah. They always fuck. They, nobody, they fuck that guy over. You know who gets that guy? Brian Danielson. Yeah, for sure. Him. Yeah, that's a good match, too. Was that from some, like, June? Man, 20... it's a Money in the Bank 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good match. I, I we were all cheering for Cass, weren't we? Big Cass being the best guy in a fucking world in a fucking universal title match four way. Now, granted, oh my god, I forgot about one that. One of those men was Seth Rollins, but I think even he was. I think he was better than fucking Owens and even Roman. Yeah, I don't think that's a great Roman performance because he has to deal with these. I two don't people. remember that match. I remember I being remember excited Cass for the, Cass and then the booking being bad. Yeah, yeah. But Big Cass is awesome, man. and you knew Cass was like going to be shifted back down immediately. Yeah, they were not gonna. They were not gonna pay this off, even though there was no reason to not pay it off. Is like giving him the IC title or something. Even I mean, who cares? But just just do something. I guess the US title. Who the fuck had the US title in September of, of 2017? 2016. I well, no let me about. just let me just check my fucking. <laughs> what the fuck kind of a question is that? I have no fucking clue. The, but that, the, they uh, just give it Kofi to Kingston. I don't know. 
Yeah. Fucking have no idea. Um, it's a rhetorical question. I'm not asking. You <laughs> no, it's just it's up. such I'm a funny. It would be so funny if I knew. Yeah. Imagine if I knew. I mean, I could tell you that for every year up until like '99. So I mean, which isn't that impressive because there were only like seven champions, but still. Yeah. Um, the Dean Douglas thing is confusing. I always get confused by that. <laughs> Dean Douglas, <laughs> the most deserving man uh, within kayfabe, who's not in the WWE Hall of Fame because he called uh, Ric Flair a bad person. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, he's a legend for it. He's, he's um, right. He was right. <laughs> Ric Flair's a bad person, and you know what? That's kind of cool. That Ric Flair's a piece of shit. I hate that fucking woo energy logo that's it's so in funny. the corner of every AEW shot. Yeah. <laughs> I really can't with that. This motherfucker just selling like boner I, pills. I think that's and energy funny. Drink I and think vodka. it's I think it's great that he's got like woo weed or whatever or woo weed. Yeah. He had woo wings and woo weed. Had, yes. Um, I think it's great. And I think that makes the most sense for a wrestler from the 80s that is very popular still and has name recognition. Of course, their name should be a fucking brand. I am all for it. Um, yes, he's a bad person, for sure. Um, a lot of wrestlers are bad people. Most people are bad people, technically. Yeah, he's the dirtiest player in the motherfucking game. And I, I, I love Ric Flair, so I'm going to give a shit. Yeah, Ric Flair rules. Um, He's a uh, bitch, but he rules. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's it's it. The kill Tony thing <laughs> can't get over it. I watched five minutes of it. I was really so weird. Wish I had. Uh, how often do you think about the Ric Flair roast? I mean, never. I think about it every so often. <laughs> that's think... one that I kind of forgot about. Yeah, that's, that's a so sad. Weird. Yeah, that's a whole sad. That's like the the beginning of all this. This well, this yeah. phase. Well, that's, I mean, part of the cash-in. How do we get on Flair? On, uh, on uh, Ric Flair's last match weekend. And we never talked about Ric Flair's last match, which I had as an honorable mention for 2022. We're just going to have to do that show. We're going to have to do it sometime. We're going to do the show, basically. We're going to do it in 2025. There we go. We'll do it in 2025. Just, that's what Bill O'Reilly said. Fuck it, we'll do it in 2025. 2025. Um, all right, I'm going to do three in a row here, because they all relate to each other. Do you have one more? I have one more, and I think you're going to say, I think it's going to be tabled. Anyway, well, if you think so. it's going to be tabled, go ahead and tell me. From... December 16th. Okay. IWA Puerto Rico, Pedro Portillo the third versus Savio Vega. You know, it is kind of tabled. We're going to kind of table it. Yeah, because okay. Because it's my last honorable mention anyway, so okay. fuck it. All right. I've got three, go. three here that we're um... – also, shouts out to the Fancy Film Fellows and the Loose Cannons Podcast for giving me the tabled idea. I always it's forget. Great, it's great, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're doing... I don't think they're recording right now, but God bless them. Um, still friends with us. Yeah, good guys. That's what matters. <laughs> the, um, this is... All right, this is three matches. This is... In, if you can, we can table any of these if you've... But I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, from H2O, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Matt Tremont. It's like 700 light tubes. Oh, I didn't watch that. Okay. I didn't do watch shit, dude. It's June 11th. Um, it, do you have the uh, D.I.E. match up next, then? Uh, no, but, you know, do we want to talk about that? No, I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Okay, the match with Cutter versus Sakuda, where he went to Japan and wrestled Sakuda, and Sakuda's weird, like, uh, indie called uh, Deathmatch Innovative Excellence or something. Yeah. Um, or Deathmatch, I think it, it might be Entertainment or something. <laughs> um, Charles Entertainment Deathmatch. Yes, that's it. That's very good. Um, that's a fun thing. Neil Cutter versus Sakuda from January in H2O is also great. It's all needles. They're all sticking the needles in each other. Um, those matches are cool. Um, but Neil Cutter versus Matt Tremont, 700 light tubes, is like a full 
like emotional H2O match Remont match. It's him mm-hmm. doing the same thing that he did versus Ricky Shane Page and that he's done with like I mean Tremont is now like a, he he does he's a little gargano he's <laughs> he's a little bit like an NXT wrestler with the way he over emotes um except for now he's wrestling as a uh, you know uh, a zombie man Kamala more like yeah. I was saying he no I think he's more like Kamala um which is he's and he's pretty good actually I'm I'm kind of enjoying the killdozer <laughs> but he, he his movements and his shape are Kamala-esque Yes. Um, so, watch Are his punches still good? Oh, yeah, of course. He's still okay, doing his shit. All all he doesn't wrestle differently, really. That's the problem. Okay. Uh, but the, but that's not a problem. It's a good problem because he's a great wrestler. Yeah. Um, but no, this match is before that. This is just a full... There's there's so many light tubes that, that you the fans can't even see in the ring. Like, it's a wall on all four sides. They're hanging, too. It's like House of yeah. Wars style. So they have to start just by breaking a ton of them. And then they, they do, like, a, the boxes. They're... They're, they empty a box and throw them at each other, and then they do it again, and they do it over and over again, and it goes on for fucking ever. It's like a long match. Um, let me see. I have it here. Hang on. It's 700 light tubes, and it is 29 minutes, 33 seconds long. Man, that's a lot of <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of time to break 700 light tubes. I, I remember, they do it. There was that big Japan match from the pandemic. It yeah, was, six, uh, six, Little six. Yuki, she... It was, it was Sakuda, little y- uh, Yuki, and Abdullah, Abdullah I yeah. think, and and they did. It, they had like a fourteen minute match, but still, that's a different thing. Yeah, they also didn't have a crowd, and they weren't building spots. That match isn't. This match is really good. Uh, yeah, this is this is. I would. I think if we we don't have Neil Diamond Cutter versus Demis from uh, Zona Twenty Three, because that show has never appeared anywhere, and we only know it happened for sure because there are clips of that match which look fucking awesome in yeah. Neil Diamond Cutter's My Life as an Independent Wrestler or whatever it's called on IWTV, which I highly recommend watching. Also, the Dan Gamanto is fucking great. Have you, have you watched that? I haven't watched either of them. i got to watch him. Have you seen the Maccabi one? Uh, no. Oh, my God. He's our friend. He's our friend. I forget <laughs> that these friends exist. Oh, my God. No, it's, you should watch it. That's the only three I've seen. I've seen the Maccabi one. The Neil Cutter one and the... I don't need to watch show. the Avery Good one. Yeah. I think you might get something out of it. I have nothing against that man. I just don't need to watch it necessarily. He tends to come up every now and then, doesn't he? Um, yeah, he's got that face. Yes. <laughs> All about that face. No trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Um, Neil Diamond Cutter versus Matt Tremont is a very good match. There's 700 light tubes and they break, I think, probably 670 of them or something. It's, it's really impressive. They They really got after it and I admire them for it. Um, from, let's see, from ICW No Holds Barred, December 16th, Atticus Coger versus Danny DeMonto. Did you watch this? Uh, no, but I saw, I saw Atticus's fucked up beard. I saw him put skewers all over Danny's body. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm a fan of that. There, I, I, I didn't watch it in full. I watched part of it. There's a fucking balcony bump that Atticus takes where he's over the rail it's at the White Eagle Hall or whatever. No, it's not the White Eagle. It's not the White Eagle Hall. It's it's that shitty place that XPW runs. It's the Hart Ballroom. The Hart Ballroom. And they're yeah. on this shitty balcony where he's hanging on. He goes over the side and is sort of standing on the side back to a, a stack of doors and glass. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like punching him. And he doesn't seem to lose his grip and slip. But his fall definitely isn't quite what it was supposed to be. Because he goes face first through glass and doors off a balcony and kind of misses. And nobody talked about this. <laughs> this might be the sickest bump of the year. 
And it's Atticus Coger's first match in fucking ICW. All it's first one all year since the split. Since he left for he went to XPW for a little bit, right? And then Circle yeah. Six. Like the splintering of all these groups has really hurt. That's why that's why these three matches are together because I wanted to talk about these three promotions that are still kind of holding up their end, but you know suffering from it. Um, the storyline here was that Koger has to, if Koger loses, if, D- if Danny DeManto loses the match, he must retire. If Atticus Koger lo- lo- loses, he has to commit to six months of dates for ICW, which is so funny. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good if you followed like the shoot bullshit around all this split up and, um, and that Danny gives him a fucking, uh, the DeManto driver or whatever. It's like a psycho driver. Yeah. Um, they're like standing on a pile of chairs and he, and it's the, and you know, when anytime they, that's like a CZW type of thing, right? So it's like, sure. And it's one of the best one of those I've ever seen. The chair's been beautifully, the, the camera angle's great. I think it's from the hard cam and it's perfectly centered. It's a fucking, it's great. Great match. Danny DeManto's awesome. Uh, Danny DeManto versus uh, Cody Manhorn also is fucking great. Highly recommend that. Um, and Danny DeManto beating up the two women. Uh, <laughs> I'd forget their names, but they're, I don't know if they're like Chattanooga girls or what, uh, but they're they're always there. Uh, fuck, what are their names? Do you know who I'm talking about? No. You have not watched any ICW this year, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. What the fuck? Okay, well, I I feel bad for making you feel bad. For that. <laughs> All no, right. I'm okay. Uh, you should uh you should check it I out. I should watch it though because I like XP. I mean, I like ICW. Oh, watch more. Don't XPW. watch X. You watch more XPW. No. See, that's XPW a cancer. was not very good this year. No, they're awful. Did you watch the body versus uh, Big, Big F Joe? And Joe? Yeah, I watched it the night it happened. That's <laughs> you think I that missed that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that match is all right. Um, the match right after it is uh, that fucking Arrow Boy and, and Drake match, um, which I rewatched yesterday. The uh, what, what are their names? The Goons, Lizzie Blair and Peyton Blair. Do you know these girls? No, no. Okay, well... I think they're like ring crew or something. Yeah. Danny beat the shit out of them during one of the pit fighter shows and it's, and they had like a really hot comeback and it was good. Um, it wasn't a handicap match. It was one-on-one, but the other sister kept getting involved. Um, so shouts out to Danny DeManto and his <laughs> wrestling against referees and ring crew in Chattanooga. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, and then my third here uh, for this is uh, Nick Gage versus Jen Kasai, Game Changer Wrestling, uh, December 31st, and and also, I guess, uh, New Year's Day, because <laughs> it lasted through uh, the countdown, um, which they didn't do anything with, which I thought was a bummer, but well, you can't ask that much of Nick Gage at this point. No, yeah. Though, I mean, or, or a GCW... They can't do like an exploding cage match, unfortunately, which they, which someone should just do for New Year's Eve, like, and it explodes on. Oh, the I'll, count. I'll have you know that H two O just had a cage that exploded not six days ago, and that Mouse took a fucking gorilla press headfirst into it, and I posted, yeah. and I posted a picture of it on our Twitter, which you don't even X app, which you don't, you don't even look at, I guess anymore. I look at. I didn't realize that that I honestly lost track of uh, that, that that was an exploding cage match. I didn't know until he went into it. I had no idea. I didn't notice. Uh, I I I I, thought, I didn't realize that that cage was exploding. I just saw Mouse's tiny body getting fucked up, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah, well, I'm, I'm pro that. There's two big explosions, and it's good. It's a good. That's a good. That's a good match. Um, Nick Gage versus Jin Kasai is like a fucking miracle. Uh, Gage looks awesome in it. He does. A, he does. You didn't see this, right? I did. I watched highlights. 
Okay. So you saw the Vader bomb off the apron through a huge yeah. thing of glass. Like, he was doing shit that was like, oh, fuck, he's back. And he did a great job. And he looked like crazy. And he wore the fucking Jordan jersey. And Kasai is one of the all-time great deathmatch wrestlers. Um, I watched a bunch of fucking Masashi Takeda matches this year. And I think there's no comparison. I think Jun Kasai works circles around him just in terms of being a complete pro wrestler with the personality um, and and magnetism. And I and I, I love Takeda, but like none of none of these guys compare to Kasai, in my in my opinion. Um, he can work just as good as any of them. Um, maybe he can't do fucking whatever uh, submissions as good as Takeda, or whatever. <laughs> you know, like whatever. That's fine. But I, I Jun Kasai is. Absolute magic. Um, the fact that we saw him wrestle fucking Moxley in Japan <laughs> for a new Japan, and then this too. And I've been, and I've watched, you know, I watched him. He wrestled, uh, do you know June Masaoka, the other Masaoka? Yeah. Um, at the Christmas show. And that's a really fun match. That's like him working a, a, a PG 13 uh, hardcore match um, with a young guy and, and tuning his style to do a junior heavyweight match. It's really good. Jun um, Kasai is the fucking man still. And so is Nick Gage, and people like to say Nick Gage should slow down or retire. Nick Gage should do whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, he could just punch and kick. That would be yeah. fine, too. He doesn't have to take bumps. I mean, I, I think the Ito team, um, which I didn't – I watched, like, one of their matches. But that's a good thing. That's, that's, that's how you get more mileage out of this guy. I just want to see Nick Gage having fun, having a good time. He's Nick Gage. He's earned it. He certainly looks like he's having fun in the fucking – uh, Ito Death Kill or whatever team, whatever, whatever, whatever this <laughs> Maki Death Kill, Maki Death Kill. I had, yeah, I knew, I knew it was close. Um, so that's the that's the three uh, Jersey, you know, Jersey hardcore feds that are of note, um, and I think they're all doing cool stuff. Um, I didn't watch as much ICW as I should have. I watched, you know, more than you apparently, but I, yeah, I, I I've been following GCW here and there. They've got Effie and Mance is the hot feud for they've got the rumble show, the rumble weekend show in Tampa. It's uh, tonight, I believe, or no next weekend. Sorry. That's not, it's not tonight. Yeah. Um, and so that's, uh, Effie's, you know, d- uh, regressed <laughs> to say the least. He's dealing um, with legal issues and such. <laughs> he's yeah. So I don't know. Uh, uh, that's, that's cool. They're, they're doing things. GCW still doing things. They've got, they're booking these like really expensive fucking venues now. Um, like they don't, they don't wrestle in, in Knights of Columbus hall places anymore. It's, it's kind of a bummer. Um, when we think yeah, about like the venue that they have for, uh, in Philly is like, it's, that's like where they do the 4th of July show, uh, 4th of July fireworks show every year. Like that's a crazy venue to have for them. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's nuts. That's, well, that's the thing that, you know, it's like, Oh, they 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 ran the show in Chicago at the the Talia Hall or whatever. It's like an old opera house. Yeah, it was built in the 19th century. <laughs> they're running GCW there. What the fuck? Um, they're running uh, Pops Nightclub in St. Louis, which is like a famous. If you're from here, you know that place. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to lead to them doing more stuff that we want to watch. But they're doing they're doing their own thing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. They're, and they're still doing stuff like Nick Gage versus Jin Kasai, which yes. mat- which matters because nobody else it can do matter. that. And Nick Gage, that's the thing that's missing from GCW. I think for for me and you probably is that when GCW was at its peak in like 2017, um, it was because of Gage. Yeah, because GCW was Gage. He was the fucking god. 
he he just got out of prison and it was like he was working these this wide variety of opponents and it was always interesting and suddenly you know he's not anymore because he can't and that's fine but that's that's the problem that's why the magic is gone i think for me for gcw yeah but gage is gage he's allowed to do whatever he wants as long as he's happy i'm happy yeah oh yeah no i'm I just I, I'm not I'm not going to hold that against Brett because <laughs> without no, without can't. Brett we wouldn't have any of this age stuff. And you know what? You know what? It's not even Brett. It wasn't even a Brett uh, booked show where he got hurt. So right, right. It God, was it, Drew. Yeah, yeah. It was a Beyond show. That's so funny. Um. So yeah, Nick Gage, the King, the motherfucking God of the shit. Um. And that is my yeah. I think that's my honorable mentions. I do have right. I do have a um. A subsection, but we're, we we can get to it when we when we take a little break. You want to take a little break? Let's take a little break. Let's get hydrated. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna smoke some marijuana and get high as well. But <laughs> um, we'll do that. Um, you're gonna go smoke some marijuana too, right? You got I'm the gonna, you got that in the mail that I sent you. <laughs> I'm gonna go do some snow angels. Oh. My way or the highway. You ever drink whey? Whey, no. whey protein? No. Mixed with some fucking coconut? Some such. <laughs> Someday you'll drink whey protein. That's what they should have made that song about. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? That's a <laughs> Alright, welcome back. <laughs> I'm thinking about thinking about two thousand one, the the year as well as the Space Odyssey. I'm thinking about DX. Oh boy. How are you? I feel pretty good. Oh my mouse turned off. That's how long we were away. My god. Well you're I'm glad you're good, because things are in shambles over here, clearly. Oh, my way. Yeah, it's a nice shake. Um, welcome back, folks, to the grossies. It's going to be the top ten very shortly. Um, I do want to say I uh, I didn't get lists from friends of the show, and uh, there's a couple reasons for that. One was because I didn't want to forget anybody, because last year I feel like I forgot some people. Not last year, two years ago. Um, and I don't want to put that pressure on myself to remember who are my friends and who would like it if I did that, and who cares and who doesn't care, and... And some people are apathetic when you ask them, and it makes you feel stupid anyway. So, you know, whatever. Um, I love anybody who listens to the show, and I respect your opinions. And anybody who posts Match the Year list or does recommended match threads, I love you and adore you. I think it's great. I think it's – we make fun of it sometimes. Or not – we don't really, but people do. 
yeah. um, match threads and spreadsheets and, and star ratings. I mean, I'm definitely known to make fun of that. Um, but I think they're all great. And <laughs> I, I, I just like it when people talk about the fucking wrestling and not the ratings or whatever or the drama. And I like that stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Love all that shit. It's all of our wrestling. It's a part of this dumb thing that we do. But um, I love it when we talk about the matches and people – because that's what this show has always been supposed to be about. Yeah. It's supposed to have been about. Um, except for when it's uh, us casting the Vince McMahon movie, which is going to be a great episode that we're going to do. <laughs> all right. So I just want to say, before we get into it, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank um, you. For being here with me, always. And uh, it's hard to do the show with me, I know. I've said this before. Because um, I have a, you know, uh, like undiagnosed mental illness, probably. Um, I was more diagnosed, actually. I did see a therapist for a few months, but I couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, and I, but they weren't in my network, and it was like sort of weird. They, they, I thought they were, but they weren't. And I was paying, and that was the whole thing. So I'm not seeing that person anymore. But I'm looking for another one. Hey, so we're, you know. So thank you for hanging with me. Um, no uh, problem, man. Yeah. And on a less personal note, um, the, uh, I have an award. Uh, it's not an award, really. It's just a, it's honorary awards that go out to other things. Um, other people who I feel like deserve an award that didn't get mentioned in the honorable mentions or in the top 10 or in my uh, problematic fave five, for instance, mm-hmm. um, orange Cassidy. Um, oh, sorry. The, the, the award is you didn't have to do it. Uh, you really didn't have to. And I kind of did this a couple years ago and I gave, I, I gave this to like Chris Jericho and shit. Like, I don't even, it was like Hoodfoot. We were like, it was the too good for death matches award or something. Yeah. But this has now been expanded to just like unlikeliest performance in a hardcore match or unlikeliest blade job or, you know, just sick. I didn't expect you to do that. And it's it's called the Preston Vance Honorary Award for unlikeliest blade job or sick moment. Um, it's the you didn't have to Preston Vance Honorary Award for unlikeliest blade job or sick moment is the full title. Um, and receiving this award, Vikingo, for that match. Um, I don't remember who was in it. <laughs> that match in May where he bladed. We all remember it. Yeah. Um, this match, of course, this this award is named after Preston Vance, um, who gave such a great performance in the match that I've talked about multiple times in the show from All Elite Wrestling. Drillistico and Preston Vance versus Hook and Jack Perry. That's from June 7th, Dynamite, I believe. Um, Orange Cassidy at Wembley. Um, was going to get this, and then I rewatched a fucking match, and we're going to talk about it in a few minutes. Um, but he's he still didn't have to. He certainly didn't have to there. But he, the Orange Cassidy performance at Wembley and that whole match. Let's say that. Let's do this. The whole that whole match is great. It's a not a good, not a good yeah. match. <laughs> um, no, it's a mess. It's there's a lot it, of cool stuff in it, uh-huh. and there's some really lame stuff. What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh no, I was just going. Uh, I was just agreeing. The the Pentagon uh, leaving the costume change one of and nobody giving a shit and like Excalibur being like that's not you know <laughs> that's it's not pe- <laughs> that's Penta Oscuro that's Penta Oscuro like what is this I I kind of I kind of remember it it was like in Lucha Underground right yeah oh I got an alarm going off Jesus we had Penta Christ. and Pentagon Dark and then Pentagon Dark he's just Pentagon Dark all the time now oh sure. Well, he's Penta El Cerro Miedo because of some copyright thing, apparently, right? Um, so stupid. Um, just We used to call him, that was me and Mike Stocks, uh, we called him uh, uh, Cerro Efuerzo. It was like it was like effort. 
I, I don't remember. I don't know if I have the word right anymore. <laughs> We've been chanted out of it. AAW. Cerro Fuerzo. <laughs> so, shouts out to Doxy for coming up with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, that's funny. The Wembley performance. Um, Desperado in general, but I'm glad we got to talk about him. Um, Bad Bunny didn't have to do that. But he fucking did it. Um, yeah. also, also, Brock and Cody in Puerto Rico. I mean... Doing it for Puerto Rico, right? Ariba. A big year. A big year for Puerto Rican wrestling, I believe. It is a big year. Um, it, it, in, 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 in weird ways. Um, so happy to see that. Brock and Cody match is cool. He, Brock bleeds a lot. Um, and then uh, Adam Copeland. You haven't seen Adam Copeland? Have you seen Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage at World's End? No. Okay, well... Does uh, Nick Wayne get this for the fire spot that didn't really work? No, no, no. It's a good match, and he, it does work. And they nailed it, kind of. It's It absolutely worked, and it's unwayed. Well, it, it's cool, but he did like just kind of like fo- like bounce off of the table. Oh, and then he landed on his head on the concrete. Sorry. <laughs> pretty sick. Yeah, that's cool. Fucking pretty sick. Nick Wayne is great in that role right now, by the way. Um, Nick Wayne's heel turn has been great. God bless him. Um, and the, and the mother Wayne, of course, that whole group, even kill switch, <laughs> even kill switch, but Adam Copeland, he hard weighs himself twice in this match. Well, once he does it himself, it's a self-inflicted. He, he takes a, a, a can of Heineken from a person in the crowd and drinks a little bit and then smashes it on his head. And like, it's a pretty good, just starts trickling blood from that. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like a, he gets his uh, head stomped into the steps. I think it's like a, it's not a Rollins step stomp. It's just a stomp, but he, it, uh, Christian stomps it while he's like on the stairs and he really goes in hard and it leaves a fucking like black eye, like a mouse and a decent cut, like uh, above the eye. Sure. Yeah. And it's, and that's a good match. That's a good match with a lot of drama in it. And then the bullshit at the end, uh, the false, the, like he, they use a, like a cash in contract thing and steal the title back or something. Yeah. Um, that's not a word. Is that, that's world's end. I thought I was saying th- there's the other full gear, not full gear, but the world's end match. It's no, really, that's world's end. it's really cool. It's, it's great. Um, I, I, I like that match a lot. It's, it's cool. They, they did the fire. I couldn't believe they did the fire and I, obviously it didn't go as well as it could have, but they went for it and I fucking respect that. Um, and then Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, the dome match, people love. Obviously, I, I didn't. It didn't do as much for me. But the fucking the AEW match. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it. Oh, I couldn't find it, and uh, just by itself. Damn it! Oh, I would have hooked, Billy I hooked this... you up. Yeah, sorry. He's uh, God, you didn't watch it. Well, it's a sick match, and he does the crossface in it. And we have talked about this before. Like, when Shawn Michaels does the crossface, he's not trying to offend anyone. He's just, you know, stupid. Shawn he's Michaels a stupid is a guy. dumbass. <laughs> he's got very, very few brain cells left. Even, even, I mean, now especially, but even then. Um, but when Will Ospreay in Toronto does the fucking Crippler crossface, he knows what he's doing. He's a, fucking, yeah. he's a right cunt. Is what he is. And it's a great performance. And Kenny's great in that match too. And they both juice. And they fucking... He slams his head into the announce desk so fucking hard. There's some, there's some great shots in this. The Tiger Driver 91 is fucking awesome. It's great. Will Ospreay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's full time. Um, and I've got to sing his song, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, all right, here we go. It goes. All right. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of my. All right. Will Ospreay's theme music. Then it goes. Tiny penis. Yeah, no, my penis does not get sucked. Whoa, no one sucks my penis. It's such a good song. I've been singing that for the last three years, and I haven't been brave enough to share it because I haven't had a reason to. Because Will Ospreay wasn't good enough. And I started saying he had a tiny penis in his music three years ago when I, you know, believed it. But now I'm not so sure. My man's cooking. <laughs> Will Ospreay's a good wrestler. I've decided. 2024, he's going to be in AEW. We're gonna, I'm going to watch him because it's a promotion I watch. I don't watch New Japan, really. Although he had good matches in New Japan. I mean, I watched a couple of those. Fucking Naito. Fucking, <laughs> that's a crazy fucking match. Um, I'm excited for whatever reason. Because he's a, he's a, he makes me kind of sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, I don't get that reaction from wrestlers, and he's in 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 my experience watching him this year, this past year, he's I've liked him more often than I haven't, and sometimes I really liked him. This match almost made my list, but I decided to put it here, and decided to sing the song. So thank you for oh, indulging me. He's got a tiny <laughs> penis. No one sucks my penis. That's the that's the sadder version of it. I don't know. Um. Will Ospreay, it's my guy. It's my new. It's, I'm, I'm picking him for. He's gonna make the. He's gonna make the ten this year. He's gonna make the top ten in 2024. We'll see. There's a lot of AEW on our list, right? How many you got? Oh, I got fucking six. I you got six. Five? I got. I've got four. I've got four. Okay, interesting. Okay, cool. All right, we're gonna flip the coin. All right. All right. We need to play the the music, right? Don't we? Didn't we pick out a song for like uh the like to get in yeah yeah we got a song oh yeah okay yeah it's it's uh it's fucking bitch by meredith brooks for some reason it's this bitch <laughs> yeah yeah it's bitch um okay here we go bitch i'm a bitch isn't that how that's like the you, oh you remember that jr clip that i looped yeah <laughs> where he goes i'm a bitch i'm the bitch i'm that bitch where he's like making fun of jade cargill i wish i still had that that's from the old tiktok that would be the song i'd play if I had it, but I don't have it, so I'm playing this. Alright, so the top ten, and we're gonna flip the chip coin. You want heads or tails? I'm flipping it, you get to call it. Alright, tails. Alright. Oh fuck. Oh it la- oh it's gonna <laughs> It's tails. Alright. Alright. Fade this out. So I'm gonna go first. Fade it out. It won't be televised. All right, so you get to choose. Do you want me to go first, or I don't know how we do this? I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. All right, number 10. My number 10 from IWA Puerto Rico, December 16th. The tables, ladders, chairs, and ultimate X match between La Industria, Justin Cotto, and El Cuervo de Puerto Rico. What? And Faces of Destiny, Jay Blake and Nick Mercer. What? What episode is this on? It's the fucking one uh, that dropped on Christmas, I think. Good God. 
Okay. I told you to watch this shit. Did yeah. you? Okay. Fuck. I missed it. Uh, <laughs> not table. Let's talk about it. We'll t- let's talk about it. Okay. So say, say who's in it again, just quickly. I'm sorry. Justin Cotto and El Cuervo, okay. La Industria, and Jay Blake and Nick Mercer, The Faces of Destiny. And this is from December or November? This show? is December. This is the same show same as show The as Globe. Globe. Okay. Okay. It's a ta- tables, ladders, and chairs. Is this why? So do, do they have the? So all right. So during Globo de la Muerta, they have the ring is all covered in barbed wire and shit. Is that for this match? No, that was a different match. What the that fuck? Was Danny Ferno. Ver- it was Hardcore Weekend. Oh, it was, was Hardcore Danny Weekend. Ferno versus uh, Romeo. Oh, fuck me. It was that Hardcore Weekend cool too. Truck Month. God damn. <laughs> Toyota Fall. <laughs> the Truck Month Hardcore Weekend. We got a TLC. Fuck, what the fuck is going on in Puerto Rico? Yeah, it was a TLC, but it was also an Ultimate X match because I guess that's just easier to set up than okay. have the thing coming down from what the, the fuck? You gotta roof. you gotta send me this again. Holy shit! Well, folks, there we go. Fucking Puerto Rico. What? Tell me so about this, the match. Tell about. Tell so me. So this is my PWG match of the year. Oh yeah. I, I'm not sure anybody here's good, but everybody here's working their ass off. They're bleeding. They're doing crazy bullshit. There's glass. There's some disgusting, unprotected chair shots. Uh, there's some beautiful high impact table bumps. There's ladders breaking and oh, you know I love high ways. impact tables. <laughs> ladders uh, breaking. So the ladders there are good. They they pick out some real good thin, cheap ladders. Yeah, these ladders are cheap as shit. They fucking barely keep them up. It's great, man. So do you know any of these guys? You ever heard of any, any of them? I've heard of Cuervo. That's the guy who uh, Angela Demonio uh, nearly killed. Back oh, when. that's the guy. Yeah. No. Match of Savio Vega, where Savio, uh, I think, <laughs> tried to hit him with a cinder block. Yeah, they always call that. I mean, they've been. That's that became that's a like, that's regular a spot thing now, man. <laughs> it's in sure. it's in one of the AEW matches we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's just a regular spot now. It's so funny. Oh God, Cuervo. All right. So is it? This is an epic match, then, huh? Yeah, there's lots of it's just lots of crazy bullshit. Uh, just what's what's like one crazy spot? Anything stand out? Um, so the, there's a, a spear through glass pane. They're using glass panes. Yeah, there's one. That's glass crazy. Pane. I didn't realize that they were doing all this shit. I really didn't. How long have they been doing this shit? I mean, forever. Uh, I guess 40, yeah. 40 years is the answer. I just don't know how <laughs> seventy uh, years. How long it seemed hot, and the answer is that we just found out about Globe. But, Della Marte and it got uploaded in full, so it was like, all right, but well, yeah, but that happened, and then I watched this other match we're about to talk about too. So like, what the fuck, man? I'd wait Puerto Rico. I I, I got a lot, I got vibes for it. I'm I'm rooting for 2024 to be even better. Yeah, it looked like they had a gross match between because the finish of this involves a guy named Leonid White, which is I very saw funny. that name. He looks psychotic. Uh, versus uh fucking Leonid. Nick Mercer. And that looked like a real bloody match. That and I think it was a retirement match. I think Leonard, Nick Leonard White is gone. Yeah, yeah. Nick Mercer. I don't think that's his real name. Nick that's Mercer sounds like a guy who like wrestles for CWF in Atlantic in like 2015. Exactly. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, I'm gonna watch it as soon as we're done. Fucking a. Jesus, that's awesome. Um, okay. Like I said, I'm not. Again, I'm not sure anybody. But it just it all just came together. It just was like, oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, number ten's a fun one. You can do anything with number ten. Um, well then, I guess you're probably gonna have this one tabled because I thought this was gonna be your number ten too. Are you Are you good on that one? 
Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I'm good on that. I don't think I have this on my list at all, but which I just don't know why. I just didn't connect with it like that, but I enjoyed it. If I think. Okay. It's a Little Sicko. Oh. Versus J Blade. I, I don't didn't... have this, yeah. Okay. Little Sicko, Lil Sicko versus J Blade. Uh, two out of three falls match from IWA Deep South, uh, October 22nd, the Kings of Carnage, which was the day after the Carnage Cup. Um, you, oh my God, why does my fucking alarm keep going off? This is a quite a po- this is quite a podcast. I'm so sorry. I blew that. I blew the the X Factor theme. I <laughs> dismiss alarm. Okay. The coin toss. It landed in my lap, and then I had to shake my pants. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Um, IWA Deep South, uh, of course, the Carnage Cup. They um, we we did a whole episode on it. Um, you should check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's a good episode. Uh, Little Sicko. Well, J Blade was eliminated in the first round, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Little Sicko made it all the way to the finals, where he was uh, uh, Steiner screwdriver off of a truck through <laughs> 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 through a bunch of shit, um, and looked like he fucking actually died um and it looked like he had a really bad cut from that bump at the end there too he looked like he was already fucked and then yeah. he got fucked up even worse it was like the the like the the side though you know when they get caught up on the side like you know where nick gage yeah goes, like that's the area where it's always super scary um so they uh they did a two out of three falls match these two little guys um i, I I'm, I'm gonna scour my notes a little bit because i did i rewatched this and i made some notes for jay blade versus so you didn't so this one didn't connect didn't connect with you like that? Oh I no I like this, but I didn't have it on my list or anything. Okay. So did you watch the whole Kings of Carnage show? I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the the uh the Boris Dookie. Oh, you should have watched the Boris Dookie match because it was pretty fun. <laughs> no, it was awful. It's so funny that that's Kevin Brandon, that's like the guy. Yeah. Um and he takes like a the worst like deathmatch table bump that you've ever seen. And it's like, <laughs> he's like covered in like three layers of clothing while he does it. <laughs> Fucking loser. Um, <laughs> all right. So they they do some like like wrestling in this. They try to do some cool wrestling um, in the ring and like some chain work. And like there's arm ringers and shit to start. And it looks like shit, but it's like lots of fun uh, to see these guys try to do this. Um, and then... I guess it was supposed to be a three-way, which they say on commentary. Uh, Larry's like, "Who's the? Who's the? Where's the third guy?" And Chris Cloth is like, "Oh, he didn't. He didn't make it. He's not going to be in." <laughs> which is also, if it's going to be a two out of three falls match, how are they going to do that with three guys? <laughs> That's really stupid. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be two out of three. I don't know. That makes no sense. That's first to two falls, I guess. Okay, no, I had it backwards. It's Chris Cloth saying, and then Larry's like, "Oh yeah, he's not here. The other guy's not here. He's not in it." <laughs> He says, he's not in it. <laughs> just, it's a, I've got it in quotes here from Larry Legend. God. He just didn't make it. Yeah. Um, so it's like uh, they, they hit some great fucking spots. Like, it's a great match. Uh, they really do some incredible stuff in it. They, um, I don't know. There's like gusset plates. It's it's the stuff that you would expect. But there's just these, these two guys, like, they punch each other like backyarders. It's got you know? the right joie de vivre. Yeah. Yes. There's well, there's also the crowd's way into it. They're chanting "fuck him up, sicko, fuck him up." There's like four, yeah, like old ladies. <laughs> also, there's at some point Jay Blade. They were like fighting near the crowd, and he's choking out little sicko. Um, and then one of the girls who was chanting, like a teenage girl, like twenty twenty something girl, um, like 
just throws a fucking huge bundle of light tubes on Jay Blade's back. And it's like out of nowhere. It's like very, it was like, it, at first you're like, what the fuck? Was that just a fan? And then, you, you know, it was one of the girls that was chanting. You figure it out. Um, I don't know. He gives him a package pile driver on a bed of nails and bottle caps, you know? It's like, <laughs> um, there's like, God, what the fuck? There's, there's a superplex off the, you know, they're, they're just doing all the shit. They're landing in the, in razor wire and shit. They're doing the, the carnage cup thing. Um, and it's just a backyard fucking nightmare match. And it's, a, they do a little battle arts, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. some, uh, they do like shoot punches to the head. Um, there's some really nasty cinder block work in this one. Like just literal cinder block to, uh, to J blades forehead. I feel like, um, and then there's like, I don't know, there's fucking, they try to set each other on fire. I don't remember, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it uh, was just a real thrill ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, the headbutting the cinder block, that's the thing. Um, the, J, J Blade puts a cinder block against Little Sicko's head and headbutts the cinder block into it. Um, and then Little Sicko sits up like he's the Undertaker. <laughs> and it, and then the, the shoot strikes that they trade after that is like truly like trailer park brawl shit, you know? Um, like the absolute trashiest version of like steamboat and flare trading chops. And, um, and then they, I think they do something off the, Oh, the U-Haul truck. Um, so they, this takes forever for them to set up cause they go up there and there's like a spot on top of the U-Haul truck. Um, there's like a, a bunch of light tubes up there, but you can't see them and you don't know until you hear them explode. <laughs> um, because the only camera is down shooting up at them. Um, but then the finish is like, Jay Blade is back on the ground, and uh, he keeps like also he keeps a little sicko has to keep checking his ass. This is the other thing. Little sicko did a pile driver into the bed of nails and cut his ass really bad because yeah. he's got the one legged Jimmy Jacobs tights. So for the yeah. rest of the match, he's checking his ass over and over, and you see him every time. Um, and then yeah, it's a liger bomb on top of the truck. And, uh, they, but the, he goes for the cover, but he can't cover him because there's no referee on top of it. Cause they're on top of a truck. <laughs> cause the referee didn't climb the truck. So, I mean, how could he count the, you know, think about it. Um, and then Jay blade ends up back down on the ground, grabs a bunch of tubes out of a box while Kevin Brandon's wife or mom or whatever tries to hand him a, like a, a bundle that's taped up. So he's just carrying a bunch of fucking tubes around like kind of wandering in a circle going like do to do to do none the wiser yeah and then seemingly th- thinking that little sicko has also coming come down from the truck but little sicko is still on the truck and he runs the full length of the u-haul truck and dives off uh like a full horizontal flying crossbody like a 20 20 mi- 20, 20 yard 20 mile 20 foot gap something yeah <laughs> it's like it's probably a good 20 feet that he clears and he's, you know, what is he? 12 feet in the air running start. It's just an incredible fucking leap. And he almost misses him. Um, and he cross bodies J blade. Who's carrying a bunch of light tubes. So he can't really catch him. It just kind of hits the light tubes and, and it's just all impact and, and horrible. It's one of my favorite spots of the year. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and that's the finish. That's the third fall. Uh, there were two other falls. But I, you know. That's the best fall. They happened along the way. No, they were all great. Equally great. Little Sicko versus Jay Blade. I debuted Deep South. A high-end dirtbag match. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. 
from WWE May 6th, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Oh! This is from Puerto Rico? Yeah, this oh. is from uh, Backlash. Oh, of course. Okay, well, I, I mentioned it. Okay, good good poker face then. Um, yeah, I didn't... I just re- thought this match ro- fucking rocked. I just was really happy with it. It's so cool. I mean, he blades. You watch him do it. He does it in front of the announce table. Um, and then that, and then it's set up by the uh, hard way style spot. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't rewatch the whole thing. I watched the. Uh, I watched like a YouTube clip package. Yeah. Um, but, uh, for from WWE, which didn't have the moment that I'm talking about, where he, you see him about, about to do it. Yeah. Which they, you know, they they shouldn't. They should. I mean, it makes sense they'd miss it because he's. Nobody blades. They're not. They're not ready to cover up a blade job. Kevin Dunn's not ready for that. I mean, he. That's the other thing, though. If it's Brock, he probably is, and they probably all talked about it, right? Yeah. Because Brock is allowed to blade. We've we've decided that this is how this works. Although, didn't L.A. Knight just bleed on TV like a week ago or some shit? Yeah, but I don't think, I don't know what the hell happened there. It looked kind of like a blade job, but yeah, I didn't look into it. I know Rovert was saying. Uh, well, if blood is really back, then yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I don't know if blood's back, bro. I don't think it is. I don't know. It'd be pretty cool. Until it's, I hope it is, but until it is, for sure, then it's not at all. Yeah. Punk, he could save it. He could save it. He could do it. <laughs> it's not going to do it. Um, no. Okay. So, this one, how long is this match? It's like under 10? It's like 12, 11 minutes, maybe. Okay. It, it's God. it's pretty damn short though. Um, well, I, the the bell to bell time is uh, isn't as long because it takes like a couple of minutes for them to actually get in the ring because Cody's beating the shit out of him on the outside. Oh, that's right. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it starts he great. Stares at him and fall, and all that kind of shit, and you're like, well, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Have you seen Cody versus Roman? No. Oh, you should watch it just to see uh, how badly he could be booked. Uh, not to his strength, <laughs> like to his exact weaknesses, Cody. That match is made to make him look like a fucking loser. I'm, I, I swear it. Um, and people didn't talk about it very much because I think they were in denial. But that match was agented, produced, and completely laid out to make him look like a fucking loser. And maybe that's part of the story, but fuck, it didn't feel like it was a part that he like, wrote. It doesn't feel like a good fucking story. How about that? No, it didn't feel like he would... I don't know. I, I, I want the best for Cody. I was really starting to like him at the end of his AEW run there when he set his back on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is that is there a cooler thing that's happened in AEW than that act, that him hitting the Ultimo Guerrero fucking through a flaming table and setting his back on fire? That might be the best AEW spot. It's one of the craziest and funniest things. Uh, that weird gel, is, too. Like, the foreshadowing. Yeah, the weird gel that everyone was like, <laughs> what is just get sunburned? His wife sets the table on because his wife is an insane person who just oh loves her husband. They're great. They're a great couple. I've come around they, on both of them. Yeah. Yeah. They, that, they, them leaving AEW was, it was a shame. Even if Cody, he's got to, you know, he's got to live the dream, baby, or whatever. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he was always better suited for WWE anyways. I mean, he was, he was. I mean, maybe not. That's that's rude of me to say. Maybe he was always a- suited well to it. I mean, not maybe better. it's that AEW. A- no, well, AEW isn't really a, a coherent thing. No, no, it's part of the issue. But but him his thing where he can bleed in cage matches and do bull rope matches and and dog collar matches and stuff. You know, like that's he's not going to get to do that stuff. No, in in WWE, and but. <clears throat> 
he is able to go to Puerto Rico and set up so he can have a fucking bloodbath in Puerto Rico. And now how fucking cool is that? And Cody Rhodes is like, you know, that's, that's the, that's what I want for him. I want him to, I want him to have both things. Honestly, I, I it would be yeah. wonderful if this was a world title match. Imagine if it was a world fucking title match in Puerto Rico. Like that would have, you know, put it, it over the top. It's insane that it wasn't in a way, but it just. It is insane. It's fucking insane that Roman Reigns has that title. And I know I'm not saying anything people aren't. I mean, I, this is the coldest take, but it is fucking insane what they are doing. And that they have a secondary shitty world title. And that when you go to the house show, they present Seth Rollins as the world champion. And you, they don't even mention Roman. What is what is going on? And now Seth Rollins <laughs> what is going on? blew out his fucking ACL or some shit. Right, Who fuck. Who the fuck is going to get the belt now? They're going to put it up for the Rumble or something? I don't what know. What if they put it on Cody? <laughs> put it on, yeah, so that's the problem. If Cody wins that belt, it ruins everything. How would that be? <laughs> Anybody who loses to Roman and then wins that belt is a fucking joke. And I don't, but I don't know. Maybe that's not how the fans perceive it. Um, but that's a good we belt gotta, for like Shinsuke one day Nakamura. We'll just have Deuce on the podcast. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he feels about that fucking title either. Honestly, I don't think I, I don't think they're fooling anybody with that with a champ. With, you can call it the world championship, but it's not. Nope. I hope they're not fucking fooling some like, <clears throat> like anybody over like thirteen. It's bizarre. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would stand for it even if I was eight. Because I know how I felt about the I, I know how I felt about the fact that there was a world champion in WCW and one in WWF. I was like, this is bullshit. There should just be one. They should have to fight each other. That was like, you know, how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't know. I knew it was fake, kind of, but you know, um, it was still very real. I wasn't one of those guys who became a wrestling fan as an adult. Um, You're having moments with those now, aren't you? Oh, I just think that people talking about Okada leaving New Japan like it's uh, Kennedy getting shot or whatever. Is they, they need to go and fucking look in the mirror for a minute. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's all I'll say about it. Um, Savio Vega <laughs> versus Pedro Portillo Tercera. Can we talk about this? Yes. Is this your number nine? Yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I didn't ask you if you were done. About oh, Cody. I'm done, yeah. Okay. No, I just thought... I mean, I like the finish, like the silly, like... <laughs> oh, I got him in the fucking, he got him in the uh, fucking Kimura lock. Oh, but then he shifts the weight. Oh, Brock's yeah. fucking thin. That stuff's cool. It's yeah, that's silly, a good way to I finish love, a match. Yeah, I like ridiculous Brock finishes that actually, like, aren't, like, he gets thrown through the cage and then Roman looks like, makes the face. He's like, oh. There's plenty I, of I, ways. I love the finish to the SummerSlam uh, 2015, which is very stupid, but, but it's like... What, what, what was that again? He beats him. I know Cody wins that match, but I don't remember how. No, SummerSlam 2015. That's oh, I'm sorry. That's the one where uh, he fucking... I don't uh, know Undertaker hits him in the nuts after doing the fake Oh, tap. that match. And then that's they great. do the Hell in a Cell the next month. Yeah, yeah, those matches are both great. Yeah. Um, we should talk about them sometime. They're also matches where they're allowed to bleed. Weird. Brock's got the pass for some reason. Yeah. Um, no, I had that. You know what? It's funny. I'm looking at my list that I've got after my 10, there's 11 and 12. This is just a doc, a uh, Google doc. So, but it's, I've got them numbered. So 11 and 12 have been moved to honorable mentions. And then I've got matches here that I didn't move anywhere. And one of them is this match. So there you go. Okay. Um, that's funny. Brock and Cody. Good guys. Uh, did you see the SummerSlam match? No, I remember liking it. And, and the other one, I think it's a good, I think it's a good trio of matches. Um, maybe not perfect, but this is the best one, obviously, because it's got a fuckload of blood in it. 
Yep. Hot Puerto Rico crowd. All right. Speaking of hot Puerto Rico crowds. Okay. Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo Tercera from IWA Puerto Rico, December 16th. That's the Globo de la Muerte match. Mm-hmm. And, but more importantly, Roxy versus Evie de la Rosa from IWA Puerto Rico, November 18th. Now, I wanted to put, I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't take Little Sicko and Jay Blade off. So I just, I understand. I just combined these two. And also, I couldn't take the women's match off because I felt like I had to have a women's match in my top 10. Um, I don't know. I thought yeah. it was just rude if I didn't. When I and when, this match means so much to me because I feel like I, I mean I had like a uh, it wasn't like the the biggest thread ever, but people were checking this out. People were checking this match out because I found it and I told people about it. And I haven't had one of those in a while. Um, it's fun to discover a thing and then other people watching it like hell yeah, nice find, and that makes me weird, feel good. It's a weird, crazy match. Being a being a fucking tastemaker is the best thing about this fucking podcast and and about Twitter in general. X app, excuse me. Um, it's it's got to respect Elon. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, of course we do. <laughs> For as long as we have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Savio Vega versus Pedro Portero Cercera, um, whose name I di- I can't forget because during commentary they say after every move Pedro Portillo Cercera. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the names of the wrestlers spoken more times than I did in this match, in the Global Dilemma Marte match. They kept... Why do they keep saying his name? Did you notice this? I don't know. The commentary is crazy. They're just <laughs> constantly weird. laughing and shit. Yeah. And I, I can't figure it out. Yeah. It feels like a couple of like Twitch streamers or something. Um, it's it's awesome. It, um, it could use Hugo, but maybe, maybe it works the way it is. It's got its flavor. There's something to it. Uh, I, I can't wait to watch that match. You fucking, rec- I, I don't even. Remember, I remember El Cuervo was in it. That's all I know. And yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, La Industria. Um, so the, this is just golf guys. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they're just the, golf I guys. I have to say, there's uh, the heel face dynamics in uh, WWE Puerto Rico. Not sure of. I think that's fine. It's different yeah. culture, you know. Um, I mean, this one's pretty clear though. Savio and Pedro. Uh, Savio's the hero. It's crazy. Yeah. This is, you know, he wrestled uh, Steve Austin at WrestleMania one time. Um, kind of weird. Kind of weird to think about. Um, and Pedro Portillo uh, Tercera, his name is Pedro Portillo Tercera, as they told me over and over. Um, they've, this is the fight in the big dome, the big, Jesus Christ. I feel like everybody knows about this now and everybody already watched it. So, um, but I watched it this morning and we covered one of these matches briefly on the year-end show like three years ago. Um, yeah. 2019, him versus Manny Ferno. Yes, so Savio Vega versus Manny Ferno, who was the all- first one. We don't have the fucking second one in full though. Okay, so the um, this so this is the match where it's in the the motorcycle cage, the do- the globe of death, the dome, whatever, the globe of death, yeah. which is like where the two guys in the motorcycles drive around upside down in a loop and in a circle, uh, and there's often a woman in a bikini who's got like fire in her mouth or something. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's like one of those things. It's a circus act thing. And they wrestle a match in it. And there's fucking weapons hung from the sides, from the inside. And apparently it's escape rules, which I didn't realize until a, 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 a Vengador was announced, but um, escape rules. And uh, so this is just basically a lot of weapon shots and a couple of back body drops and, you know, <laughs> but it's all sick. Pedro Portillo, uh, Portillo, Tercera, one of the best blade jobs of the year. Is that fair oh, to yeah, say? No, it's crazy. He's got a great head for it. Like he's. So, so this didn't make my uh, 
10 because I kind of hate the stuff in the ring. Yeah, I didn't really know. Yeah, I was confused. Once you get to the dome, the Globo de la Muerte itself, then it's like, all right. Yeah, they do brawl in. They brawl into the ring, which is covered in barbed wire and shit from from one of the 15 death matches they had on the show, (laughs) apparently. Um, It's so it's yeah, it starts a little slow and wandering. But yeah, once they get in the globe, it's awesome. Um, And it becomes like, you know, heavy chair shots like uh, there's a um, it's what does he say? It's a, a a a a a. Tapa Cocina, which I believe is a kitchen plate or something. Yeah. That's what they called. I was like, what is that? And I rewound it and I still couldn't tell, but then I listened and then he said, Pedro Portillo, Tapa Cocina. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's like a, that means a plate. He broke a plate over his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fucking, uh, there's like a cactus in there, but they don't use it. Do you see the cactus? I saw the cactus. Classic I, cage of death. Yeah. They always do that. It's like, let's what, hang it from there. Like, <laughs> But they, I don't think they used it. Um, and it's, it's just – it's sick. I think there's a hubcap. Um, oh, yeah. There's definitely a hubcap. Which is like a, a, a big Puerto Rican weapon, I guess, because uh, it's, it's in the, the other match here. Um, and it's just awesome. And then they, the, there's like a, an old man who's Pedro Portillo Tercera's uh, – maybe he's Mrs. Pedro Portillo Jr., perhaps? Maybe. Or senior. He's old. Old yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pedro Portillo Sr. on his 90th birthday helps his grandson out of the cage for the win. Um, and then Savio beats on Pedro Portillo III um, in the after, in the post-match. And P- Pedro climbs the fucking... And I, so I, this is the p- picture we all saw was Savio Vega on top of the fucking globe blowing a huge Mr. Pogo fucking 95 fireball. Um, like one of the best... Not even not even fireball. What do you what do you even call this? Fire breathing. Fire breathing. Yes, he breathes. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's an art, right? Yeah. Um, he does it, and it's a huge fucking flame, and it it looks like it like attaches to fucking Pedro's face almost. It's a crazy, like it's scary. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, and the, the like all of like the goofball heels have come out and catch him. Yeah. And then. Savio does his fuck it dive off the top, which is but, so fucking cool. All right, so you're 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 rushing it a little bit. The fall, the fall is crazy because it's oh, yeah. they're, they're it's it's the worst spot to do it in because they're they're the guys that are going to catch him are standing on the little ramp that a guy would ride the motorcycle <laughs> up. Yeah. So it's like not even level ground, and he's not he's not taking a bump. He's not taking a, he's just hanging off the side and falling, and so he's barely clearing the edge. He basically almost topples down the edge because he's hanging off of a big fucking dome and he's also not leaping off because he gets burned so bad and he's in midair as he's falling he's touching his face to make sure he's not on fire it's fucking crazy and then he didn't have to do this but then (laughs) Savio does a fucking cross body off the top it's it's like 16 or 20 feet it's fucking way up there this man is nearly sixty years old, and he just went. He just does a fucking crossbody dive. It's a, it's, it's a crossbody too. He doesn't see it. It's 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 perfect extension, and you could. It just he doesn't like so fu- like so. He doesn't almost flippantly. He's just like fuck it, and well, that's so fucking cool. He has to aim straight down. You can tell he yeah. like makes an he like does his jump a little bit, and then he makes an adjustment, and he's still going horizontal and has great form on the crossbody, and absolutely cr- like lands with this crazy speed. Like, fucking crushes these guys. Because it's like a balcony dive. 
Yeah. It's like the it's like a this is as high as many of the balconies New Jack jumped off of or higher. It's, fucking... it's insanely high. Also. I I was like I was I was like all right honorable mention for sure until that. That's so fucking cool. That's my favorite part of that's my favorite moment of the match and it's one of my favorite moments all all year. Yeah. That's so cool. That's Cause it's Savio. Cool. He wrestled fucking Austin at Mania. <laughs> Twenty seven years ago. Twenty. <laughs> And he's just, uh, he's oh just my God. jumping off of globes of death. It's, he, just, like, he just loves doing it. It's so beautiful. He, he loves, can't stop the dude. Does, has he jumped off of him before? I don't know. I don't think they've ever fought on top. I don't remember them ever fighting on top. I've seen, I've seen two other ones, though. I've seen the first one, and maybe I've seen the clips of the one that you say we don't have in full. I'm not sure what I've seen. Yeah, well, I don't think he, he against, uh, shit, shit, I mean, Manny Fairno's too old. He's not going to go out. Manny Fairno's, like, 50s. Isn't Manny, Manny Fairno Fa- old? Yeah, Manny Fairno's young, but he's, like, stubby. Oh, I must have him confused with somebody else. I barely remember that match. God. What a fucking thing. I really, I, the dive, the dive put it over for me. So I had to, I had to put it in and break the fucking rules in my top 11, actually. But, all right, so Roxy versus Evie De La Rosa. Um, it's a women's t- a street fight. Um... It's. I guess it's just called a street fight. Yeah. Um, I, this was not on cage match when I saw the match, which was fun because I had to. Fi- I didn't even know these women's names when they started. I was just skipping through episodes until I saw something I found interesting. And the thing I found interesting was a woman swinging a whole ladder at another woman's face, and the and the commentators <laughs> laughing. And there's so much laughter. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! I gotta rewind, start this match over. And then I was like, how? Where? How? I was like two minutes into the match. I was like, I must, I probably have to go back like 10 minutes, right? To get to, the, no, this match just started there. <laughs> so I figure out from the commentary that their names are Roxy and Evie De La Rosa. And I start doing some digging and figure out, you know, I, I find the, at least one of their cage matches, I think, but the mm-hmm. ma- you know, these matches aren't listed and they are probably now because of us um, and others, but um, yeah, the, you know, the so, community. So while waiting for the Globo de la Muerte match to come out, uh, I went and I found this fucking thing. And it's from November 18th. And it's um, it's just balls-to-the-wall fucking nastiness. Um, at one point, uh, Evie de la Rosa, who is the, the heel, the Rudo, um, tries has a bowl of kibble in the ring and tries to force Roxy to eat it. Um, like, tries to stomp her head in it and eat it. And it's, like, it's that kind of match. Um, it escalates and has these crazy bumps that are ill-advised. Um, you didn't have this. This wasn't a table, right? No, of course. No, no. Okay. All right. So I just, I just realized that we never talked. I didn't give you a chance because I'm just talking about it. Um, but there's this. There's a balcony dive. Roxy does like a running fucking tope con hello, basically, over a rail on a very high balcony. Now, granted, there's like four dudes down there to catch her, but it's a crazy spot. They had been brawling around, and so these guys catch... So Evie hangs off the side, kind of like Atticus, and uh, and falls off and is caught basically by those guys. Yeah. Right. And then Roxy does a huge dive on them, and I couldn't believe she did the dive. I really, I was like, oh, that's a fun spot. That's and that's. I didn't expect. I don't know what I expected, because I had, I didn't have any expectations. <laughs> no. I was yeah. just literally like, oh yeah, Idaway Puerto Rico. Okay, Savio match isn't up yet. Let me see. Let me just scroll through, and then I found this fucking classic. Um. There's a, I think Roxy has a, a a motorcycle helmet that she comes out in, and Evie takes it and puts it on her own head and delivers these fucking Makoto Hashi Daisuke Ikeda fucking headbutts with them, like seriously running full force, no fucking full force, no no hands, a fucking running headbutt, Futen, 
Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Awesome fucking match. Highest recommendation. There's a skewer spot. God bless him. Oh, Puerto Rico. Fucking awesome. It's so cool. Your 10 and 9 were both Puerto Rico. My 9.1 and 9.2 are both Puerto Rico. Yeah. And my 10 was McKenzie, Tennessee. Oh, you like this match, right? Oh, I like this match. Yeah, I don't have it in my list, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. What what held it back? No, I don't know. You don't I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of it's just kind of a mess. Yeah, it's definitely a mess. Deal. It's definitely a mess. Oh, I love it. I love it. Bless this mess. Right? Yep. You can go ahead. <laughs> Number eight from AEW, March fifth. Texas nice. Deathmatch, John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. I should have rewatched it. I thought about it. You know what That's... I did instead? I watched the first 20 minutes of the Iron Man match and decided it wasn't oh, for hell me. Oh, hell no. Why decided I wasn't. Because it was a Brian Blade job match. You had a I chance, know. I know. I, did, I didn't get to him blading, though. I didn't get that far, so I don't think. I was tired. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. Tell me about fucking Hanong Man Page. Uh, I just thought it was uh, a sick fucking fight. Mox is so cool. This fucking uh, Page is great. He's a little, he's kind of kind of a little bitch, but I don't really blame him for the punk thing. No, blame, of course I, not. I I blame the young bucks. He's, and a, he's a much smaller. Yeah, yes, Colt is very to blame too. Yeah, yeah. It, I I I I like it. I've come around on he, Hangman. I have. He, he's he's like. So AEW has a couple of guys where they just where I like them is them doing crazy shit. I'm not sure if I think they're good at like doing normal wrestling matches, but that's fine because like you know what they tried to do with like Kevin Owens, have him have like normal wrestling matches all the time. That's fucking stupid. He's yeah. Ken Steen. He's just this fat fuck in his fucking shorts and his t-shirt. He should just be out there fucking shit up all the time. That's like this is. Mick Foley had some normal matches, but Mick Foley didn't become an icon because he was having normal fucking wrestling matches. Sure. No, I, I've... Just, I've... Let, just let people do what they're suited for and fuck, and it'll fucking work out. And Mox can have normal wrestling matches, but he also just doesn't give a shit because he's the fucking ace of the world right now. Yeah, he's he can kind of do whatever he wants wherever. I mean, he's he gets other opponents to do things that they wouldn't normally do, like the Shingo match. But like... uh but this is, I mean, you have to imagine Hangman walked into this like, oh, this is my chance to have the match I want to have because Mox is the guy I want to have it with. And Sober Mox is very cool. It's very interesting to think about how fucked up he was for so many years um, as an addict myself. I just can't, I just don't know. You know, you always wonder, you know, when you're one way or another, you're like, yeah. what, what, what about me would change? Would people still like me? Or, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, so he's really cool. I'm I'm very proud of of sober John Moxley. I think it's pretty fucking spectacular, um, and his run since he came back has just at what in like uh, what January of 2022 is that right? Yeah. Um, it's just been phenomenal. He's just been the he's been he's been the greatest wrestler in the world, or at least the only one I think who could contend with Danielson, um, in my in my estimation. Um, I should have rewatched this, and I'm sorry I didn't. Uh, what's what's the finish of this? They do barbed wire. What are they? What's the what's the it's, sick uh... shit? It's fucking Paige chokes out Mox with the chain. Okay. Okay. First one, and it's over the ropes. It's a full hanging. It looks great. So that's why. Okay. So the the Strickland is a callback to that. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't put that together. Um. Well, that's 
I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I've got that one. I've got one, that one on the Plex server. That was the thing is I was looking for something else and I found that and I was like, oh, Revolution 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I should watch the fucking Iron Man. That's <laughs> what I yeah. thought. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, Moxley, he's on your list again, isn't he? He is on my mat list one more time. Okay, me too. Good. Okay, so we don't need to talk about him all the way yet. Um, well, that's good. Good for Hangman. <laughs> have we, you've got hang, you've got Hangman on your list again, don't you? I do. Okay, good. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to say about that match? Oh no, I just uh, okay. It's it just it's just kick it, and it, this is. I just want to cover our bases in case we're not going to talk about in case you know we need to talk about these guys because these are some no, big no, these are heavy yeah. hitters this year. Okay, cool. Um, all right, number eight from Absolute Intense Wrestling, Mance Warner versus Ryan Kaplan. I always use his full name yeah. versus Kaplan from uh, August twentieth, the Bill Alfonso Hardcore Invitational Tournament, number two, I guess. I have this dated uh, July twenty ninth. Oh, okay, which might be raw. Who cares? This is my number seven, so I'm not going to table that. Oh, oh, okay. So that's that would be your next one. Yeah. Oh, great. So let's just bleed right in. So All you right. go up now. You go your eight and your seven. After, uh, you go your seven after this. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I thought this was just a fucking sick war and just just nasty fucking punches in the face. And ev- everything Kaplan does is gross and fucking violent as hell. Yeah. But Mance looked fantastic. This is one of the best Mance performances in a fucking long time. It might be one of the best ever. Might be the best ever that he's been in a match he's ever been in, really. Yeah, I he's a t- I, have, I like man. I go man. back and forth. You know, I've, I've always had a, a tenuous relationship. Yeah, I um, agree. You're right. It's July 29th. So it, it aired on Fight TV a month later for some reason. I had the broadcast That's day. stupid. <laughs> that, that must be, I must have got that from VK. Um, that must yeah. have been, that's uh, Dim- Dimitri's fault <laughs> on VK. <Yeah. laughs> he's, he does great work. If you know, you know. Um, and if you work for AIW and you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I just can't afford it. Um, this is a great match. And Kaplan is one of the sick bastards of all time. Um, of course, number one in the sweaty fat fuck power rankings for the year. Cause he had some other awesome stuff. Um, there's a, there's a Derek Dillinger match that I really liked, or maybe there's a three-way match with Derek Dillinger and some fuck. I don't remember. AIW. I haven't seen a ton of from last year. Um, yeah. but they I go- like some cool shit though. Yeah, I mean, they they get up to it. They're still doing it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we don't have as close a relationship with it anymore because our friends don't wrestle there anymore. <laughs> it's just also, like, it's just like it's, it's on a fucking powerbomb. It's like it's on fucking Triller. It's just like, well, what's this Triller. It's on Triller now because Fight TV doesn't exist anymore like that. It's got bought by Triller. Triller? Triller. Okay. I don't think I knew. I don't. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think they're going to change anything, but now... This is the first I'm hearing of Triller. <laughs> oh, well, you don't... You're not a boxy person. You're not... You don't... You just... You're just... You're not into... Uh, no, I'm a boxy lucha sports. person, but no. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, no, Triller is uh, is ridiculous. It's very funny. Triller. It's a good name. They're the one who put on all the, like, all the first Jake Paul fights and shit like that. Okay. I, that... I could see that. Okay. Um. All right. So Kaplan... Yeah. All right. So... I have, I think I have like two notes on this one, and I remember one of them specifically, um, and it's, uh, it's the, uh, it's where they do skewers, right? And there's, there's like an awesome skewer spot. I feel like that's yeah. like, um, but there's like a, there's a secondary s- sort of skewer spot that happens, um, 
God, if I could just find, um, it's there's, he puts a single skewer in his head. Okay. Do you remember yeah. this where he taps one skewer in his head yeah. and it's so fucking funny and it looks like it probably hurts just as bad, you know, or even, oh, yeah. you know, and then he puts one in Kaplan's hand and then he sticks a skewer in Kaplan's calf, which I have never yeah. seen and I hope to never see again. <laughs> I don't need uh, to see it again, though. No. Yeah. John Thorne on commentary is like yelling like, uh, this isn't a deathmatch show. I told them, <laughs> I told them it's not a deathmatch show. <laughs> And then constantly, like, there there goes the riddle on the chairs. There goes another one, you know. Well, that's and- why you book Kaplan. Is, you, you know what you do? You get you, – you, you, you sh- every, every Kaplan match is automatically a fans bring the weapons match. It's just get rid of all the shit you don't need. You don't rent the chairs. You get the shittiest chairs you want, and then the, the fans are just like, hey, Kaplan, have my shitty chair. I think this is I a weird show, though. Anyway. Weren't they saying this it, was, like, a sold show? Like they. It might have been. It's some it like weird a fair fairgrounds. Ground. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing. Um, John Thorne and Duke on commentary, though, is nice. It was like a warm glove. A warm glove. A warm blanket. A f- it fit like a warm <laughs> glove. What's a warm glove? Who could say? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll say this about the commentary on a- AEW uh, from John Thorne and, and the Duke. Um, it fit like a warm glove. Uh, sh- uh, shouts out to, to Pod Van Dam, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> shouts out to the Hayabusa podcast. Um, yeah, it's a great match, and it's got the fucking craziest chair shots, I think, of the year. I think this is the one, actually. I don't know. There's, this is crazy. This there, is crazy. What is it? It's Josh Bishop and Chuck Stone. There's some really sick chair shots in that, too. This is a good, this is a good show. I highly recommend the yeah. Alfonso tournament from this year. The four-way. And it's got John Wayne Murdoch in it, um, who's like, you know, I don't think he ever wrestled for AAW, basically. And he's he goes to the final and he sort of carries it. He like holds it together. Like he's like clearly there to be a you know the conductor kind of yeah. And uh, he does great. So yeah, good show. AAW still good. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that deadlock match. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. <laughs> I remember because it had Dom. It had Dom and Kevin Q. Deadlock. Whatever. People know that. People know about that company. I don't have anything yeah. to say about it. That's um, weird. It is weird. All right, so my number seven. What if my number seven is your number six? Hmm. Do you have anything is, to say about Kaplan before we move on? Oh, uh, Kaplan. Uh, he's he does a fucking. Uh, oh, the <laughs> he does the starship pain. <laughs> he does the starship <laughs> pain on his own head. He, he does. He does the split legged moonsault. And why does he do a split legged? Because he wants to, and that's yeah. Because shit. <laughs> he also. Jump! He does the he does like the most telegraphed missed senton off the top through a door, um, where like Mance is like just standing next to it and just like he's like has to take one step to move out of the way, and everybody mm-hmm. knows that's the thing about Kaplan is everybody knows he's gonna he's gonna jump off the turnbuckle through a door somewhere, he, he has to. It's like Sabu, you know. He's like Sabu. Yeah, that's what I just realized. Okay. He's a Sabuvian figure. He's Sabuvian. Sure. Kaplan is Ryan Kaplan, a Sabuvian figure. Number seven from All Elite Wrestling: Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. That is my number six. I, how did I fucking know? All right, we're we're moving right along. Um, let's see here. Um, sorry, I got a text. 
Take your time. Um, no, I really shouldn't because we're, we're recording a fucking podcast since the last one of the year. Um, all right. Tell me about Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. You tell me for a second. Man, Orange Cassidy gets his ass fucked up here. Uh, it's great. Because here's the thing about Orange Cassidy. He's good. He's, he's good. But I don't want to – I can only do so much of the, like, the little kicks and the, and the shtick. I, my favorite moment in Anarchy in the Arena 2, or no, Stadium Stampede 3, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> is uh, him is Mox stabbing him in the back of the head when he's trying to go for his fucking punch. That's the best moment in that match. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, here's how you get to here. And I fucking love that. That's so, and man, he, I mean, he's, he, this is this guy who was at CZW 18 years ago. Like, he's, re, he is ready to bleed and to do crazy shit. He's just got a character who's just like this weird, aloof doof. Yeah. Who doesn't, where it's like, it's, it's not expected of him. But then he goes out and he's like, oh yeah, it's fucking JC Ryder, baby. Right, like the New Jersey right. All Stars. So lucky, JC Ryder. See, I always forget about that. I was thinking, like, what? Who? Who was? All right. What? What was his Chikara gimmick? No, it was fucking Red Ant, right? He was Fire Ant. Fire Ant, Red Ant. I'm sorry. You watched this out of context, right? Yeah, I didn't watch the whole reign where it's like him, like building up the like fatigue and the how can he keep doing this, all that stuff. But yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, it it was really something to watch. He was having like he had a formula match that was like working with everyone. It like it, he could and it was always adjusted, but he was having these like really fun. It was like a, it was like the Regal TV title run. It's like it's it's been incredible. I I cannot uh like, overstate like I'm going to see if I can if I can just get his whole list up here and just name a few. Like there's a match with Rocky Romero that was really good. Um Let's see here. Orange Cassidy. Actually, you know what? That was recent. That was that was in the second reign. So that's the other thing is they undid this. Yeah, because Mox and then they're like, uh, fuck it. Well, they he got hurt in that match with where he got Phoenix. a fire thunder driver with Ray Phoenix. Fuck that guy. Um, and that was really stupid. And then and then yeah, I don't know. They were just like, well, it wasn't working anyway, so fuck it, right? Um, but just a few yeah. like a few of the matches. Um, he like he had an awesome match with uh, Daniel Garcia. He had an awesome match with Bandito. Um, he wrestled like Gabe Kidd in Japan, I believe. He went over there for a yeah. um, no, it was in Philly. Never mind, that's in Philly. Um, but I thought he was in Japan for one. Of the, I, I've, that was the thing is I wanted to see him go to Japan. I think it would be funny to see Orange Cassidy work the fucking Tokyo Dome. Why has it not happened? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Jay Lethal, good match. Jeff Jarrett, that's a good match. Um, Drillistico, good match. You know, he was just wrestling these guys. He had a really good match with Swerve. Um, and then there was the, um, yeah, look, like this just, it's an incredible lineup of matches. Lance Archer, pretty good. AR Fox, awesome match. We all thought AR Fox was going to, you know, before he wasn't allowed to go to London or whatever for some reason. Do we know why? Do we ever figure that no, out? No, we don't. Weird. Um, and then, yeah, he, uh, this same week he beat Penta on Dynamite and that's a really good match. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, it's a crazy run. And yeah, he's like accumulating the injuries. He's got the Kinesio tape going up into his, uh, you know, his down in his pants, down his butt. And like, it's like, uh, it's, he's injured every part of his body. It's just 
it's a classic story. Um, except it's like usually it would be it seemed like it would be a little silly if it wasn't a guy that was already so goofy. Um, like you couldn't have another wrestler just like start to do the you know he's doing like the fucking you know Monty Python where he chops all the arms and legs off bit right just a flesh wound yeah yeah just a flesh wound like that they, they, they you couldn't get away with that with Pack the bastard you know um, and no. all the matches would have been awful but that's beside the point <laughs> um it's wonderful it's just wonderful and it, it, they built this for a long time. And this match is so fucking good, and I, I really, I wish it hadn't all been, you know, turned back. It's really unfortunate. Um, but it, I think it's got the best near fall of the year. Um, oh, that's a great near fall. Is it off the, is it a parent, paradigm shift or whatever, or the Death yeah. Rider? Um, the first one he hits him with, and he um, he just rolls the shoulder up slowly and nonchalantly at the perfect time, and it... It, it felt like the finish. It felt like I, like I knew that was a finish. And I, I popped for it the second time I watched the match, too. So that's how you know it's a great fucking near fall. If it fooled me twice, the shame is on me. Um, what, a, what a fucking match. Um, okay. How you doing? I'm doing great. Are you sure? Mine, <laughs> okay. I'm doing great. I'm okay, doing okay. Great. What is your number six? Um, right, so that's the thing is I was I was going to ask you what are we are we still doing this order? Is it weird because because we, I keep just naming your next one? No, no, this order's fine. Okay, my number six is Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland from All Elite Tabled. Wrestling. Okay, from there we go. That's November eighteenth. Nice. We'll get to it in a minute. Okay, so your number five. My number five from All Elite Wrestling. Oh, shit. Also, September 3rd, okay. it's Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks. Okay. So I, 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 I'm going to table it, I guess. Fuck. All right, then. <laughs> All right. What's my, your number four? Uh, my number five um, is... Number five, uh, number five. It's, that's all right. It's, it gets confusing when we have this many like this, um, but that's the fun of it. My number five is from Freedoms, July 6th. It's, I don't have this. I never fucking watched it. Okay, that's it. all right. That's all right. Uh, nobody's seen this match. It's fine. It's from Freedoms, uh, July 6th. It's the champion Tomoya Hirata versus the scumbag Minoru Fujita. Minoru Fujita. I could hear... He's got I, such a great, <laughs> terrible look. He looks like shit. Okay. This is a... All right. So this is a Freedoms Championship match. Um... There's two Freedoms Championship matches that people have definitely seen from this year, and one of them is Tomoya Hirata winning the title from Violento Jack in March, which is a really great match. Mm-hmm. And then there's later on in the year, I think it's, oh, it's from uh, Blood Xmas, Nutsville Xmas. Uh, Takeda wins the title for the fourth or fifth time off of uh, uh, to, uh, uh, Toru Sugira. Sorry, Toru Sugira. Um, Toru Sugira had, like, I think might have the longest reign in Freedoms history. Had it through all of COVID, um, and sort of became the ace. If if there could be an ace that wasn't uh, wasn't Takeda, um, and so Hirata lost the belt to Sugiura the month after this match in a match that I'm pretty sure Hirata was going to win and he was going to have the title for a while, um, but he got hurt during the match. This was like August 11th, um, and they they rolled into a finish somehow. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I just saw a picture of him. Um, but they, yeah. So they switched the title and I think they weren't planning on doing that. Um, so whatever, doesn't matter. Um, Hirata 
is a guy that we've been talking about, we've been alluding to for since the beginning of the show. Um, when we started the show, Tomoya Hirata was a Freedom's undercard guy who didn't really do death matches. Not yet. Yeah, he was doing stuff like teaming with Mammoth Sasuke and yeah. uh, Tor Sagir before Sagir became a full-time deathmatch guy. Yeah, so it was really exciting when this started to happen. And, and it was, I think, over COVID, um, Hirata really started to, to get some opportunities. But um, he's a big, fucking huge guy, right? Yeah. Um, he's like Mammoth Sasaki. Um, very similar, very similar build. He's kind of like Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, except now, um, at, and this is after, cause he won the, when he won the belt, he had black hair. So like 99 Takayama, but this match, he comes in and he's 2000 Takayama. I think I have the timeline, right? I might not. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, I believe you're right. It's blonde. He's bleached his hair blonde, like Buddy Rose. He looks like a cross between Buddy Rose and Samoa Joe. It's like the ultimate wrestling look. He looks like a fucking he's it's a it's a beautiful. Have you seen him? Have you looked at him? I've seen him, yeah. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure if you'd actually like laid eyes upon him since he became this guy. Um do you remember Joe's blonde look? Yes, very funny. That's Especially a because that was that was classic with the puka shells too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the puka shells. <laughs> Harada is not wearing the puka, the puka shells. Uh, we called him Big Tommy. I think it was like the the nickname that we gave him at some point. Yeah. Um, so that's funny. I don't think I thought about that until just now. Um, so this match. Um, all right. So I'll say I've got I have notes on this match. Um, I've re- recommended this to everyone, and I've told everyone Harada dyed his hair blonde. You got to see him bleed. It's like that's been my selling point. Um, but Fujita is like a total scumbag. Um, he attacks while they're doing the intros and they're like right at it immediately. Fujita is a guy that I saw before I saw almost any other Japanese wrestler in my life because he was on CCW best of the best one. Yeah. He's a little baby. Yeah. I knew him, him and winger are on that show and I knew them before. I mean, I knew like what I knew probably Onita. I knew the great Muda, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody that was on the FMW pay-per-view, I probably knew Mr. Pogo and combat Toyota. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so he's, he looks, he looks great. Um, he's a, he's a total scumbag. He's uh his, his, his hair is blue in the recent, uh, in the detective show. Right. Um, but he's he's such a scumbag um, that he gets power slammed off the apron through a table like two minutes in. And then Harada hits him over and over with the remaining parts of the wood of the table, um, which you don't see very often because um, it's those that wood is so hard. But they just destroy yeah. each other with them. And Fujita's got like a he's got like Jeff Hardy armbands on and like he's got like one short leg, one long leg, pleather pants with like blue, <laughs> like purple, like fishnet or no, it's not fishnet. It's just regular tights. Um, but the, and he's got like a Terminator 2 Judgment Day shirt on, but it might be just inspired by it. But it's definitely Arnie with the motorcycle with the font. But I, it might have been something yeah. else. <laughs> um, it's awesome. It, it, it looks, you know. And then, and then Harada is a bleach blonde guy in black trunks. Like, how could you fucking miss this? Um, so there's, there's cra- you know, it's just crazy spots. Um, it's a little clunky. Um, but the... I don't know. There's a, there's a moment where Fujita, like, takes his shirt off and reveals, like, a physique that I could only 
describe as like uh, unrefined. <laughs> um, it's it really only adds to his mystique though. He's like this flabby old scumbag that I used to watch on a over and over in the same three matches on the, on this one CZW tape. Yeah. Um, there's this one Ill- ill-advised section where he, or awkward section where he goes for an ill-advised Frankensteiner off the top to the floor through a table, and when he goes for it, his butt hits Harada right in the face. Harada basically backflips off the top, like almost to the floor. Um, kind of catches himself, almost hits a big box of light tubes, but saves himself. Um, and then they don't try that spot again. They just do a splash, and it's one of those kinds of fuck ups that might like make a match worse in some people's eyes, but it like immediately endears me to Fujita. Um, and, yeah. and Hirata too who has no idea how to fight this weirdo except for like brute force and Fujita's unlike anybody else he's going to wrestle um, because Fujita's not like a main event guy this is a weird thing he wasn't even like really he was like a, a battle arts guy right um, where did yeah like the earliest stuff I've seen from Fujita now is like from battle arts yeah he was battle arts Michinoko Pro all that kind of stuff and he, he just d- ends up in de- God knows he just kind of ends up finding his way into being a deathmatch guy at some point in like the last decade though right yeah yeah he was always just like a scumbag junior heavyweight i feel like um and here he's i guess he's junior heavyweight (laughs) uh emphasis on the heavy he's (laughs) he looks like shit and it's awesome um i i have have a, a soft spot for wrestlers who look like shit um and i i know i keep mentioning the hair but uh, it's, it's a match between two guys with, like, bleach blonde hair that are unafraid to cut themselves really deep. So you get, like, yeah, like, what's better than a, a bleach blonde fucking psychopathic blood fest? Um, Very little. Yeah, it's the best. Um, Fujita gets a big bag that looks it's like, huge, like Jake, Jake the Snake Roberts bag. And he gets some, like, weird thing out of it, some fucking spirit Halloween weapon. And he, like, tries to cut. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's some, There's some goofy stuff in here, too. But then, you know, he after he does some uh, some BS with a, a, a very fake-looking knife, he gives him, like, a tombstone off the second rope through a fucking uh, glass, glass pane, you know? Yeah. Um, they, I don't know. They, they go crazy. They, they, they really go ham. And Harada is awesome. He does the fucking Leon White Vader fucking arm, you know, the strikes. Oh, um, yeah. the, the hammer blows. Sure, yeah. Um, Harada hits like a he hits he hits a moonsault. So he sets a pane glass up over Fujita across four chairs, but over Fujita. Mm-hmm. And he moonsaults the fucking glass into Hell Fujita. Yeah. And it's like that's crazy. I never even seen him do a moonsault. Um fully yeah, fully Vader, you know? Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what else Oh, uh Fujita at one point uh begs him to stop sits in the corner, gets a pair of scissors from a young boy and cuts off a bunch of his own hair. And then, and it's like a bloody clump of hair. And he like begs Hirata and hands him the bloody bundle. And when Hirata reaches for it, Fujita throws the hair in his eyes and schoolboys him. It's like, you know, (laughs) it's great. Um, then they get boxes of tubes and they throw boxes. They throw the, they throw the tubes from the box, like, you know, and then they just throw the, they end up both picking up the boxes and running at each other with the boxes, which still have some tubes in them. And they just yeah. clash in the middle. It's a huge cloud. And then they fucking have a sick punch out. They fucking do. They do all of it. It's got, it's got everything you want. It's great. Oh yeah. It's fucking great. Um, it's not as fast paced or modern as like a Takeda Suryura or whatever, but it's, um, 
It's the best. That's fine. Yeah. Pace is overrated in death matches. Yeah. It's my favorite Japanese death match of the year. Um, so take that for what you will. Your number four. Unless you want to, do you want to take a, what? No, let's still do, we'll take a break before three. Let's take a break before number three. Okay. Let's do Because right. my number four. This is going to get my, weird though. Cause we're all going <laughs> to. Yeah. Okay. Number four from February 8th. All Elite Wrestling, Brian Danielson versus Roosh. This is also my number four. So good. Yes. Did you watch it in 240p with Spanish commentary? No, I watched it in goddamn English and, like, fucking clarity and shit like that. When I know I didn't do... I, I fucking was not real. Mm. I, it was a, that was a big post. I got a, I got numbers on that post. Oh, yeah. It was a... It's, it's a really, really wonderful thing. Um, I, I, I really didn't expect this match to ever happen. Um, if you told me it was going to happen, uh, I would have I would have assumed it would be in like Arena Mexico, yeah. Um, or 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 Rush getting signed by WWE. Like when when Rush was the hottest thing, Danielson was like about to retire. You know, <laughs> like I mean, maybe not. Maybe that doesn't line up exactly. But yeah, Danielson's Ooh, best when, run, I guess, is the same. My year. neck's bad. Yeah, my, the poor my guy. Brain's bad. Oh yeah. Poor guy. Has, Bless him. Yeah, and you know what? He's now he's allowed to wrestle. He's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. He's working everybody with that eye. That fucking eye that I'm convinced is not even actually injured. Because if it was, they wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. It would be too dangerous. Um, but working everybody with the eye. Working uh, Andrade. Uh, working the crowd into thinking Andrade actually like hurt him. You know? Shit like that. Um, have you seen any of those Continental Classic matches where he blades the eye? No. So I've he, seen blade the eye. Wow. So he's been, I figured... he, he's been bla- I, I think he's been blading before he comes out, maybe even, and like patching it up. And they just had somebody take it, take it to him. They pu- they pull the eye patch off and they hit him. It happened in like four different, three different matches at least. Mm-hmm. You got to watch this shit. I didn't list those. You watch this shit. I, those were like the 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 sum greater than the parts kind of thing. Although the Eddie sure. Kingston match, the Eddie Kingston match from Dynamite, the last Dynamite of the year, is maybe it's like a top five match of the year for sure. Um, but it doesn't have him blading his eye. Uh, this match, this match has kind of a goofy start, right? This is, this is the one where, uh, MJF locks him or I don't know what. Oh yeah. They lock him in the room. Yeah. So he forfeits it. So he's supposed to for but he comes out and then she beats his ass. It's a good way to start quick for sure. And then you get MJF on commentary doing his oh, blah, 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 blah. So that is truly the gift of watching this in 240p uh, with, with Thunder Rose on commentary. Um, did you see that clip at least, the one I posted? I did see the clip, of okay. course, yeah. So you know, the, you know what, you oh, get yeah. the vibe. It's kind of like the Puerto Rico stuff, you know? The, the, I, <laughs> there's a lot of laughing. Um, I will say also... I had a lot of people reply to that post that are Spanish speaking viewers of wrestling. And they say that the Spanish language commentary in AEW is actually quite bad. They don't like it and they don't like Thunder Rosa, which makes me wonder if they just hate women. But, you know, that's another (laughs) conversation to have or to not have that we're not going to have right now. We're not going to have that conversation right now. (laughs) Not ready to. Um, This is this is such a beautiful match and it is. The chance for Brian Danielson to do a thing that he would never get to do. And um, I, I, ta- I talked about this in the group DM. And Phil uh, Schneider, author Phil Schneider, uh, had he dropped this huge long quote from Brian Danielson, um, who he interviewed for his upcoming book. 
Um, and we're going to have him on, I guess, probably the next episode if that book's coming out soon. I don't really know what the, what the plan is there. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him about it. He's busy booking a show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this incredible long quote that'll be in the, the, the next, the AEW book that he's writing. Um, but he basically said that when he, um, I'll just read it. When I was recovering from my neck surgery or when I was kind of being forced to retire, I was trying to come up with a different style. And I was like, who on the planet wrestles at the highest level for the longest period of time? And it's the luchadors. And you just wouldn't expect that. It was during my study of how are, like, how are luchadors able to do this? What are they doing that we're not doing? And it made me come across your guys. And then it's Death Valley Driver, 80s set, best of the 80s lucha DVD comp, which are you know editors <laughs> editorial notes where he's put the uh the the proper context in uh because brian danielson didn't say best of the 1980s lucha dvd cop <laughs> yeah uh, but he said 80s set you know your guy's 80s set mm-hmm. which brings up like the song Chicana matches it's those bloodbaths it's a style of wrestling that hasn't been seen a ton in the united states the way that luchadors brawl so yeah that was kind of my inspiration rush was just being rushed so he was just doing his thing and then uh, apparently, uh, Phil tried to get him to say uh, to to like say that they should do a show in Tijuana. He's so he, Phil is obviously always trying to influence Tony and anybody who has Tony's ear, right? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Tony is he's he's easily successful. Yeah, seems like it. Um, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a great book. We're looking forward to that. Um, this match is just absolutely absurd, and I. I remember seeing a clip of it and being like, what the fuck? They did that? Because I wasn't watching wrestling in February. Yeah. I was like not watching wrestling at all. Um, and then I saw a clip of this and I was like, what the fuck? And I watched it immediately. I could not fucking believe it. It's just, uh, it's a dream. It's a thing that we we weren't supposed to ever get. I, I, I've been saying this for a while now that every Brian Danielson match we get now is an absolute gift because he is going to retire. And I believe him. I believe him when he says he's going to, Stop being a, at least a full-time competitor. Sure, yeah. Because why would he say that? He has done his things now. He's going out on his own terms. The thing that he's never been able to do is go out on his own terms. So when he says he's going, I believe him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no. Because I respect him and I love him and he's the greatest wrestler in the world. Um, <laughs> but to be able to have a match with Roosh at all, much less one... And here's the other thing. The best Roosh matches when we were getting into Roosh, he wasn't having bloodbaths. Because nobody's having bloodbaths. It's Arena Mexico. CMLL. Yeah, you never get to see like when when Roosh and Park got to have those matches, the the whatever the fucking those promotions are. Liga Elite. Liga Elite and Barakal or whatever. Uh was that right? Yeah, there's a Barakal. Yeah. Um that shit promotions. that shit was like so exciting. And but that was a fresh thing. We had never seen Roosh have a fucking bloodbath match like that before. Yeah, um, we just knew that he could like beat the shit out of Casas and stuff like that. We knew if they could bleed, it. then this would be so much better. Yeah. Fucking Casas stuff and the Shocker match. The Shocker match has hardway blood, though. Do you remember? I don't know if you... I, I remember think the, I was the, the high voter on, yeah. <laughs> on that in the WKO, I think. Um, that Shocker match. God damn. That's a German suplex on the fucking uh, ramp in that one that I remember for some reason. <laughs> shocker. Um, this match is just beautiful. And Danielson, this is maybe maybe my favorite blade job of his. Um, I really love the one from the... the hangman match maybe the second hangman match yeah um he's it's a good blade job in that fucking mjf match that i didn't complete um but it's it's just a fucking full mask he's got the full mask 
It looks incredible. I don't think I don't. So I, you know, you see the, the Morishima match where he bleeds from the eye and that's great. Um, but the, to see a full crimson mask, I'm not sure I ever thought we'd see that. And then we've seen it over and over this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's done and different levels of blade jobs too, which we'll talk about some more, but he's, this is the one where it's a full on, like he's, he's, his picture, he's, we're going to see him drawn in that style in that way of the blade style. And I can't wait to fucking see it. It's going to be so cool. Hopefully from this match. I mean, I, I guess from this match, since he talked to Phil about it, um, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful Lucha Libre. It's the best Lucha match of the year. No, it's not. Sorry. Spoilers. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not the best Lucha match of the year. It's the best mainstream Lucha match of the year, for sure. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. You want to, what, do, what, do you, what do you think about Roosh? What do you think? Are you, do you think he's being used well enough? No, because he should just, be, he should just have the belt. He should have the belt. <laughs> he should probably just have the belt. I think so, too. I kind of think you just... You just give this is like what you want out of MJF. Yeah, it's not gonna. I actually don't think MJF is a bad in ring performer, but he's 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 he just has so much baggage of his fucking four hour promos and all of that shit, and he has to have long matches, and it's like, like fuck that. Just like this guy can get it done in fifteen. Yeah, yeah. God. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> yeah, Roosh is awesome and uh, should be the champion. That's I think that's the final word. That's all you, that's you all know what could have improved the MJF reign? Mm. MJF versus Roosh. Yeah. They they like teased it at some point, like in the back or something. Like they passed each other and I was like, oh, this would be an interesting match. But then I don't think they, yeah, they didn't do it. Because how would they do that? How are you going to make, how are you going to book that? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have MJF can't beat him. No, no one would believe it. <laughs> He'd have to use That's that stupid what... ring. The fucking ring. God, he's still doing that. Still, it's. I mean, he's gone now, thankfully. But this is a, this is a long year with that. Ugh. All right, so we got we we have two more AEW matches to talk about then. Uh, I believe so. Man, okay, all right, that's cool. All right, great. Um, let's take another break. Yeah, let's take a short break. And I will be right back with you. All right, cool. Man, good job. Life may be one if anybody down here can help us. But it don't worry me. Come on, everybody sing. It don't worry me. It don't worry me. You may say I ain't free. It don't Yeah, that would be really cool if that was the before, and we were at the front of it. 
can't wait to watch this. I sent you a picture of uh, Roy, the cat, and the chip coin. Welcome back. Welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. All my cabinets are open. I should have closed them before I took that picture. That's the thing that my wife has taught me. You, if you're going to take a picture anywhere in the kitchen, you've got to close the cabinets, or else people are going to think you're like trashy. Welcome back, folks. I don't know if she said it like that, but that's, yeah. that's how I heard it. And I agree with her. She's right, which is why you now hear the sound of cabinets being closed. Welcome back to the Grossies. What a wonderful night for light tubes, barbed wire, you know. Yep. <laughs> Who will bleed? Who that's, will cry? That's pretty good. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I really wanted to do a song, and I'm really sad that I didn't. I just didn't have the time or the creativity or the drive, and I have no talent. And you put all those together, and here we are with the top three. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is there? Are, do you have anything? Any final words on on uh, anything else that we covered already that we not missed? necessarily, not necessarily. Okay. All right. Well, then let's do your number three then. My number three from. AEW November 18th. It is Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. I can't call him Swerve Strickland. I hate that, but yeah. You hate it? Oh, interesting. If it was just, I don't know. I think it's better than Swerve the Realist. Oh, Swerve the Realist was hilarious, but obviously that couldn't stay. Um, I think I have come around on it just enough to where I think it's fine, and I actually don't even think about it anymore. Um, This was my number six, okay? So you're three, my six. Hey, Nong Man, Adam Page, <laughs> which I tried to make a thing. Oh, don't throw up, cat. Oh, no. Mm. He's eating parts of this plant. Oh, it's not as good anymore. It's not fresh leaves anymore. It's all, they're all dead. Well, my cat threw up. Uh, <laughs> wrestling is gross. Um, don't, no, don't eat it. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. It's all right. Should I write this down, too, and edit this out, or no? I think this is fine. This is fine? Okay. The other one, not fine. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, Hey Nong Man, Adam Page, a guy that I really, I, I kind of gave them shit for early on, and I'm getting a paper towel, sorry. Early on in AEW, um, when he became this, like, um, uwu. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to get some paper towels here. When he became, like, this uwu. And he was an uwu small bean? Yeah. Do you remember that? And they still kind of no, do that. yeah, the Depression millennial and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, how, that much of that was, much. how much of that was his fault and how much of that was the fans' fault? Because I need to know. I would blame the fans a decent amount for that. I mean, he was just kind of like, like he was just, they were okay. playing the gimmick that he was just had a drinking problem, but that he just didn't, like, talk about it. And then okay. it became like, a thing, and it was also like some Tony shitty booking, and just like like trying to like keep the chase going because he loves the chase, and it's like, bro, the, the chase only matters because there's a payoff. Sure. So I guess, yeah, I guess he really did get screwed by the whole thing. I think Hangman being becoming like a transitional champion, such a weird thing that shouldn't have happened, right? Um, yeah. I don't really understand how Punk gets the belt like that. But, you know, <laughs> so strange. It's all so very strange. Um, 
he really got screwed, I think, out of his spot that he earned because the fans, even in their own stupid way that I don't support, they really loved him and they were behind him. He's like the, he's, I mean, you know, Kenny is so over with like the online people. People will, Kenny's like the face of AEW still for some reason to yeah. a lot of people. But Kenny, Kenny gets like hot reactions when he's wrestling, you know, because he does an incredible series of things in a row and he hits them all perfect or whatever, you know? Yeah. And the crowd pops and they pop bigger and they pop bigger and it's a fucking, it's combo. It's street fighter shit. You know, that's how it fucking, that's how it works in his head. And that's how it works to those fans that pop for that stuff. When Kenny Omega comes out or cuts a fucking promo, it's very mild. (laughs) Like, even his entrance. People don't pop for Kenny Omega's entrance like they do Hangman's. When Hangman's... That fucking Ford F-150 commercial music. Yeah. When that hits, the crowd fucking loses it. Because he's their guy. I mean, he's as much of a fucking homegrown ace as they have. Right? Yeah. Because that's the other thing. is He was like a kind of a fucking loser, right? Before this? Before AEW? He was just kind of fucking around in Ring of Honor. Never really got behind him because they were like they'd be pushing Cole or something like that. Yeah, but wasn't he they'd in Bullet Club? Mar- yeah. So he what's was, he? What did he do there? Uh, he had like he, he had like matches of Janela and shit like that. And like, well, that that yeah, that's the all out right or all yeah. in. Yeah, that's a yeah, cool and match. he would uh, like he'd be like he was their mid card guy. He was above Chase Owens though in the pecking order. Yeah, well, Chase Owens wasn't in Ring of Honor, so he was. Well, like, no, I, I mean, I mean, in Bullet Club though, didn't didn't sure, Adam yeah. Page wrestle a ton in Japan? A decent amount, yeah. It's crazy how much the Bucks, like I don't know, they they have stories like they're like <laughs> they talk about going to Japan like they're fucking Hanson or something. Like they like lived over there for years, and they did. It's so weird. It's so unearned. I, oh yeah. I, I so I. What the reason I keep saying this is just because the whole the whole elite, all these guys, Cody, the the whole project, it's all falling apart, and it's been falling apart for a couple of years. Obviously, Cody, <clears throat> excuse me, being the first fracture that led to a larger break, um, maybe not the first, but you know, um, just a, a huge thing for him to leave, and now we've got the Bucks are doing like a postmodern thing, I guess. What are they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're doing some kind of weird thing. Um, fucking Kenny's hurt again, which he gets hurt all the time because he works a crazy fucking style. So, of course, he gets hurt all the time. Because he's 40, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's also like... 40. Oh, f- poor guy. <laughs> yeah. He does work really hard. That's the thing you have to say about Kenny Omega. He works his ass off every time. You've never seen him not work his ass off in a wrestling match. Um, now, whether he can work or not, it's a different conversation. Um, but no, Hangman is the one that I ended up liking, and I never would have, I never would have guessed. I thought he was a fake. When did? You... Oh yeah, no. Uh, I always thought he was pretty good, but I don't know if I thought like he was going to be a guy. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Like, like a... the decade and shit like that. Like as his uh, the sidekick for fucking uh, what's the decade? DJ Whitmer. Oh God. Yeah, that, that's not going <laughs> to convince anybody that you're the guy is he he doesn't work there anymore he's canceled or something what's the deal with bj oh yeah no he got fired he got fired all right well r.i.p um no it's so it's so cool that uh that they actually can lay claim to page i think uh i mean i think they they get it for mjf too but mjf sucks um i mean in my opinion um he's all right he can he has his moments but He's not a guy I want to watch. Like, Hangman, I've really come around on, and I get excited for his matches. They, he wrestled Claudio in a collision. 
I probably wouldn't have downloaded that episode of Collision if he hadn't if I, that wasn't the opener. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting match. I want to see that. And it was good. It was really good. Hangman versus Claudio. Fucking you know, awesome. Um, he's a great guy. Swerve the realist. <laughs> so this is a guy we who is good when he is allowed to do crazy bullshit and be like a menace. That's kind of the problem with just being like, we got to put the belt on him. It's like he's not going to be able to be a fucking menace all the time. I think. Even as a babyface, because he can be a babyface menace. He could just be like a crazy guy, just give a fuck. I think you haven't watched enough of this run of him. Maybe. I think I he he wrestles in a very menace, his, in a menacing way. <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, rounding it out, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he really very much is. Um, his flashy shit is there only to show you that he can. And, and, it, and it makes sense in the character. Um, because it's all mostly about him just beating the shit out of people and, and, and hitting his moves as effectively as he can. He's fucking great. He's like a great now basically complete wrestler. I think I, he can cut a promo on his own too. We've learned, um, or maybe we always knew that, but putting him with Nana is an interesting thing. Cause he's got this dynamic where he does almost more of the talking than Nana does, but they really accent each other. Well, the dance, how do you feel about the dance? The dance is fun. Okay. How do you feel about Daniel Garcia's dance? <laughs> Daniel Garcia is – it's better for him than, like, wearing the hat or, like, <laughs> hanging out with West Side Gun and shit like that. Yeah, hanging out with West Side Gun. That, I thought that was going to really make him pop. I thought that was, I thought that was the move. Um, man, God, I, I love the, the, the dance. I think it's great. I think it's so funny the, the different types of people you see doing the dance every Wednesday or whatever when you watch AEW. When he comes out – and this was reported by Meltzer at World's End – um, yeah, that the crowd was kind of iffy all night, right? Nassau, like you know, they were tired. They were it yeah. was cold, whatever. Um, the only person that everybody in the arena stood for was Swerve, and they were all dancing. And you can see it. I mean, maybe not. There's like fifty percent. There's a lot of people dancing, and there's a lot of camera cuts to people having a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> now I don't know if that's good for a heel of this nature. Um, and that show, he beat the fuck out of Dustin Rhodes, and it was like really weird because Dustin Rhodes is one of the great baby faces of all time, and the crowd just wanted to cheer the horrifying, like evil Swerve, who was being evil as fuck. He's very evil in that match. Um, it's not; it's a weird match that they booked wrong, but how could they have known? But this is just this is a a, a revelation to me. I I've seen Kill Shot versus Dante Fox. But I don't remember him being a maniac in it. Like, well, he's the babyface, but yeah, he's doing crazy stuff. Right. I mean, the Devin Moore match I always bring up is crazy. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good match. They, they, he's I, he did cage of death shit. I mean, yeah, he's flirted with it for sure. And I, I think you know he probably sees that that match you know that he sees the that now becoming a typical hangman page match um or moxley match like this this texas death match style and he probably was like eyeballing it waiting for this moment because he came with a ton of stuff like the spots that he hits here are all just they're clearly he's he's very he's a very thoughtful wrestler is what i've is what i've come to decide there's a lot of these guys that that do the the sliding and the big the big exaggerated movements and stuff. Yeah, they're I think they're most of them are kind of fucking stupid. Like, and I don't mean it, the wrestling is stupid. I mean the person is stupid, <laughs> and they're not thinking clearly about what wrestling should look like. 
I think that Shane Strickland, Swerve Strickland, knows exactly what he's doing. And he's doing it for all the right reasons. It's to fucking show off in between all the fucking nasty shit that he does. And he's become a really good wrestler. And this match is crazy. Like, what the fuck? The, what's the... the is this, they, is it, what's the cinder block deal? They do something on a cinder block that makes no sense. I need a fucking list of spots from this one. Do you have a list yeah, of spots? I don't have a list of spots <laughs> from this one. I'm going to look it up. Anything st- stand out? Uh, just the 450 on the barbed wire and shit like that and the tax. Uh, oh, the drinking blood, of course. The drinking the blood, yeah. How, the staples how... in the face. Oh my! Yeah, all right. Yeah, the staples in the face. There's staple People guns. Really got fucked up by staples in the face for sure. Uh, he ties, so he ties Strickland's hands together. He staples uh, some piece of paper, some big piece of paper. It was somebody, maybe a sign, and then yeah. Um, I don't know. He staples something to his cheek, and it's it's really crazy. It is a crazy, and then he drinks his blood. The drink of the blood thing is crazy because. You know, people like lick the blood or bite and stuff. But this is this crazy long moment where he he grabs him by the hair and holds him up face down over him. Hangman, people have seen this match. I'm just describing something people see. But he hangs him over his face with his mouth open and lets it pour down his throat. It's, yeah, it is the it is the it is the sickest blood drinking spot I think I've ever seen in a match. Um, for what that's worth. Um, and then Swerve after that is like bleeding so much that he like loses it and he starts stapling gunning himself in the packs over and over. And that's fucking awesome. And he looks like a fucking psycho doing it. And then I'm trying to remember there's a Death Valley Driver. The Death Valley Driver's on the cinder block. Okay. So it's they, on the, the apron. On the cinder block. Oh, the pile driver on the rail. Yeah. Like now I'm just watching a video. I was I was reading it, but now the video's playing. Wraps him up in barbed wire, gives him fucking sack of shit while his body is wrapped in barbed wire. Like this is shit you never seen. Chair salt to the floor. Ori Orihara chair salt with a barbed wire chair to the floor. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, just listing spots, but I'm fine with it. It's great. It's a great fucking match. It's got some awesome um awesome cinder block work. Um, and it's got interference with, from Brian Cage, which doesn't hurt it at all, honestly. Doesn't me. matter, yeah. Oh, Not yeah, the chair cool. shot where the fucking thing goes over his face and rips at him. When he hits him with the barbed wire chair and the barbed wire flies over him and catches him on the face. Wow. Maybe I should have had this higher. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, it's uh, this. I, I definitely should have had this higher. I'm just going to go ahead and say um switch it with my number two i don't know um it's beautiful beautiful guy fucking you know i don't even know what to say except for all i just said that's great it's just a fucking it's a wild ass match it's a little long but uh, i think that's fine there's yeah. long matches where they're doing nothing and they're long i don't know if i thought it was too long how long is this thing uh oh you there Oh no. Alright, where were we? Uh, we were finishing up uh, I was trying to figure out how long the match was. Oh, it was like 29 30 or something like that. Okay, 29. It was a lo- wow. 
that's, was long. That's as long as uh, <laughs> as Neil Diamond Cutter versus Matt Tremont. My goodness, um, but they earned it. I don't know. I think they really earned it. I, uh, I, I Swerve is great. He, the match with uh, Garcia from like two weeks ago was awesome. The um, the stuff in the the Continental Classic is fucking great. Like really, really wonderful. The uh, the the Roosh match is you should check it out. Um, okay, it's it's you know it's a work rate sort of match, but it's really good. They they match up in a very fun way, as you would imagine. Um, yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he does. I, he should, he should win the belt, right? Is, is that what the plan should be? Maybe. I I mean, I think they gotta just, they gotta go for the hot hand. So the Tony's fucking booking style is like, is that he, he doesn't, but he doesn't know shit. He's a fucking, he's a fucking fool. Yeah. Well, but he does know sponsorships and he's got the belt on the guy who's in twisted metal show and suicide squad video game. And he's getting sponsorships through that because Samoa Joe is like part-time wrestler now. He's like he's an actor. Yeah. You know, he missed the first Dynamite of the year because he was in London promoting the Suicide Squad video game. He missed the first champion, the first Dynamite as champion. He missed it because of that, um, which is a fucking cool ass reason, if you ask me. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. This match is twenty nine forty six, so it's a little bit longer than Tremont versus Neil Diamond Cutter. Um, gosh. It's great. It's. I mean, this is this is the proof that you know that high end like ma- like mainstream wrestling can have a high end death match. Like it's it's possible, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it happens over and over. We've seen it so many times now. It's it's a gift. It really is. I know he sucks. I know Tony's a terrible booker, but this is crazy. It's crazy that we got to see this. This match is crazy that it even happened. Um, Prince Nana took the fucking thing through the table. Prince Nana, yeah. that's you remember him from the first ROH tape you ever bought? Like what the fuck? He used to wrestle. He used to wrestle. He was and good. He was in three minute matches in ROH. That's all I've really ever seen him in. I, I know he's good. I've heard. I've never seen it. Like JAPW, ECWA. Yeah. You should maybe we should explore that. <laughs> um, okay, so tech difficulty aside, um, we are we are cooking now. We're moving into. I think we got three more matches. Yeah, we must have three. Unless I'm way off base with what you're doing, uh, I have I got two left. Mm-hmm. And what is your what is what was your number three? My number three is from All Elite Wrestling. It's my All Elite Wrestling match of the year from September third. Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks in the strap match, which was your number five. That was my number five. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. Um, I just think it's beautiful, and I think every again every match from Brian Danielson at this point is a gift. This is not where it set in. It set in a little later. It set in during the Continental Classic, where he's having these emotional matches and blading his fucking eye, and the eye patch stuff, and just wrestling in an eye patch alone is fucking crazy. He doesn't do that here. Instead, he wrestles with a broken arm. Um, and you know why he did it? He did it because CM Punk wouldn't play ball. CM Punk was supposed to have this match. This was yeah. his angle was always supposed to be Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, CM Punk. I don't know if I don't know if, I don't know if Dragon was part of it yet, but yeah. um, I think he might have been actually. Um, but this match, which, which has Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on commentary, um, and this where is this what what, what what this is in Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago. Yes, yeah, Chicago. Um, so um, it's 
middle of the show. Crowd is super hot. And uh, Steamboat gets a great reception. Steamboat's the fucking... Looks cool, you know? Still looks cool. I think. Um, looks... Like, looks... For an old man, he looks a lot better than, like, Flair, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he comes out, and he's on commentary, and then he talks over, repeatedly talks over the final countdown. As Excalibur, you can hear it, he tries to stop him from talking over the final countdown. But Ricky Steamboat just like, no, I got more to say about, you know, I've been in a strap match or two. You know Wahoo McDaniel? And, like, <laughs> and, and Excalibur is like, hang on just a second, Ricky. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they can go, which is famously, of course, it's, it was so expensive that nobody could ever afford the final countdown. Even Tony couldn't afford it. But then he finally, you know, Brian Danielson, this is how I imagine it went. Brian Danielson went in with his arm in a fucking cast and said, uh, here's the deal, Tony. You have to do two things. I have to take over the disciplinary staff. <laughs> I now run your HR department, uh, which is a very funny thing that it can't possibly be real, right? But it's a very funny thing. Yeah. The Brian Danielson Twitter account. You know that Twitter account? God. It's very funny. Um and uh you gotta you gotta pay for what is it, Europe? Is it Europe? The final countdown? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pay for it. And and Tony Tony did it. It's like I need a main event. And then he didn't even put him in the main event because he was on Coke and he didn't even remember it happened. He just gave him he just paid he paid for the song, did a line and went back to post it. <laughs> That's why Tony Khan is both the best booker of the year and the worst booker of the year because he fell face forward into this, but not before he fell face forward into a mountain of fucking cocaine. Um, This match shouldn't have happened. It should have been CM Punk versus Ricky Starks, and it would have been awesome. That would have been an awesome match. This this match is so much better than that fucking match would have been. (laughs) I mean, God bless CM Punk, right? Yeah, he's great. Phil might have done some silly bullshit, though. He might have done some silly bullshit. I there mean, would have been some just... storytelling for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, you? I mean, I don't know. Danielson blades like very early. He can't use the arm. There's just there's elements to this that feel so different from what any wrestler, what any other wrestler would do. Danielson blades like over the eye, and bleeds like like t- Terry Funk. You know? Yeah. He, like he did it. He did it on purpose. I know what you're doing, Brian Danielson. I know you. I know what you're doing. Um, it's fucking awesome. And then fucking Ricky is full on just uh, asshole, cocky. Whipping the shit out of him. And they've, this, I mean, as far as straps go, this is one of the strappinest fucking matches ever. They fucking beat the shit out of each other. This big, weird white strap. It's a strange strap. It's thick and looks like it hurts like a motherfucker. Maybe it was just really well worked. Maybe that's why it looks like no strap you've ever seen. It was like yeah. a, a fake strap. Maybe they gimmicked the strap. But no, we saw the welts on fucking on his back. You you did you see the picture of Ricky after this? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just wearing the fucking shirt. Incredible. Fucking... God, he couldn't wear a shirt. <laughs> oh my god, it's it is the worst. It is like it, it. They could have had a. They could have hit each other with light tubes, and they probably would have been better. That's what I was thinking yeah. while watching this the second time. I was like, most of these would probably be like would heal faster if they were light tubes. <laughs> and then that's why I thought maybe the third match should be a 200 light tube match. Let's see it. Let's do it. Um, Tony just in the ring, snorting the fucking glass. 
<laughs> snorting the spooky dust. Snorting the dust and glass from the middle of the ring. Um, Getting that mercury high. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Nigel, come on. <laughs> You're back. I'll pay you. Yeah. That's, that's, is that going to be Danielson's last match as Nigel at Wembley? I don't fucking know. Does that make the most sense to... I don't know if, I don't know if I've seen that somewhere or if I just imagined it. I don't think that makes sense as his last match, honestly. Okay. But that would be such a funny way to cel- like to celebrate, like, yeah, I'm retiring because I've done a lot of damage to my body, so I'm going to do it with this guy who has hep- who got hepatitis <laughs> and has, like, br- like broke his brain, headbutting the fucking ring post. So you don't watch it's Collision. It's kind of my fault. Here's the thing. You, you don't... I'm not he's, watching the TV. But he's, he, does it, he does it in this match, too, right? He, he commentates in this match? Nigel, yeah. so he just constantly is calling Brian out and saying he's a bum and a loser and he's ego, he's an egomaniac and he's a self-centered and he's, you know, he, over the Continental Classic he kept saying he's got a wife and baby at home he shouldn't be here doing this to his body really leaning in to like the narrative of people online who were like yeah. he's working too hard it's he's a he, he's you don't have to do it, Dan. Like, you know, come on, fuck you. He does have to do it. What else is he going to do? That's Brian goddamn Danielson, the best wrestler in the world. Do you think he's not going to go out there every fucking chance he gets for the rest of his career and fucking do it? He does it because he's the fucking best. There's nobody better. And He's also, like, not... He has no other skills. Really. <laughs> so that's the thing, right? What I think he's gonna do drive a forklift. I think he could be a good office guy. I think that's why all this has been blown out of proportions with this disciplinary staff shit and like yeah. just like it's just I don't know the online discourse around AEW and and for the last for the entire fucking run, but especially the last two years and getting crazier every day. It's just been absurd. Um, the the stories and the fake shit and the fucking. You know, the Jericho of it all and the fucking... The it's fucking just, Jericho. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's always... Remember when they were supposed to sign Sammy Callahan? Remember when that was the rumor? Yeah, yeah, I remember. That would have been fucking <laughs> awful. That yeah. was really stupid. We got spared that, I guess. Um, that's a silver lining right there. Um, but unfortunately, we still have to see Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Um, they didn't win the tag titles, did they? I don't think I didn't so. check. I haven't, I haven't watched Battle of the Belts. They might have. I think they might have. Um, Shouts out to Big Bill again. Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Um, Ricky Starks is the fucking man, and he's he's getting pinned in fucking random tag matches right now. Like, there was, like, two multi-mans in a row where he took the fall recently. He's clearly waiting out his contract or something. Uh, there's something weird going on with Ricky Starks, and I think he's probably going to – he's a Cody fucking guy. no rice, no spice, Tony. <laughs> He, he just like just like shamelessly like yeah no i don't know what to do with any i just love my white dick i love all these like little these fucking <laughs> these honky wrestlers yeah he he doesn't get it he does not understand and, and i mean I, just look at him look at ricky starks tell me that's not a fucking star um the the finish of this match i drew a picture of it did you see that i did it's fucking it's one of the most beautiful it's my it's probably my favorite finish of the year um no it definitely is my favorite finish of the year um his face, his fucking face, as he realizes that the lights are about to go out and there he's nothing that Ricky Starks can do because the fucking strap is around his throat. It was already in the bell lock. It was already over, but now it's so over. Fuck, you're fucked, my friend. <laughs> it's just beautiful. So I don't, I have a sneaking suspicion that we have three matches left to talk about. Uh oh. I have no idea what your number two is. I don't think I know what your number two is, man. Okay. 
We're going to find out. All right. No. Then what's wait? What's your your number two was this right? Wait, what no, is, my number three. Your, your number three was this. What's all right? My number three was uh, Paige Strickland. This is my number five. And what was so? What's your number two? My number two is let's on do it. Your list. I know it's not on your list. Okay. From May twenty six, Impact Wrestling. Oh, Macklin hey. versus Pierre Carlette. I meant to rewatch it. It's awesome. It, it, I know it's awesome. Here's the thing that I ended up, <laughs> I ended up liking about two. That's great. You're gonna love my two. Two. <laughs> it's a, it's a high up too. That's awesome. You know, and you know what occurred to me watching this and then watching all the AEW stuff. It's like, oh, this is all the AEW matches, but with two stranger men, yeah. including this one fucking but, freak. Yeah, who... not TV ready. Neither of these guys. <laughs> and you know what? They do it in 14 minutes. They do yeah. it half the time. Oh yeah, it's short. Steve Macklin is is stapling PCO's mouth closed. There's just constant. There's two different kinds. Staples is not closed. Spot. That's right. Is fucking PCO does the scent. He does a swanton. Uh, the, he makes a swanton onto the apron and then he misses. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just a massive trainer. Macklin looks fucking great in some. I mean, his yeah. Who is that fucking? The, where did he come from? I mean, I know he's been around forever, but. Who is Why he? is he good? I don't Yeah, when did he get forgotten good? Sons are good. I like the Forgotten Sons, but nobody nobody gave a shit about the Forgotten That's Sons. That's him and who? Uh fucking Wesley Blake and fucking uh Wesley Blake. Fucking what's his face? That's uh, the other guy Jack the... Riker. Yeah. Oh. Wesley Blake is the other Australian guy from the Blake Murphy team? He's Buddy a, Murphy? He's... He's an American guy, but yeah. Oh, okay. I always assumed they were both Australian. That's no, funny. I know, right? It felt like they were both Australian. <laughs> but they wrestled like a couple of Australians. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no, it's awesome. Hey, that's great. Was this on a pay-per-view? What was this? I think it was on pay-per-view. I think it was Hard to Kill. Oh, Hard to Kill. Like Steven Seagal. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> PCO, like, PCO. Kind of a Steven Seagal kind of guy. Just fucking Macklin's spear to the, his stupid cross... Call him the crosshairs. Stupid move name. But you know what's extremely fucking cool? Doing a spear to someone with a chair in front of them while they're in a tree. Whoa. And okay. it looks like he's hitting a motherfucker at 100 miles an hour. It's yeah. one of the craziest looking things. I don't remember that I, spot. That sounds good. I just was so amped for this whole thing. I don't know. And it's it's kind of a mess. Yeah. It, I don't know how. If I think it's perfectly. It's not perfectly paced. But it's just. Everything just felt fucking crazy. And just too. Just like a crazy man and like an actual violent killer trying to kill this fucking, this the fucking French Canadian Frankenstein. They've right? done like, so good. I, 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 you know, I didn't expect TNA to be the place where he would find a spot. No, Not, it's totally wild. I didn't expect him to find us. I guess I didn't expect him to find a spot that spot. wasn't GCW. Yeah. So it's that's so cool. It's so cool that they've and you know I mean it makes sense. Scott Scott, Scott Demore or whatever. Um, yeah. He's he knows he knows Canadian. Shit. I mean, right? There's a fucking Macklin does one of the probably the craziest play job of the year with the he takes off uh, off like a cookie sheet mist tope spot and he just cuts yeah the, it's all the mist tope head off, dude. It's fucking you know what? Disgusting. I thought that was actually hard way. I have no clue. It, it, I think he had to have played it, but it looks it's very like possible. I just fucking just completely. It looks like I remember not being sure. His, it looks like he bladed something that was ready to bleed, maybe. Because mm. it's so... Yeah, he, he cut the week before. Wouldn't yeah. put it past him. 
That guy's that guy was the world champ there. He was like he had good. He had like a I think he had like a really good match with you know, like Alexander Josh Alexander or something. I mean everybody's having cr- good matches with him, but he's doing crazy shit and like barbed wire matches with Moose and Cat and Sammy and he's yeah. just like he's just a tough motherfucker. He just comes off like an actual killer. Like I don't know this what this dude's deal is, but it's and he is a very Mid-life TNA crisis. guy. Yeah, yeah, very. He is very TNA. Because he, this wouldn't have happened. He, he's not going to have a run in GCW. No, they're not going to book Steve Macklin. <laughs> it's weird. PCO pulling out, pulling staples out of his lips with a fucking set yeah, of pliers. I, yeah, I remember that. That oh, he's, he gets the pliers. Yeah, of course. Oh man, did you see? Have you seen? You know, Iceman versus his son. Do you know about this match? Uh, no. You know, Iceman, the British uh yeah. deathmatch le- legend so his son his name is like jack harrop or whatever yeah um and he's also a big fat deathmatch wrestler they're like losers and i they they wrestled on the icw uk shows sure but th- they had a father versus son match last year that's a pretty i should have given it an honorable mention honestly it's fun um he he nails his dad's ear to like a piece of wood or something he like has a hammer and a nail and he nails his ear to the to it Mm -hmm. and it's very cool (laughs) and i've just i like that we're we're expanding on this this stapling because it's kind of i i I don't the staple gun spots i mean they do a great job in in the the swerve match but that's just because it's crazy to see it's like those bright lights yeah it's like you're looking at a wwe looking sort of product you know modern TV wrestling product and they're doing things they are not supposed to be doing on there and that's shocking in its own way but the stapling of clothes was so cool I love that I, f- I forgot how much I love that spot and how much I love this match god damn this match is, god damn, is pal. yeah no I don't think this got the fucking I, I this is as crazy as anything and it's and it does it with in half the time that's not part that's not why I'm putting it over something like swerve page really that's that's like it's just that accentuates how much fucking shit they did and so quickly like yeah you gotta respect packing it in just like this old ass man gets his fucking gets fucking slammed onto goddamn fuck he takes a ddt onto fucking cinder blocks yeah they do cinder blocks too man there's a, yeah, there's a cinder block spot, and there's this like weird like sheetrock spot where Macklin fucking covers PCO's back with it, and then fucking hits him with a sledgehammer, which is really stupid, but it fucking rocked. I was like, it just like what? But, you know, PCO is cool because he can. There's like nothing that doesn't seem impossible to do in a PCO match because he's so broken he's so fucking old and broken down in his way and he just moves like he moves like fucking shit. Except he also moves like a dude who's going to kill you and fuck you up because he's like a weird zombie man. Yeah. He's Frankenstein. It's like, so you can see, so it's crazy. Just, like, he's still doing it. It's so for, nice. Like, yeah. He, he, he was nowhere for so long. It's so crazy. He like his, his rise back to prominence is about the length of this podcast. Like how long we've been doing it. Maybe a, an extra year before we started. Yeah. Like he, PCO was like the hottest thing when we started this podcast. And it's so cool that he's still around. I, I didn't expect it to keep going. No, no. God bless TNA, huh? Or, well, Impact. It's TNA now, though. It's, yeah, but it was Impact then. I keep saying God bless because I'm a Christian now. I was going to say that. I was going to save that for the end of the <laughs> show. <laughs> but that's right, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, you're number, so you're number two. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, all right, hang on. My number two. I forgot it myself. No, I didn't. Uh, just kidding. It's, it's uh, 
Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura Produce, oh, Kakuto Tantaiden, We Are Fighting Detectives. Wow, man. I totally forgot because I had that. Yep. Um, I was hoping you'd forget. I was hoping you'd forget. And oh, then I was, yeah. and then I, and then I accidentally said, um, mentioned, I brought this show up during the Fujita thing. Cause Fujita's on the show in a tag with fucking Ikeda and Ishikawa. Um, and fucking is great in it. Yeah. You watched the whole show? I did. Fuck yeah. Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura's produce Kakuto Tantaiden. We are fighting detectives from October 12th. This is Fuminori Abe versus Takuya Nomura, AKA, the Marco stunt versus Logan stunt of 2023. <laughs> it's, it's the Larry Clark brother fight, folks. This is the uh, I got your nose, fuck you, punch pu- punch me, I punch you. Oh, why did you hit me with the side of your fist? I'll punch you with the other. Like they're fucking doing, they're doing little brother, big brother punching bits. Yeah, for the entire match. Um, <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, it's a. It's a match where there's comedy. So it's people talked about match. how I saw people talk about like, oh, the first half has comedy. No, there's comedy in the last five seconds too. Like the fact that he wins with a heel hook after all that. When the the match was, the the finish of this match is so funny because Nomura like, um, is really just flaunting and like has full control. And Abe's been bleeding a bunch, and Nomura has this shit and has him is st- stood over him and can do literally anything. He put him in a half crab. Do you know the insult of putting your little brother, your big brother, really, your your big brother who's a little smaller than you, yeah, in a fucking half crab and trying to make him tap out? He does that, and then it, there's a rope break, and then he just kind of holds him, and he kind of talks to him for a second, and then Abe takes him down with a fucking heel hook and finishes him. He makes his like little brother tap out because this little brother was getting too big for his britches. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't think I liked this match so much. I did rewatch it. It went. I from... kind of lost track of that. I yeah. just. I, I thought you gave me a. Oh hell yeah! Because it was going to be like list adjacent at least. It was going to be all like around, and I was like, yeah, this could be a top ten. And uh, well, it's got. I think it could have been. I think it could have been. I had a couple, but I'm like my top thirteen thereabouts mm-hmm. is like. That's a top ten. I just sure. had to. I just couldn't have everything be in a top ten. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I got that. I get, I got, a, I got a bit of that too. I, you did I, the top twelve. I, yeah, yeah. If you include Samoa Joe and Punk, that's that's my twelve. I did eleven. Okay, there's, there's eleven. Um, eleven if you count the the Savio Pedro Portillo the Tercera, <laughs> which is his name because and I know that because they told me a hundred times. Um. This is, uh, yeah, it's the, it's the brother fight of the year. And I, I, you know, I don't have a brother personally and I've never fought my brother. So I don't know why this is the match type that suits me the best that I love so much. Um, I, I know that people hate Marco stunt versus Logan stunt. And I actually had somebody tell me one time that, um, they didn't, they couldn't believe that I talked about it for that long. Um, it's a weird match. I enjoyed it. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. And it's, it's very, it's it's very fucking it's gummo it's yeah, yeah it it just kind of happens and it but i don't know if some things hit people i liked it uh so I, was, I i wasn't i didn't go as hard as you but i liked it yeah so it's just sometimes people hit are hit by things they're just struck by how weird well, this is yes and similar to how fuminori abe's uh head was struck by takuya namura's head um, causing probably the best hard way of the year that wasn't yeah. that wasn't a like a from a weapon shot. 
Oh, yeah. Or glass or whatever, which is a different thing. Um, he just starts leaking from the top of his head, and he makes this face when he realizes it. Do you remember this part? Yeah. He, like, he does this little demon, like, goblin face. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are both so funny. I mean, Fumino Abe is so funny. He's in two matches of my honorable mentions, obviously, too. He's one of the great personalities of, of modern Pores. He's, like, the, one of the great... Like late era shoot stylists, he's incredible. He can play different roles. He's always funny. He's always somehow injecting comedy into matches that are super serious. Not that this one is, but he does that because he fucking has a little shitty face, and he's like hey, 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 all the yeah. time. He's the greatest. Fuminori Abe. He's hitting his spins, his like his Sawa shit, and he just like <laughs> he's just like he's just having fun out there. He's yeah. just having fun. So that's the other thing, Munonori Sawa. Is was he is the, truly the successor to? I mean, I know he, that's like his his like uh, trainer maybe or or, or 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 sensei or whatever. Yeah. But like fucking, he had the same shit where he Munori Sawa was the guy who would get punched in the face by Yuki Ishikawa and go ha ha all right and then slap him back like I'm okay that's funny like Sawa and Abe are similar fucking like jokesters. Just doing um, like woo, like little Elvis woos and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a Sawa match, a uh, 2008 Sawa match that was in like a fucking nothing, like a shitty little room. Yeah, I don't know if I sent that to you. It was really good. Um, good guy, Fuminori Good guy, Taki Namura. Good guy. Some of my best friends, honestly. They these are the guys who get the best friend status. I just love them, and I feel warm when I watch these guys wrestle. Um, every time, every time, and they're all over the place too. But this is their show, and they main evented, and they got hard way blood in a match where they did fucking bonk you on the head shit, but really hard. <laughs> it's great. I think it also absolutely complements both of our number one. Yes, because we have a share. We definitely have a share number one. We did it again. We did we it don't again. Practice this, no, 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 no. This has never been on purpose. I'm getting water out of the faucet. That's right. I'm drinking it straight out of the tap. Because I'm you an gotta animal. Do what you gotta do. You think these? You think these two guys we're about to talk about had fucking clean water in their tap? God no. This is how they got so fucking sick. Go ahead. From March 26, Zona. Fancy tricks. Fancy tricks. Twenty-three. Damus versus Wotan. Damus versus Wotan. So yeah, I've started to. I don't do three sixteen anymore on there. Um, uh, no, I, yeah. I, I didn't on this one just because I love that it's five letters versus five letters. It's it also if you do contra, five letters, five letters, five letters. letters. We're 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 like reaching a poetic sort of uh, verse here. Um, from Zona twenty three, this is the best match from anywhere in the world in. 2023 and i always wonder what people think of that when we say shit like that uh <laughs> yeah it's weird it's like i don't know i mean i don't know man what did, you, you you know you know how movies work <laughs> the best fucking movie it's from some fucking place that you yeah doesn't you know, fucking knows or there's no telling Hollywood. Who there's fucking knows? sometimes it's hollywood sometimes it's yeah sometimes it's a fucking uh a low budget you know Crazy psycho movie. Um, this is so. This is from De Huesadero. This is from the junkyard. And by this point, I think everybody knows the junkyard. Everybody knows yeah. what they're getting with Zona Twenty Three. Uh, Demos is coming to America to wrestle at uh, 
I was going to say Dean's funeral, but it's not that. To wrestle at Dean's funeral show. (laughs) The the tribute show to Dean, which is so cool that they're doing. We didn't talk about it, but so neat. Um, Damus is coming to America. Um, And so he's been having this feud with Wotan for, was it seven, eight years now probably? When's the first match between them? Uh, I remember that being 2017, I think. that the, the, Well, that was the hair, Matt. That was that's the, the hair versus beard hair? Hair versus beard, yeah. That's a great, yeah, that's just well, an awesome match. I, well, I think we talked about this at the time where I said, no, we have to say hair versus beard hair. Cause that's it, fair. Because it feels, it feels good. <laughs> it's my tempo, you know? It fucking, yeah. it's, there's something to it. Um, I, I guess we talked about Wotan in the last episode quite a bit, didn't we? Um, and I photoshopped his head onto a dead fish. It's interesting. That's, that all happened. Met- <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's a metaphor. <sighs> it all happened since the last episode. Um, well, what what to, what to say? I had I took I rewatched this to confirm it was my number one. I did that yesterday. Yeah, and that's I did some call. notes. I'll tell you what. It's hard to when you do uh, speech to text and you keep saying Hirata and Fujita. My my phone really couldn't couldn't deal with that <laughs> yeah um but almost as bad as Demus and wotan and i got to where i was really enunciating these names at a certain point um but this is this is a case where i think this is truly the best match of the year the one we're talking about here is the best match of the year um this is everything i want from wrestling it's everything i could ever want from wrestling mm-hmm. um Starts out with Wotan coming out, and there's guys my age in like bootleg Bart Simpson Nike shirts taking selfies with him. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Damus walks up. Um, you hear people start to chant his name a little bit, like on the other side of the building. Not building. It's not a building. Venue. <laughs> on the other side of the venue. Thank you. Um, and they cut to Damus walking slowly, holding something, and just looking like he's. I'm not here to take a selfie with fucking anyone. I'm here to kill that motherfucker. This is like, he's just one of the scariest wrestlers of all time. When he's got the full paint and he's, he's just exuding his spiritual energy. Yeah. There's really no one quite as good as Damus. I, I don't know. I, I really, I, I really love, I can't, this is like one of my favorite matches ever. This immediately, I watched this and I was like, oh, this is not just match of the year. Oh, this is like, now. Nah, this is now, this, we're talking top 25 matches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Even if the finish is whatever it is, um, which is fine. Um, so they start and Wotan asks him, basically, I think he says, do you want to get in the ring? He points to the ring and Damos replies by ripping his own shirt open and yelling at him <laughs> and telling him to fucking hit me pussy or whatever. <laughs> And then probably the best 60 seconds of punching of any fucking match in, of the year. Um, it's kind of similar to the astronauts match, except for that's like a match between two brothers who love each other. These are like two estranged half brothers who just met and have a lot to like fucking fight about, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the brothers match. This is the half brothers match. Um, uh, the ground looks even more awful than ever before like this part of they they're using they they they've put the ring in different spots at the junkyard yeah we've seen different areas and i've we've have we it's talked not to... really a natural amphitheater or anything it's no. just you put the ring where the, wherever wherever there's not fucking cars to a certain extent it's like all right fuck it the ring goes there for right now so the 
the December show versus GCW, there's a there's a canopy over it. The 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 original six way that we covered on episode two of the show, yeah, that match was on a covered canopy, right? Yeah. So there's spots, and so I've I've often wondered: is there more than one junkyard? I don't think there is, but it's not impossible because it's always a uh, fucking build as Avenue Lopez Barteos. I think I could be wrong on that. Yeah, uh, I mean, so what? Coacalco uh, um, is a is a carport. Yeah, as discussed. Um, I feel like they've I, have they ever have they yeah have they used different junkyards? Or, it's not impossible. Are they moving to different parts of the junkyard? There was a rumor that they were going to get that they that they were going to get thrown out of this junkyard, but or something like that. But then that didn't seem to come to fruition. Thank God. <laughs> I I really you know if if they so they did that did happen right where they had to they stopped during COVID or like right before yeah. COVID they announced it. Yeah, didn't they have the uh, King of the Death match tournament on a, on a mound of dirt? Yeah, that, so they did a couple shows in that mound of dirt, and there's this huge wall that Cyclope did a fucking uh, 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 light tube bundle back like moonsault off this yeah. like twenty foot wall onto a car. It's like the, mm-hmm. one of, like the craziest spot I've ever seen. Um, I think that was 2020. Yeah, that's like May of 2020. Uh, God, the fucking <laughs> Ovet uh, uh, tribute show. Yeah. That's what it was. Shouts out to anybody who remembers that shit. Um, Hardcores. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. I, I lost my notes. I had to re- reply to a text. Please tell me something about this match that you love. I just love the punching. They do uh, punch. It's just a, they do punch. It's also stiff. All the shot, all the, like the trash shots are fucking disgusting. So there's a, the, the casual driver's side car window that gets shattered over like yeah the way fucking damas picks that up and throws it at fucking wotan is just he swings it like it's a like it's a trash can lid or something like it's a lesser weapon he doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck it's all the same to him everything he does is all the same there's one thing to do kill yeah um damas is the fucking man um there's the the, the uh it was like a he- that also that car window looked heavy as fuck um, oh, yeah. That's not like a little sheet of glass or whatever. That's a heavy fucking... And it's like when it breaks over Wotan's head and it rains down, it's like fucking rocks. It sounds like fucking rocks hitting the ground. <laughs> awesome. Um, heavy-ass metal sheet that has like Zona 23 like uh, spray-painted on it. Yeah. That thing looks like it weighs about 90 pounds. It's like 36 by 36 inches. <laughs> like that fucking thing that they use. Um and Damos finally does turn and acknowledge the crowd when they chant, uh, Damos, Damos, Chingasatu Madre, which I believe means go and fuck your mother, Damos. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. Um, they, uh, this is long enough, though. This is how they do the, the, the first com- uh, uh, momentum shift, and Wotan goes on offense here because Damos plays to the crowd for a second. Wotan is able to uh, take over, send him to the ground, and hits this Tope Suicida that is so reckless. <laughs> He's... It's one of those ones where it's like, how did his body get at that angle? Yeah. How did he get through the ropes and then his body did that? Like, what the fuck? And he kind of goes, he lands on his own head. Oh, yeah. I mean, he hits, he nails it. He knocks the fuck out of Damas. It's an effective tope suicida. But then he ends up sort of 45 degree angle trajectory side, like sideways trajectory to the ground. Um, Lawn darting. Yeah. But, but he's turned like it's a, it's the the lawn dart has lost its momentum because it ran into Damos, and now it's just going to the ground. It went through Damos. Now the, the trajectory ground. has changed, and it's not mass. Yes, the yes, it's very. Uh, 
It's a physics lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the calculus of this is more complicated than either of us could even begin to figure out. Um, it's not mats or a gymnasium floor or even concrete, of course. It's, uh, it's not even the, the semi-clean granular dirt of Coliseo Coacalco, which is at least kind of dirt. This yeah. is like gravel and garbage. Yeah. And he eats it face first at like 30 miles per hour. And that's him on offense. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um Shall I just keep going? I just I, keep going. I didn't I don't I didn't realize I actually did do a full breakdown. I was fucking howling while I watched this. Um I've watched this three times. This is the only match I've watched three times this year, except for CM Punk versus Samojo, which I've watched thirty times. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the sea of people they they wander through. The camera like can't keep up, and they cut to Damus lying back down on top of a teenage fan who was sitting in a chair and has been knocked over, and his chair's been knocked over, and he's laying on the ground. And I'm talking like a 14 year old boy, and Damus yeah. is laying on top of him bleeding, and <laughs> and like so he, they get him out and just in time too, because like not. Three or four seconds after that young boy has vacated, Wotan's here with another car window. Fucking smash over Davis's head. Narrowly avoids injuring this child. And of course, we're, we're going to have to cover it again one day because we really need to talk about it at length. But Mr. Condor, Roman, Romano Garcia versus Black Terry from uh, 2021. Yeah. The best moment in the match is where they fucking they have the beer bottles and there's a little kid right there in between them and the kid looks terrified and then an adult just grabs the kid and like tur- turns and merges into the sea of people and then they start hitting each other with the f- it's like the it's like fucking apocalyptic it's the best nothing better than fucking Zona Twenty Three at its mm-hmm. fucking peak um, yeah anyone could get hurt that's one of the great charms of wrestling no one's safe. Oh, so at this, at this point in my, like, rewatch yesterday, I was like, well, this has got to be the match of the fucking year, right? This is, like, the match of the decade. Um, so they're, like, fucking... They're, 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 they just all throw their trash on the ground. You see there's a moment where Damus is, like, uh, laying on the ground, and he's, like, getting hit by a chair, and you see a fan standing next to him just casually just throw a beer bottle down on the ground... And he's right next to him. <laughs> he's on camera. They finish their beer and then they just throw it on the fucking ground. Because he's done with it. And it's next to the wrestler who's wrestling. It's fucking absurd. Like, what's going on here? Um, if you haven't watched the, the Zona 23 GCW show with Brett Lauderdale and Nick Gage on commentary, by the way. Um, Nick couldn't go to the show. Because he's not allowed to leave the country or whatever. Um, but... Uh, so Brett's telling him stories, like funny, you know, interesting stories about going to the junkyard. And it's good. I mean, you know, your mileage may vary if you can't handle Brett for that long. But it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Um, so, God, okay. Should I just keep doing this? Take a sip of my water. Um, so there's uh, the cameraman is sort of backing away. From Wotan and Damus, um, because he assumes that they're about to start punching, like moving towards him and towards the ring, but they're in the crowd and they just start punching each other in the face. 
And the cameraman has to slowly walk back up to it, and he's getting closer and closer as they're punching each other for real in the face. And they're like, pu- they're like really punching each other. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this is not like a this is like a working punch. These are real punches. They're punching each other in the fucking face, and they're both bleeding. And Wotan's mask is all ripped up, and you can see his entire face. There's it's like hanging on around the neck. That's it. Yeah. Um, and the cameraman has to like just walk up and get closer and closer, and the, they're just talking shit the entire time. They're they're yelling at each other while they're punching each other, and it's fucking nuts. Like it's, the sounds are insane. The sounds of flesh on flesh. It's like a fucking nightmare. It's crazy. Um, and then Wotan's blood is crazy. It's like spraying onto. There's a there's a young lady uh, in a Spider Man hoodie, who like looks really freaked out and like she's like getting sprayed with blood. Um, and then, like, they, I don't know, they set up a fucking uh, chair contraption. They do some chair shit. They do some spots. They do end up hitting a few spots, right? Um, and the spots are good. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> you got to do this match. We got to do spots. All right. Do a couple fucking yeah. spots. Whatever. Get them out of the way. Tables turn. Um, uh, Damus starts headbutting the shit out of uh, Wotan. Um, back body drops him onto the chair pile and throws him into the post. And then they head over to some cars, which we don't see feature much in these junkyard shows anymore. Um, but there's like this hazmat truck that has yeah. like a hazmat logo on it. Wotan gets his head smashed on it. Blood is left all over the hood. And I'm pretty sure this isn't like a junk vehicle. This is some guy's truck that he like drove here in. And like, there's like a guy waving them off. Like, no, no. Like, this is like a truck. This guy's on the clock right now. <laughs> this is his work truck. Um, and then what, uh, Damus, uh, from a fan, he grabs like that, the dinner bell sort of thing. Yeah. You know, that that you hear in yeah. Lucha, he grabs it and hits Wotan in the head with it. Uh, hands it back to the fan. Uh, the, you know, people know what I'm talking about. That ding, 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 that you hear in like Lucha indie shows. Yeah. Um, it's like a, it, it's not a dinner bell. What is it? Is it a dinner bell? I know what you mean. Like it's like a roadhouse bell. Mm, roadhouse bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The roadhouse bell and the butterfly. Um, Let's see here. Davis also almost gets into like a fight with a fan at one point. Um, or there's like shoving. And there's guys that I guess we would call security or ushers that are trying to keep the fans out a little bit. Um, you see one of them kick a beer bottle out of the way later. Like they're, <laughs> they're, they're trying. Um, Wotan takes damage. Uh, damage. It says damage because I typed it in. Because I spoke it into my phone. Yeah. Wotan takes Damus down. <laughs> damage. <laughs> With some punches uh, near the apron, it begins walking away from him, and then this is uh, where Damus crawls and sort of tackles him from behind, and just sort of takes him down like double leg in the dirt. They roll around, and then and this the might fucking be, dirt and the gravel. This might be the best part. You know the this trash water. It's so great. Yeah, the dookie water. <laughs> Do not drop me in the dookie water. Yeah. They they begin just kind of rolling around. He, um, they're just in the dirt. It's just two little freaks biting each other in the dirt, lying together in the fucking dirt, ripping each other's fucking clothes, headbutting each other, surrounded by discarded fucking beer bottles and rocks and shattered bricks and fucking pieces of buildings, pieces of homes, vehicles turned to ash and dust. You know, wreckage it's it's flotsam jetsam <laughs> and such like that we got all of it it's all here you hear nervous laughter from grown women you see like a young man trying to kick some debris out of the way they roll around in the dirt headbutting each other there's nothing like this anywhere else in the world 
There's literally nothing else like nope. this. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. It, it it never gets this crazy in America. It never gets this dirty in Japan. It never gets this fucking gross anywhere else in the world. That's why this is the match of the year. It's unstoppable. Unfucking stoppable. Um, great moment towards the end of this that nobody would have recognized. It's I, I clocked it as one hour sixteen minutes and twenty seconds into the IWTV file. You can see uh, Damus is on his knees near the apron. Um, he got hit in the head with the me- that heavy metal sheet again. And Wotan starts grabbing chairs. He's going to throw him in the ring and set something up. Um, Demis sees him approach him with the chair, and he braces for a chair shot. But Wotan is just throwing them in the ring to set something up. Mm-hmm. And Demis lets out this sigh. And he looks like the most relieved man I've ever seen. <laughs> just one less chair shot that he didn't have to take. The next time he exhales, like it's it's like zen. It's truly fucking... It's incredible. It's the best breath he took all day, that one. Um, and then, yeah, they roll around in the dirt some more. They, <laughs> I think this is where I start to... I, my, my notes got a little weird. Um, there's like an older fan that uh, gets some beer splashed in his face and uh, turns around and looks pissed off, but then he sees the guy who splashed beer in his face and he like pats him on the shoulder and smiles. There's just all this shit happening. Every frame of painting, you know? Yeah. Every fucking corner and every inch of this is beautiful. Um, he was... I don't know. This is what happens when you watch a match three times. Um, and then after all this, they, like, pour lighter fluid on each other, I think. Yes. Is that what they squirted at each other? Yeah. Um, but they can't get the fire going that well. Um, but they tried to. Um, they do, like, a double front-flipping thing nothing in the you know it's a lucha double pin finish where they both take the same bump they both pin each other and that's it um which i understand if people don't like lucha libre if you don't get it you don't yeah. understand these guys can't put each other over come on they also have like they one got, oh good they got they got fucking time to put each other over you know what we're doing right now we're fucking each other's up yeah there's no reason to like to, for anyone to give an actual inch in this in this feud because this feud should go on forever and ever and hopefully it will um they 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 end in a double pin after they've poured lighter fluid on each other and try to set each other on fire unsuccessfully um and then there's like another punch out after the fucking finish they're still fighting and they cut promos on each other and it's great and the crowd like when the crowd when they uh, here's the other thing double pin happens crowd applauds so they yeah. did. They did something fucking right. We're not the. You know, they did it for them. They fucking got we're not, over. We're not in the yard. Yeah, we're not there. Um, man, I felt like I was there though. You know, <laughs> they oh, did yeah. it. They transported me. So that, I don't know. I feel like I just did play by play, and you just sat there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I wanted you to do play by play because I'm tired, and I'm like, yeah. yeah we have been yeah, going yeah. almost five hours. Um. No, so that, there it is, folks. Um, nothing more pure, more indecent than that. Um, not necessarily structured like a classic wrestling match. Maybe not in a classic wrestling venue, and certainly not between two classic wrestler types, but it's a fucking incredible war, and it is the fucking best match of the year, according to two idiots. Two genius idiots. Two I mean, what's genius. Meltzer's... Like what? What? What are his people gonna call the best match of the year? Yeah, some fucking bullshit, some dog I, dick. Maybe he'll have his own version of Will Ospreay's theme that he's gonna sing. 
Oh, oh, we're so uh, <laughs> elevated. <laughs> it's such a bad song. So now when you sing it, just think about, you know, what, think about that song. Um, so for the end of the show, I would like to go ahead and run through our tens. Can you do yours quickly from 10 Absolutely. to 1? Absolutely. All right, do it. Number 10, Jay Blake and Nick Mercer versus Justin Cotto and El Cuervo, <laughs> uh, December 20- 16th. Number 9, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, May 6th. Number 8, John Moxley versus Adam Page, March 5th. Number 7, Kaplan versus Mance Warner, awesome. July 29th. Can't believe Number you had six, one higher. Yeah, you were higher on that than I was. That's awesome. Number 6, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley, September 3rd. Hmm. Number 5, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks, September 3rd. Number 4, Brian Danielson versus Roosh. February 8th. Number three, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. Hangman. Hey, November 18th. Number two, Steve Macklin versus Pierre <laughs> yes! Roulette, May 26th. Good job. And number one, Damus versus Wotan, March 26th. Oh, great fucking work, dude. Um, okay, my, my number 10, Little Sicko, Little Sicko versus Jay Blade from October 22nd, IWA Deep South. Um, <clears throat> number nine tied Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo Tercera from IWA Puerto Rico December 16th and Roxy versus Evie De La Rosa IWA Puerto Rico November 18th number eight Ryan Kaplan versus Mance Warner from Absolute Intense Wrestling August 20th nope uh, July 29th sorry I gotta fix that July 29th mm-hmm. um, you had it higher than me and I had the date wrong look who got the fucking egg on their face now Oh, number seven, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley, All Elite Wrestling, uh, September 3rd. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland, AEW, November 18th. Number five, Tomiya Harada versus Minoru Fujita, Freedoms, July 6th. Number four, Brian Danielson versus Roosh, All Elite Wrestling, February 8th. Number three, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks, AEW, September 3rd. Number two, Fuminori Abe versus Taki Nomura from Fuminori Abe and Taki Nomura. <laughs> Excuse me. Number two, Fuminori Abe versus Taki Nomura from Fuminori Abe and Taki Nomura Produce. Kakuto Taiden, Tan Taiden, We Are Fighting Detectives, October 12th. And number one, best match of the year. Number one in your hearts. Number one with a bullet and a fucking beer bottle to the head. Damus versus Wotan from Zona of Antitrace, March 26th. As voted on by... Two idiots. Two genius two idiots. idiots. I meant to say genius idiots. I, I, was, I meant to do it. I meant to fix it in addendum. It happens. No. Oh, two genius idiots. Couple of fucking, right, you know, regular people. I think. I think we're great. We're doing a great job. It's going to be a great year on the podcast. Happy fifth anniversary. Happy fifth anniversary. Fucking weird. Um, and we'll... Uh, We'll be we'll come we'll be, we'll come and do the 2022 episode one of these days, um, and I don't know what's next exactly for the podcast, but I've got lots of friends that uh, are excited to come on, and it's it's going to be good. And um, thank all you again, all our rowdy friends, all our rowdy friends. Uh, you gotta uh, you got you gotta appreciate it. The, the people who who share the passion. Uh, um, you can find us uh, anywhere where there's <laughs> podcasts. I don't know where there's not podcasts that you can't find us. If Apple Podcasts. If, if we're not there, Spotify. then fuck them. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Stitcher's gone? Stitcher's gone, isn't it? 
I think, I think Stitcher, Stitcher is just XM now or some okay. bullshit like that. Well, we're yeah. probably on that. No, we're anywhere you can get your podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Or... Why don't we have a live show on uh, Sirius XM? I mean, they... we got we to start on Twitch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we should do that. We should be on Sirius XM um, with, with those people, with the, with the professionals, you know? Um, although Howard. we, pro- we probably, yeah, with that's the only one I could think of. That's the only guy I know on XM <laughs> and I do consider him a peer. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Follow us on, uh, the X app, Twitter X app, um, at touching blood. Follow us on TikTok at touching blood. Follow us on Instagram. Wrestling is gross. Follow us on blue sky. Wrestling is gross. gross. Dot beast blue. I don't know. B sky. Is it just, you do B sky. Is it bluesky.social? I don't know. Yeah. It's on there. I posted once. Um, what else we got? Re- uh, wrestling is gross at gmail.com. Send us an email. I, we got an email from a guy named Mikey, and I felt really – it was a nice email, and I really liked it. Um, and, but, I, but here's the thing about that is I replied to him, and I tried to s- reply and say his name, Mikey, but it autocorrected to Mike, and so I misnamed him. I feel bad about that, and I was going to send a follow-up email, but I thought that would be too crazy, so now I'm just saying at the end of a five-hour podcast. So if you're listening, Mikey, I'm sorry that your name got autocorrected to Mike. When I emailed you back, thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank you, my friend, for thank doing you, a five-hour stupid podcast with me. Why not? Why I not? mean, what hey, else? Hey. I I'm so glad we did it. And... I'm stowed in. I'm not stowed in, <laughs> but I just don't feel like leaving the house because yeah. it's snowing. Yeah, I got to leave in like five minutes, but it's been a pleasure. Um, hope shouts out to the four hour friends who stuck with us for this Roy near wrong near near record length episode. Um, and we'll be back. We got a lot of fun stuff planned. We got fucking plans for real. So um, keep listening. Every- Tell your fucking friends. Stay safe and death to America. Death to America. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Happy to travel into another fucking year with you, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because, uh... Another year, another dimension. At least we got each other, right, pal?